Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And we are coming at you on a Monday night, Tuesday, September 27th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Super pumped. Happy to be here. Not that tired, surprisingly. Uh, I got in from the Motocross Nations in Italy. I got in uh, last night. Didn't slept early and then didn't sleep. Uh, woke up early and then uh, haven't really gone back to bed. But uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. And thanks, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Really appreciate it. We're uh, we're stoked to have you on board. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross Five, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, the Motocross Nations team for Team, team USA. FMF powered, bro. W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Ride Engineering. Two under, all on board with us tonight. Got a great show lined up. Alex Martin from Team USA will be joining us. He's flying in, should be landing right about now, and uh, he will be on the show tonight in a couple hours or an hour or so. We'll have Amart on to uh, talk about the experience of uh, Team USA. They lost, they got third, but they rolled their balls off. And I was very surprised at getting third, to be honest. It didn't look good. So we'll have Amart on. Uh, David Villeman will join us, of course. Uh, the great David Villeman will, uh, will join us and uh, talk about uh, what he's got going on next year, as well as a complete Motocross the Nations breakdown. His goddamn country won again. Three years in a row for France, everybody. Uh, super pissed off at that. But uh, And we got the Kevin Benoit interview coming up. And, of course, Jason Thomas will be on. Uh, we have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment, Race Tech Suspension Emails, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Got a couple things to do with that, a couple ideas. And uh, the NFAB JGR Question of the Day and the NFAB uh, uh, JGR, or JGR Check-In and the NFAB Question of the Day. Sorry, I got those mixed up. I'm tired. Don't blame me. I got jet lag. All right. Uh, gonna interesting to uh, to talk to everybody about the motocross nations. Break it all down. Talk to it. Uh, to get to the bottom of it and uh, figure everything out. Don't forget. Go to Amazon. Actually, go to Pulp Mex. Go to the Amazon banner on Pulp Mex. Uh, click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase of whatever you're going to make. And uh, remember, Christmas is coming up, people. So uh, if you make a purchase of whatever it is through the Pulp Mex Amazon banner, we get a small slice of that, and uh, we appreciate that. It uh, it helps us along. And uh, of course, we got our new app in review at the store right now. Travis, hi. What did we say last week? I said it would be submitted to the App Store last week. But it should have been approved. I didn't lie. It was submitted to the App Store last week. We're taking some heat from people. We said it would be ready by Monday, by this show. My producer, Travis Marks, everybody, Mark's dog, built the app. We had some issues. There's some naming issues. You can think Apple. I'm blaming Apple. Okay, but for, oh, for iPhone, Apple. for iPhone, it is submitted. Yes. And what do you think this process takes? Do you have any idea? Uh... About two, three days, maybe. Okay. Tops. We will let everybody know. Yep. So as for now, don't look for the old Pulp Mix app because it's gone. We deleted it. So uh, Mark's dog is here. Mark's dog is going on vacation immediately after the show. I wish you had told me that. I would have told you to get the other guy to fill in. 
You're going to work all night, and then you're going to drive all night. I'm up all night anyway. Well, you weren't enough. You weren't up enough to work on the app to finish it. I pulled an all-nighter Friday to finish that thing. Huh. So, on Monday night, when you said it would be done, you, Friday night was when you pulled the all-nighter? Yeah. And it was done. 702-586-7857. Call in. Bitch out Travis Marks for the app. And Swisscore, too. It's his fault, too. I'll hang up on you. <laughs> uh, but, hey, two or three days. So, what's another two or three days, people? Just wait for that, all right? Oh, two. Uh, Glenn Helen, MXDN, canceled. We'll talk about that. That was quite a shocker. Uh, no doubt about it. But, uh, Travis, in the meantime, I'm not going to yell you about the app anymore. Anyways, but, <laughs> hey, we had Jake Weimer a couple weeks ago. Yes. In studio for the whole show. Uh-huh. Tyler Bowers uh-huh. came in. Berluti is just Berluti. But when you think of Bowers Weimer and then our, our in-studio guest this week, that is some serious talent. We've had some fast like, guys in here. Like fast guys. Yeah. It's not incredible. Just like, not, not just like average, mediocre no, guys. No, it's not just Kiefer or, you know, <laughs> somebody like that. Uh, welcome, That's right. Welcome in studio. He writes for Geico Honda, won a Supercross last year, uh, and uh, he's coming back on the men from a broken leg, but we're happy to have him. Christian Craig, what's up, bud? Not much. It's good to be in here. It's my second time co-hosting and uh, yeah. enjoying it. Last time you were in, you were in with your lovely wife, Paige. You were retired. Yep. And I said, what about coming back? And you're like, I don't think so, but maybe I'm having fun riding in Minnesota. Well, since then, that was uh, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, you decide to come there. back. You got a ride at starting at uh, Lakewood, fill-in ride at Geico. Somehow you qualified first? First. Right? First time ever. Then you finished in the top ten, and then they kept you going, and then, and then they hired you for this year, and then you won a Supercross? You challenged for the points lead? Yeah. I mean, I, I know you broke your leg, but besides <laughs> that, I mean, what a story. Like, what an amazing story. You were done. You were working. You had a real job like Travis. Yeah, last time I was in here, I was I had to be back at work at mo- on the next day. So yeah, uh, I think that was the start of it. A couple of years ago, when I was in here, is like uh, kind of woke me up, and I was like, I need to get back to it. <laughs> hey, he got in here, Travis. Realized like he's like, oh, I don't want to end up like that guy. <laughs> he looked at me and said, I do not want to be like that guy. No, I, I want to be a radio. I, host. No. Who, who was over here in the corner when he came in? Not you. It might have been whoever was in the corner that made him change oh. his mind. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so what a remarkable story. We've had you on since then over the phone yep. and everything, but uh, uh, welcome back to the studio. It's awesome to have you in, and uh, thanks for driving up. It's really awesome. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah. Motocross the Nations, you watched it, of course, uh, and we'll get. You, I'd love to get your opinion on, on everything. Uh, also in studio, uh, Geico Honda team trainer, John what? John? Wessling. Wessling. What's up, yep. John? Not much. Uh, put, the mic, put the mic up a little bit. Right here? Yeah, there you go. There. All uh, right. Uh, you're the team trainer for Geico? Yep. I didn't even know Geico had a team trainer. I thought it was just LaRocco scaring the shit out of everybody. That Yeah, that usually works most of the time. Uh, <laughs> like just grunting at Christian and saying, lift weight. <laughs> he points at John first, and then John points at me. So. <laughs> he's he's pretty gnarly, so uh, Mike definitely keeps everybody in yeah. check. But that's good. I didn't even know that they had that. But I've seen the gym. I've seen photos of the facility besides having the bikes there and everything. What a... Awesome facility, all through kind of Planet Fitness, tie-in with the Geico guys and everything else. So, um, Seiji was on a few weeks ago, and when I talked to him about coming on, he goes, I thought you hate trainers. And then you kind of said the same thing when you came in here. Yeah. I, I just hate training. Yeah, That's yeah, what everybody's yeah. getting wrong. I, Strava Steve needs to get on the training program. I was on it last week. Fun, I was on it last week. It doesn't always happen. I almost died. Right? I almost called 911 on my mountain bike ride. <laughs> but I don't hate trainers. Some of the jerk-offs in our sport that call themselves trainers, though, John. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. What are we doing? Yeah. 
What are we doing? Jerk off. Right? <laughs> so that's all. Uh, but, you know, I wanna, we're going to talk to you later about training and, and different things and working with the team and everything else. And, and actually, I joke about LaRocco. He's actually really funny when you get to know him. He, he's a funny dude. Yes, he he's a good um, guy. He puts on his outer outer face. Uh, um, <laughs> but I want to talk to you about your leg, re- your recovery from your leg. You're getting back. I want to talk to you about your ridgeline and, uh, and much more. Uh, on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com, KTMPartsExpress.com. You got a KTM. Use the code Pulpamex. Uh, go to ktmpartsexpress.com. 35 years of experience. They uh, give you a discount if you punch in that code. The number one source, online source, for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Their warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, people. Or if you have a Husky, you can also uh, use ktmpartsexpress.com. We thank those guys for uh, for coming on. Use their code SPONSORDEALS on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, we're going to talk motocross donations. We're going to talk Glenn Helen. Uh, uh, MXDM being canceled, but first let's get to Kyle. He's been on hold for a while. Kyle, what's up, man? How are you? I've got a question for you okay. about uh, the Outdoor Nationals outside sponsorship. Yes. Okay. Uh, I went to Crawfordsville and I bought uh, the official shirt, and I noticed on the gear, uh, the bag they put the shirts and stuff in, there was a NRA symbol. So obviously they're sponsoring the series to some point. NRA? Yeah, National Rifle Association. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlton Heston, bro. Yeah. Pry the gun so, from my cold, dead hands. Absolutely. I don't know anything about that. I, I've i never seen that. Travis, have you ever seen that? Christian, have you ever seen that? No. Nope. No, I, I didn't even know that. Was that maybe just a one-race deal for for Indiana? I don't know. I just was – I the bag fell underneath my truck seat, and I was cleaning <laughs> out my truck, and I saw that symbol. Yeah. I was like, whoa, something happened. You know, every race uh, has some individual sponsors. They're, you know, they have the series sponsors. And I think if you want to get an individual sponsor that doesn't conflict with a series sponsor, you're welcome to do that. So I think Indiana probably just did that for their race because I've never seen that. But um, if anybody does, tweet me or text me or whatever, so. Okay, and you were also uh, hating on St. Louis Supercross a couple of shows ago. What were you so hard on St. Louis and Indiana area for? What was I saying? I don't remember. Uh, just about how you hated coming to that venue, the area. I just didn't know uh, at that um, week or why you're down on the area so hard. No, I, well, first of all, the Rams never should have left. Okay, the Cronky, that's a nice dome. Cronky could have made it work with everybody. Uh, it sucks for the city of St. Louis to lose the Rams. I want to say that first. Second of all, I've never... Um, it's just cold when we're there, you know. It's kind of one of those races, the not the fun race to go to, John. Like if Indy's the same way, it's not a fun race to go to, you know. That's all. I don't think there's anything particular about St. Louis other than it's cold usually. All right. Well, that's all I had. Appreciate all right. it. All right, Kyle. Thanks. All right, Kyle. Great radio. Um, coming up with Jason Thomas, talk about across the nations, my travel buddy, uh, this weekend, uh, Christian, how is the leg? How's the recovery? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, it's good. I'm riding. I've been riding for a while now. Um, it's been a, a tough process. One of the toughest injuries I've had and I've broken a lot of bones. So, mm-hmm. um, still, I mean, it still bugs me here and there and it gets sore at the end of the days of riding, but, uh, I'm pretty much back to normal now and, and just put in the time. So, so will you, if you wanted to, would you could you ride west? Like, you, are you on schedule to ride west? It's not nothing's gonna. Yeah, keep yeah, you, yeah, I okay. want to. So right. that's the plan is to stay west. Right. And, um, yeah. What'd you get for a number next year? Forty-eight. Oh, we like that number. I lost ten spots not yeah. doing outdoors. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you heard, well, you did. Uh, you did three motos or two and a half motos. Two, 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 two and a half motos. Yeah. So yeah. I only scored points in two motos. But, right. Right. Um, I was surprised I even got that high of a number just yeah. doing supercross. I know how how uh, proud you are. I mean, like. 
how much you love that they score 250 points. So um, let's just talk it's about that. It's the dumbest rule in the sport, without a doubt. No offense to you and your buddies in 250 class. You guys are great riders. But to say that a 10th place in St. Louis, in Kyle's hometown, <laughs> is worth the same as a 10th place in the 40 main event is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's idiotic. Yeah, yeah. but If they want to give you guys half points, yeah. I'd be all right with that. I probably would have been with like a number ninety-five or something if they didn't score that. So well, whatever. Let's so, keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who was responsible for changing? I that. know. You, yeah, you I know, know him well. I know. Yep. We don't have to bring up his name. So him and I have argued about this quite a bit. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, hey, good for you to do it. Well, you got and you know what? Uh, you can run in, in uh, memory of Wilbur Hahn. He's not dead, but you can still run forty-eight in yeah, memory of Wilbur yeah. Hahn. <laughs> and uh, Don Maeda. Oh yeah, Maeda. Yeah, he's that's a good right. buddy of mine. Swap, so, yeah. yeah. So we're we're twins now. With the swap number. runs it because of Ross, right? I think so. Yeah, Ross was always forty-eight, yeah. so he, he ran he ran forty-eight because of that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it should be interesting to see Supercross next year. Of course, Bowers is going to be one of your main competitors if he's on your coast. I think he doesn't have a ride, but uh, he was in here and really so like. Coop was great last year, and he really attributed the off-season races to why he got up to a good start. And I want to say, like, you or somebody said, like, man, they really got the jump. Savachi. No, Savachi told me that. He's like, he really got a jump on us. Like, I felt like I was just getting into it, and Coop was ready to go. So, uh, with knowing that, you're going to do Lil? Yeah. Uh, confirmed else? for that. Yep. Yeah, I signed the contract last week on that. So, it'll be my first time ever going to that race. I'm excited. Yep. I want to do more. Yeah. Um, it's just got to be. It's got to fit in the schedule yeah. and not mess with my offseason How, training. How's the the rock and everybody with you doing that kind of? They're fine. Like they're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I won't spend a lot of time on the 450. So uh, I'll spend like a week before, bur- whatever you call. Uh, it. What is it, Lil? Lil. Okay. Well, bur- yeah, Bercy is now called Lil. I call whatever. it Bercy That's still, fine. but yeah, I won't spend much time, and it'll just be a two day race, and yeah. come home and get back on the 250. Right. Okay. I was gonna say you're gonna ride 450 there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just a stock 450. Bring your parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, that should be interesting. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll be there. I'm looking like it, anyways. So um, hey, so let's talk some motocross donations uh, with Fly Racing own Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Uh, I'm jet lagged a little bit. Dude, I'm good otherwise. I'm good. Well, I, yeah, I got up at five a.m. and went to work. Oh I'm yeah, okay. Probably a little more tired than you. But that's all right. Uh, what time did you go to bed last night? I was eight thirty. I was out. Uh, ten. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, Christian Craig's in studio, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. So. How's it going, I did, JT? Yeah, read that. Uh, uh, hey, so let's. I want to really talk motocross to nations. Um, um, JT, you're angry again. You were mumbling. You were angrier on Saturday than you were on Sunday. Team America, 15th place. They almost made. Dude, they missed the B main by what? Eight spots? Not that many spots. That's all they take? Is what? No, they take 18 or something. Okay. Uh, I mean, we beat Canada soundly. Okay, yes. I, hopefully that's not your goal. Um, but on the level of anger, JT, where does where does Italy fit in into the four in a row that you've been at that they've lost? Uh, Saturday, I was Saturday was up there. Um, Sunday for different reasons. I just felt we it, it was more like heartbreak on on Sunday than anger. Um, I was more angry at just the circumstance. I wasn't really angry that, you know, that we lost. Cause mm-hmm. I felt like we could have won and, and they rode well enough to win. It just, just, you know, things went sideways, like really, really poorly. Um, you know, the Anderson thing was such a freak deal. It's hard to be mad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday I was genuinely mad though. Cause I felt like they rode poorly. I didn't think they, they rode well. And I think they got good starts. I didn't think, you know, they crashed. They did all kinds of things that they are better than 
Um, but Sunday, I thought they they brought it. I mean, they mm-hmm. turned everything around. They overcame bad starting positions, and I think if uh, the Anderson thing doesn't happen, I think they win pretty easily in the third round. So um, yeah, I wasn't as mad as mad as a, as Saturday by any means. We figured out that Anderson. So let's say Cooper still falls, gets a tenth, falls with a lap and a half to go. Anderson would have had to get seventh or better because he would have beat Paul in. Right? Is that what we figured out? Seventh yep. or better, Anderson, to for USA to win. And after dominating Moto Two, who doesn't think he would be seventh or better? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I I would think. Yeah. It's a pretty good chance of that and happening. On top, on top of that, on top of that, I really don't think Cooper crashes because I think he was. I think he was a ball of nerves the last few laps there mm-hmm. because everything was riding on him. Right. He had no backup. You know, every every single thing depended on him. And, and I'm sure he thought he had to be Febra, or he may not have known. And if if he lets Febra by there and loses because of that, how's he ever going to live with that either? You know. So yeah. um, I think it changed changed everything as far as how he was riding and why he fell. Christian, what do you think? Like when you saw um, him fall, what do you think of that crash? Cooper? Yeah. What? What? Well, leading up to it, I mean, I saw it coming. You know, I mean, just the way he was riding, uh-huh. I was hoping. I just saw a lot of because mistakes. Because what Benoit's putting pressure on him? Yeah. yeah. Benoit. Yeah. Benoit. Or, no. <laughs> you, got, you like Benoit too much. <laughs> Benoit, now. Come on, Benoit was incredible. Uh, uh, well, JT was calling Benoit good, good for the French team with Benoit, so I wasn't very happy about that. Uh, Fabra was okay. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once I saw that Strybos passed him and pretty much dropped him, it I could tell this something wasn't right with Cooper. That's not Cooper. Cooper just doesn't let someone go by and yeah. drop like get dropped. Yeah, he, he fights for it and comes back. So. Um, yeah, I mean those last couple laps, it went to commercial, unfortunately. And when I when we came back, it showed Febro crossing the finish line in front of Cooper. What? Yeah, they went to commercial. Yeah, they yep. didn't show it. They didn't even show it. Yeah, they didn't show it at all. I just saw it on the computer, and oh I was like, God. "What happened?" So I went on Twitter, <laughs> and I saw that he went down. And right there, I'm like, "No." But there there yeah. is questions about whether Team USA let him know that. Like, but here's the thing, JT. Okay, so what if they say, "Hey, you don't need Febro. Like, uh, stay. Like, I don't know how you communicate that. Let him buy whatever you want." But then, if Feber gets Searle, which he did, yep, then the USA and loses. Paul gets, and Paul N gets Boutron, yeah. which he did on which the last he did. lap. And Paul yeah, fastest won, lap right. of the race was his very last lap, so props to him. Um, yeah, but, but, I, I don't buy that. Here we go. I don't buy that. It was. His, it was. His other laps were terrible. Well, okay, whatever the case was, his fastest lap was his last lap. So Okay, I, okay. I, mean, I, I know uh, what you're getting at getting with that, up, but, man, JT's he angry. did not ride a good okay. race. Uh, he did yes. not a good race. He did not ride as well as we've seen him, absolutely. Um, so, you know, like, so if you tell Cooper, and I don't know if the USA team did this, but, I mean, when I was on the USA team, that was a long time ago, but we, we talked about all that kind of stuff, like, you know, need this guy, need him, need him, you know, don't need him, whatever. But... Yeah, if you let Fabra buy, he's hauling ass. Maybe he gets Searle and you lose anyways. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, or he maybe Webb he gets Searle. Yeah, he could have got him behind Febra. I don't know, but I guess yeah. in a time like that, you don't know what's going through someone's mind, all that pressure. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I'm, it's easy to say, like, oh, Cooper choked, but think of all the pressure and all the, the stuff that was on, on him. So He knew there was no Anderson. Yeah. You know, he knows it, it's ch- like, it changed everything when Anderson went out. It everything did. changed. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I um, mean, it was stressful watching that last moto, but uh, it, yeah, it it's gonna be one of those things that people are gonna talk about. Like, it literally went from the Dutch for 15 minutes, the USA had two point lead, had a one point lead, then a two point lead, then uh, Dutch was gonna win it again after Cooper's fall, and then uh, Febra passes Searle, and France wins it for the third year in a row. 
And Chase Stallo from RacerX told me that since they've gone to this new system, France's score, winning score, was the highest of a winning country ever had. That kind of shows you what the race was about. It was chaos, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's usually um, way lower, isn't it? Like last year or two years? Yeah, it's well. Last year was uh, sixteen to eighteen, yeah. and then the next team had fifty-four. Yeah, so it was yeah. you know it was it was ridiculous. Um, let me ask you this, JT the uh, the USA like with with where was I going with this? I lost my train of thought. Great radio. Oh, I know. Um, the track. I think it was hard to pass on. Um, no, that's it. That's there's no doubt about that. Okay, but sure. and I could think, and I love Kevin Benoit again, but. Feber was all over him and couldn't get by him. And now that's Benoit rode great, but let's face it, Feber's a better rider. And then, um, but then I talked to Tommy Searle, and I'm like, hey, the track looks tough to pass on. He's like, no, I don't know. It seems all right to me. So what did yeah, you think? I think, okay. I think his view may be a bit skewed because he was dead last in the first race. Yes. And he was passing guys that are. He was passing up. You know, yeah, they're, I mean, they're nowhere near as good right. as him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you can pass. If, if you're that much better than guys, right? I think so. But if you're trying to pass guys that are anywhere close to the same level as you, that's a different story. And his second moto, he got a very good start and was at the front, so he didn't really have to pass. Um, and he's entitled to his own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching all weekend, every qualification, every moto, all kinds of different battles, it, it looked very difficult to pass. What did you think, Christian? Yeah, it did look tough to pass. And all those hills, you get to the bottom and you got to go right back up. Is If you didn't rail the outside wall you lose all your momentum going up and you try to tuck inside and keep that inside momentum going. You lose it going up the hill and you mm-hmm. get passed around the outside. So, um, there was some passing lines, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this is generally tough, speaking. Yeah. Tough track. It is, yeah. but the track looked really good for racing. Like it just, how rough it was. Yeah. And it, it really brought out like the good riders. So JT, again, where does this rank on your list? Like Latvia, Germany, you weren't at Lommel, um, um, France last year. Or does this rank on it your was, level it was of anger? Different. It was different. I, I wasn't as angry because it was more, like I said, it was more heartbreak. Um, right, right. The anger comes in. The, the anger comes in when the guys don't ride well, <laughs> and then I have yes, to deal does. with right. the European riders and media basically claiming that our riders suck. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's that is not how they rode all year. I watch them ride every race. You know, I watch these guys ride yeah, for right. years, and years, and then I watch them perform at say Latvia. And it's a shell of what they normally are. I mean, Dunge has not been not yeah, been it's, very it's, good three years in a row. It's not even close, right. you know. And if they want to argue that, then go look at the results from Glen Helen this year. You know, I I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, that's that's what we see from these guys. And then when you put in a performance like that, it just gives all these guys ammunition to say that how much better mm-hmm. MXGP level is. And I and I don't believe that. I'm not saying that the USA level is higher either. But if they want to say how much better the MXGP level is based off of past designations performances, then I, I object to it. I really do. Do you think this is the last year that you get like a Tomac and Dungy or, you know, the top guys that we should have been going there back out? Because, like, this is I how mean, many years in a row now? Three? I mean. It's I, like now we got to go get a win. So dude, I give we got to go. You have to go. I give Dungy. I would have said yes. Yeah, I would have said yes until they just moved it away from Glen Helen again. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Today was the news about that. Glen Helen. Uh, they said they weren't sure where they were going to hold it. Then they held a press conference saying Glen Helen is the race. That was a month ago, and a month and a half ago, and then they took it away today, citing poor attendance figures. It, what a joke! What a clown show! Um, 
It should be at Glen Helen. If you told Glen Helen you had a press conference, you'd, you'd assume before you had a press conference, JT, all the all the facts and figures and how much money and all that would be worked out. Yes? JT? Yes? Sorry, I missed the question. Oh. You'd figure if you had a press conference, you'd have everything worked out as far as money, right. everything else. So. Yep. Uh, but instead, you just take it away. You just take your take the race away. What a joke. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can understand Glenn Helen's reservations because I, I think that the story I was told is that he basically gave up the option to do it. He didn't want to do it. Um, I think there was there were concerns about attendance and you know how much money they were going to lose on the event. Um, yeah, I get that. But Ustream could move their figure to make it work for Glenn Helen. If you want to, yeah. If you want to have it in, I think if they wanted to, I I think also I think Giuseppe was concerned about attendance as well. Um, You know, it's it's they're in this business to make money. You know, I I I think that that gets overlooked at times, but this is a this is a business. So um, I think there's a chance that Charlotte still gets it, but I'm hearing more likely that it's going to be back at Matterway Basin in England. So, but but JT, the the attendance at at Buds and, and Colorado was great. I thought fine. Buds was Buds was better than Colorado, but Colorado was good. No problem there. I think Charlotte would be very well attended. Very, very yeah, well yeah, attended. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it would be. A, I think if if they decided to go with Charlotte, I think it would yeah. be a huge success for right. everyone. Right. Um, oh. I don't know if that's even in the cards. I've heard it is, but we'll see. I guess. Uh, staying with uh, the Disney Nations, though, um, and if anybody knows Cooper Webb, Christian, it's you. You raced against the guy all the time. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't. The, he wasn't the same guy. No. Um. You know, people told me on Twitter, and and I thought I thought the bike wasn't working that well, and I semi agree with them. Except, I don't think the USA Riders bikes work good any year. They aren't. They're 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 stiffer. I think the USA outdoor tracks are watered and prepped better. The 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 guys basically leave the track alone in Europe. I mean, JT, there was a bobcat out there smoothing some things out, but not much. Not much was going on really, right? Um, well, I think I think it's I think it comes down to the surface. We we never race on anything no. as hard pack as that all year. And the harder pack you go, the softer and the more plush you need to go on your settings. And we don't have, you know, well, I don't say we, but the riders now don't have as much experience with that. And the team, the teams don't generally go that soft anymore because of the surfaces we race on. So right. I think for a guy like Cooper to go to a softer setting like that, he's not going to be comfortable. He doesn't he doesn't test on anything like that. He doesn't ride on anything like that. So. I think he's going to be hesitant or basically just tell them, no, this is how I like it, and I'm going to ride it. Uh, but I think on a track that that hard pack like Majora was, you could see how, how soft like Febra's bike was and how much, you know, how, much hand, how much better it handled in the choppy stuff. And I think yeah. that's been a recurring theme. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's, every year. It's not going to change. Yeah, it's not going to change. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is if these guys need to – change the way they approach it or test on different tracks and normal bleeding up to it. But I mean, ah. it's very obvious, you know, that I had probably 50 tweets about Cooper's bike specifically. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's very they're, simple they're, to figure out if you've gone to this race more than once. They're all that way. And I've heard behind the scenes that Dunge has been testing, tested himself into oblivion at this nation's on the Thursday, on the, on the Saturday, on the Sunday, just everything they can do because the bike's not working. Cause the, yeah, the surface is harder. But that, it's, you know. that should have been done. That should have been done weeks and months prior though. Well, that, that's right. part of the problem. As you said it right there is he's testing himself into oblivion on a race day. Yeah. Know, yeah. I, I don't personally believe you can do that and be, be prepared. You know, that, that has to be a workout prior. There's serious shit going on with those guys. I believe it, Tony. 
Um, hey, let's talk Jason Anderson. Okay, so I don't know where to start. Was his heroic ride? I mean, JT, if you had told me on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night when we were, we were in A-Stars sipping cappuccinos, by the way, thanks to A-Stars for the hospitality all weekend. It's second to none. Would you agree? As a new uh, member of the A-Stars uh, team. We can say that? Alpine. We can say that? Uh, I don't know if we can or not, but whatever. I okay. will be more involved in, with Alpine Stars than I've ever been here soon. Um, so that, yeah, they do it right. Phenomenal. I mean, I've been a benefactor of that way before I ever had anything to do with Alpine Stars. Oh, yeah. And it is second to none as far as hospitality at an event. So I mean, thanks, thanks to those jerkies. Phenomenal. Yeah. So as we were sipping cappuccinos Saturday night, JT, if you had said, hey, Steve, Anderson's going to uh, hole shot and win the uh, his first moto tomorrow. I would have said, uh, nope, and let's 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 bet let's bet our house on it, our houses on it, because uh, no way would I have thought that. No way. Um, but he did. He wrote terrific. He wrote like he did. He wrote like a goddamn American yeah. hero. That's what he did. He got the whole shot, which uh, you know I I watched him take off from from his starting spot. He had a straight shot at the first turn, so I knew if he got a good jump, he would be at near the front. And when he got the whole shot, I, I watched him, and he was there was no hesitation. He went right away. His first lap was two seconds better than, I believe, Tonus was in second. And he, he did a 153 the first lap, and Tonus was 155. And I said, if he gets a gap here with nobody like Hurlings or, um, you know, any of those mm-hmm. level of guys, February, anybody, I, you know, I don't remember who exactly was in that. I don't think Tony or February were in that, but it was – basically hurlings and, and there were a few other guys um, back there that could cause a problem. If none of those guys get to him, make him nervous and change his approach, he could be out of here. I mean, cause Tonus, I don't think he fears Tonus in the least. No. And no. he basically did that. He got a pretty good lead and then hurlings found his groove and started coming for him. But I, I would agree with you. I, there's no possible way I, I saw that coming from Anderson, especially with the broken foot. Yeah. He has a and, broken metatarsal. He broke his metatarsal in the first turn crash on Saturday. Yeah, you want to talk about a guy that was everybody was doubting and doubting the choice and wondering how he would perform and all that stuff. I mean, he answered the bell. There is absolutely nothing you can say about his performance in that moto other than spectacular. Christian, what do you think? I think he's automatic fill in for next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, going to be just for the for what happened. You know, it's like you got to go back and finish it. But no, um, he rode awesome. Yeah. That was the. That was a, a awesome. He race. was like attacking the just track. Watching, he was whipping yeah. it. He was ha- like he was whipping it sideways over some of those hills. It was yep. just and he wasn't looking back. And he knew Hurlings was there, but yeah. he wasn't moving lines. wasn't doing anything. No, yeah. And once Hurlings went down, I'm like it's over. He won. Yeah. You know. So uh, I mean, Hurlings probably was a bit yeah. faster, but hey, no, whatever. He you still got to pass the dude. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, if Hurlings didn't fall, he might have got him. Who yeah. knows? Because yeah. Jason is really aggressive. Like maybe he would have took him high in a corner or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. It, that was the best race of the weekend for sure. And and uh, he made America proud on, on that race for sure. Okay, so the finish line thing. Um, he got landed on by a Japanese rider. Do we know who, like, what was yeah, the guy's name? Yeah, I, I had the name. Natsuka. Natsuka, Natsuka. It wasn't yeah. Narita. No, no, it was not okay. Narita. He was, he was the MX2 guy that, that, uh, that landed on him. Um, honestly, I think Anderson's got to take some of the blame on this. I really do. I said that on Twitter. People blew me out on it. Um, Look, the, the, the Natsuda did not get a last lap flag. He got a two-lap-to-go flag. Um, I watched the third race after it was over. I was up in the Fox uh, hospitality area up there. And I watched the, 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 the guys come over the line. And 
90 to 95 percent of them jumps Jumped the finish. It. Yeah, just with the checkers going. Checkers just the going. Momentum you have from that shot. Yeah, you're, you're hauling ass. Yeah. You're, you're hauling ass. Yeah. Now, Anderson had passed Natsuda and lapped him, put him down, but he's got to share some blame in this, Christian, right? I don't know. Really? I, I don't know. He looked. He did look back. I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't see him. But uh, he looked back right before he went over the lip. I'm not sure. It's more Nasuda's fault. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Anderson is not blame pie. We have this thing called the blame pie in the Pulp Mech Show. I don't. Anderson does not get more of it. Natsuda does. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you, do you see any for Anderson, though? You're looking at me like, no. I, no, I don't think so. Like, wow. Just think okay. you just want a moto. Like, yeah, but. Like when Malcolm Stewart won Oakland two years ago or whatever, he rolled the finish. He didn't get landed on. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you got to. You can roll the finish when you win a moto and yes, put your hand you up. Yes, you can. Know? Absolutely. No, you can. And All right. He was clear of whoever was in second. It's not like he was racing anybody. And man, I don't see that. I don't. I don't see any blame on him. He was just in. A, and he's in. A, you know, he just won a moto and he just crossed his mechanics area and they're all pumped and he's just like, all right, let's finish it out. JT, I would lean a little bit more towards Steve. Um, I don't. I don't want to say blame, but. I don't think that blame by in that, you know, I don't think it's wise to, I don't he didn't stop, but it was damn close. You know, with your hands off going uphill. I mean, you're, you're not moving really. And man, I hate to put blame on him because I, I, he did such an awesome job, but at the same time I had texts from other riders texting me going, what was he thinking? doing rolling in the middle of the track with his hands off and, you know, like in the main line. So I, I'm, I'm not as hardcore as some of the people I've, I've talked to that said he had to, you know, he can't do that, but man, it's, it's tough. I think that the Japanese guy should have been more aware. Mm-hmm. You've got to know what's around you. What's who's in front of you. I mean, there could have been mechanics running on the track. There could have been people running on the track. Like there was in the final moto. Yeah. There were people running across yeah. the track. Benoit, Benoit yeah. just about killed somebody. Did anybody get hit actually? Right. No, I don't think no, so. Benoit, Benoit, okay. Benoit. I thought it was people just got hit for sure. But, um, yeah, so there, I think you've got to be aware if you're the Japanese guy and, and it, that comes back to an experience, which we've, me and you have talked about a little bit where these, this, this race is a, an interesting one because there are so many different levels of experience all jumbled together in the one, one race and guys that are from very obscure countries, not, not that Japan is obscure, but there are guys like from Lithuania or even the Puerto Rican, you know, Puerto Rico usually has a guy that's very inexperienced on their team. Um, and some of these guys sneak into the race and then they're out there with guys like Jason Anderson or, whoever over the years and some of these, I, I think that could be attributed to some of the weird things we see go on. Um, so I, I do think a little bit should be shared between them, but I would definitely, definitely lean more towards uh, Natsuka than, than Jason. That, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. It's 75, 25 blame pie. You know what? I think, I honestly think too, I was thinking about this today as I was writing and had the jump been flat, if it was a flat tabletop, and basically not an uphill, you know, landing. Mm-hmm. There was a big mound you kind of had to clear. When he rolled up that, that killed all of his momentum with his hands off the bars, and it basically brought him to a stop. Yes. If it had been flat and he had jumped, he'd have been out of the way. It wouldn't have taken him so long to get out of the way. My- but I think the track was a, was a, a part of the equation, too, because his momentum was 
completely killed when he took his hands off the bars going uphill over the landing. So um, I think had it been a double jump, it changes everything. Had it been a flat tabletop, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. But being just that exact obstacle opened the door for, you know, that chance, and and we saw what happened. I honestly, I'm I'm not kidding you, I was watching him come at the finish line. My first, for a split second, I was like, what happened? Because he slowed so dramatically and grabbed his brakes, his front end dove. He barely got up the face. Like, that wasn't even a normal... I'm going to roll the finish line because I'm a bad dude. You know what I mean? Like, he went really slow. Very, very slow. But, again, yeah. what a ride. And I hate to... He still won. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a bad dude. That was an Cross awesome ride. Finish. It was a great ride. Yeah. And uh, with a broken foot. I don't know. A metatarsal that's on top of your foot? Yeah. It's a little bone on top? Yeah. Trainer John, what is the metatarsal? <laughs> is that what, what are we doing with that, John? Uh, yeah, top of the foot. He's not a doctor. Come on. Okay, all right. Thanks, John. We'll get back to you. Um, that's that's gnarly. He froze it, I would guess, right? Froze it, and there you go. You think you got one of those shots that Asher can give yeah. you? Whatever yeah. That thing he is was about. limping around pretty good before the – I was standing, like, above him right over his gate, and he was limping pretty good trying to fix his gate because, you know, the, the mechanics can't fix the gate. That would right. be the rider. Right. So he I, was kicking around. You could see him only using one foot and – and he wasn't feeling all that great. I uh, I talked to a guy in Team USA, and they said that he was maybe gonna, maybe going to race. They had he was talking, he was clear, he was conscious, he was talking about the race, and they said, uh, "How's your foot?" And then Jason apparently said, "What's wrong with my foot?" And they said, "All right, you're done. That's it. You you got to go checked out." So. That's what I had heard. Maybe from, he was just from... playing like like dumb, like uh, nothing happened to my foot. <laughs> then he was like, "No, no, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm <laughs> it's really broke. Sorry. It's broke." <laughs> right, right. So, um, all right, okay. Let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, I'm Paul... going to fight, by the way. Almost, I I didn't even tell you about that. I what? was going to fight uh, right when that was all going down because some jackass in an Italian like shirt was clamoring to get near him with his cell phone to take pictures of him. And I was letting this dude have it on the side of the track. Yeah. He was trying to get like off the skybox. Okay. Yeah. On, yeah. Down to him just so he could video him with his cell phone. Oh, and in the state I was in, that was a very poor choice of actions by him. At that moment, I was very, uh, let's say blunt, with how I felt about him, mm. um, yeah, we had a little, we had a little back and forth. Oh, pretty interesting. Got got pretty heated. I felt like I was a shoe in to take him. Um, <laughs> probably would have got kicked out of the facility, but that's all right. Did he have I, his I, collars I popped? Did he have his collars popped? Because a lot of dudes have their collars popped in Italy. Uh, I don't think I don't think he had collars. Okay, but I was ready to pop his collar. So this guy, <laughs> and then you almost got in a fight with MX Jeff. No, that that was not near it. We did not almost get in a fight. We definitely had a heated exchange, though. That's uh, for sure. JT's playing the ugly American in Italy. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no. The, the, the Jeff thing was unprovoked. The dude with the camera, I provoked it, but I was very, very. It was just so like classless. Yeah. Like he didn't give a crap about whether Anderson was okay or not. All right, he right. wanted was a cool Instagram video, you know, and I just did not. Um, I was not in the mood for that. Speaking of the Anderson thing, JT, I got an email today uh, from Scott. Uh, is it in regards to Jason Goggles? Anderson? Goggles? Nope. In 2000, JT was down here racing a Supercross. 
Shane and Daryl King had finished a heat first and second with JT a few seconds back in third. The track had a small tabletop as a finish line, followed by a decent-sized triple after. Daryl and Shane had stopped on the landing of the triple to shake hands. JT tripled after the finish and landed on them both, bending the hell <laughs> yeah, out I of... I told you about that. No, I know. Bending <laughs> the hell out of our only two Husqvarna CR250s in the country. Uh, the same story as Anderson, who should not who should not have almost stopped on the blind landing of a jump. I don't think JT was at fault at all back then, nor the Japanese rider on Sunday. They could not see the landing and no yellows out. So you've landed on yeah, that. You almost took out the I King did. brothers. I did. Uh, so basically the backstory on that, um, I was in third place and those two had won, but they were, I don't, I don't know if I got a bad start. I don't know what had happened, but I know they were obviously quite a bit ways ahead of me. So they went one, two, and I was battling for third, and I had a guy right behind me. Well, the finish line was the takeoff of the triple. So I couldn't roll it. I mean, I, I literally, I mean, I had a guy all over me. Um, so checkered flag, I jumped just like the guy behind me did. And in the air, I just remember thinking, oh, shit. <laughs> because I, these two were shaking their hand, shaking yeah, yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, And just, I mean, just right into them. Like, uh, I mean, like. Death from above. It uh, was really bad. Christian, you ever done that or seen it? What? Finish line landing? Uh, I've landed on someone before. But, yeah? But that was just practice track, so nothing too Yeah, but bad. not after the finish of a race. Like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So. I landed on an 80 rider at Baja Acres. Oof. Yeah, he shouldn't have been out there. Yeah, that's the I thought thing King was going to beat my ass. I really did. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big boy. Shane King could beat your ass. Absolutely. Shane, Shane wasn't mad. Daryl oh. was pissed. And he's he's very large individual himself. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to explain to them, like, I am sorry. Like, I was racing for well, third, and I didn't know you were going to be sitting on the finish line. Uh, Scott, no Scott, the emailer, was there and does not blame you. He so, was. I, I know, Scott. Um, I hung out with him on that trip. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone lines here. Alex Martin coming up on the Pulp Mech Show. Christian Craig, Geico Honda, in studio. We're going to give away a set of your gear, too. Yeah. Yeah, while yeah. JT's on the line, he's probably very happy about that. So, <laughs> um, All right, Kyle, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, just uh, wanted to ask JT how loud you were screaming when Cavan's uh, running second there in that first moto. I was not screaming. I was pretty calm, but I did say to JT, how about Benoit, like three times? Yeah, I don't believe he that. He was the second best French rider there, I think. <laughs> hey, for real. Him, him and Paul Lynn were pretty close. Benoit was fast. He was good. Come on, he JT. Absolutely. No, I, I, that is, I'm not. I mean, how is that a negative? No, I'm no. I'm just trying to get you to admit that he was really good. So he was really good uh, all weekend. Yeah, the only, the only real thing right. I was bummed on him all weekend. All right, Kyle. I don't know what's going on, Kyle, with your web. fucking reverse light going Working on. Construction still. Yeah, so yeah, Kyle, get off the construction site, Kyle. Um, all right, let's go to Gerald here. Gerald, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, how many? Is there any idea on a, the actual attendance from Glen Helen and Charlotte? You mean like numbers? Yeah. They said there was 27,000 at Glen Helen. Yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, what's the normal numbers at like just a regular GP? Mm, yeah, I don't know because I, I I just read there the There are pre- no real numbers. Yeah, there are there no are real numbers. the numbers that are put out in the press. <laughs> yes. 20, hey, how about uh, 27,000 people at the, at the USGP and when Bud Felcomp turns in his tax returns – and IRS decides to take a look at them. They're like, where's this $27,000, uh, uh, 27,000 people worth of entries, bud? And he goes, well, there wasn't there. And they go, well, it says right here there was. So, 
<laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a few different numbers in every series that are handed in. There are the numbers that are handed in for taxes, which are probably pretty accurate, mm-hmm. and there are numbers that are built for press packets, which are highly inflated. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't really know, um, uh, uh, well, Gerald. My so. point being is a lot of these GPS take place in a lot of smaller countries, so I couldn't imagine attendance at the GPS being hardly anything at all, considering they barely fill a gate anyways. Um, but but the big difference is that these countries have appropriations from the government to help fund these events. That's a big part of the equation. So yeah. a race like Kegums in Latvia, like the uh, Motocross Nations in Latvia, or a race like Thailand, the governments are funding these things. You know, that's yeah. where the money comes from. So unless the state of California wants to help you know, but fell camp, it's just a completely different situation. But uh, what I'm really getting to, though, is why doesn't America boycott this since they're getting out of Glen Helen? Mm. Just on the main point of who's going to go if America doesn't show up because then eh, everybody. They'd still have a lot of people there without in, in Europe at the Motocross Nations without Team USA, but there's no doubt Team USA are the stars. They are, but everybody would still go. Yeah, 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 for sure. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. No, I think so. Yep. Well, what was the deal in, uh, I know they didn't go because of 9-11 or whatever. Uh, what, what What was all the, what happened there? Because I was young. Uh, I know. They just didn't go. Yeah, they were just freaked out about getting on planes. Yeah, it was right after 9-11. It was in September. So, so um, uh, yeah. I honestly, I, I mean, I, I put it out today on Twitter, like, there's a lot of money being made in across the nations, and Team USA are the stars. Team USA are selling tickets. I'm Canadian, people, so don't you know? Don't accuse me of being you know Captain America here. But Team USA sells tickets. There's no doubt. And the, the paddock are full. People are, are crowded around Team USA all day long. Uh, they spend way more money than anybody else uh, to get there, um, and, and 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 they can cut back on that. It, it is. I got into it with DV on Twitter, and he he was right. The Team USA entourage is is a ton of people. They can cut back a little bit, but they should be getting more money to go. They sell tickets and they spend the most money. They got to come from the farthest I think, spot. I think France. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Um, I think France is is doing a great job, though. If you look at France's overall approach to motocross the nations it's impressive i mean they have and they got a whole hospitality yeah out. yeah yeah they have their own trucks they uh team france you know equipe de france de france uh that they're just for that team they have i mean they get they assemble practice and training you know mm-hmm. um weeks together so the team all gels i mean they they really really take it seriously and i'm not saying that's why they won but man yeah. they really put some effort into it and, and i don't know how many dollars are associated with that but it, it's a pretty serious effort yeah three in a row thanks gerald thanks for your call man thanks all right uh let's get to um brandon brandon what's up man hey man i just gotta call you out i'm an archive listener okay and uh did i say something what did i say something about christian craig sucking because i'm gonna deny it he's sitting right here in the studio no no okay uh like four shows ago when Weimer was in studio mm-hmm. or how, however many shows ago that was, yeah, yeah. Kyle Bentley called in and he was dogging on Glenn Helen and uh, like you jumped on the bandwagon with him, how it's a shit show, whatever. And then like a couple episodes later, RV's on 
and he's talking about how fast he would go at Glen Helen and how awesome of a national it is. And you're like, yeah, dude, it was so awesome. Blah, blah, the, blah. the track is awesome. It's an un- Don't make excuses, Mathis. Come uh, on. Can dude. you let me if talk? If you ever race the national at it, I would disagree. I, I don't. I don't love racing national. Well, I, shadows. No one's letting me finish. Stop interrupting. <laughs> uh, the track is awesome, except when Jody is maybe off his meds. Jody Weisel and designs it the way like Christian, your supercar section where you crashed at Glen yeah. Helen. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That shouldn't have been there. There should no. not be an uphill triple where you're hitting 70 miles per hour. No. There should not be that. No. But the, those hills can't be beat, Brandon, for a track. But the no, facility, no, I, the everywhere around it, sitting in the pits, all sucks. So, you know what's awesome okay. about Glen Helen? Mm. Leaving Driving it? You at about position. 8 a.m. <laughs> to 9 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> is pretty awesome. And then about, for about an hour, mm-hmm. and then it's done. And then it sucks. So take away Jody designing stupid obstacles and being an idiot take that away just glenn helen track is a really good track okay. brandon what what like with a with a different with different access infrastructure basically so the traffic yeah the traffic sucks the the sitting in the pit sucks uh it's hot as balls always and smoggy uh did i miss anything christian no he's spot on yeah yeah but um it is an epic track it's got some of the worst shadows of the series because of the hills i mean it's yeah. brutal i i yeah. I've, I would say it's probably the most scared I've ever been at a race was trying to go fast on a track where I couldn't see anything. And that's that's not well, Glen Helen's fault. I'm not yeah. blaming Bud Selkamp for that. I'm just saying that's the circumstances. I was I was at testing there last week, mm-hmm. and I went later in the day at like 4 or 5, and I went up Mount St. Helen right before I got to the top. There was a hole I couldn't see because of the shadow, and I seat bounced that thing. And I went over the top and... Oh, that's where, Bauer, that's where Bowers hit. Bowers no, but he hit. was coming oh, down, coming off. so I you couldn't see this hole, okay. yeah, and yeah. I seat bounced, and I swapped all the way up the top of the hill, and everybody was like, I thought you were down at the top, and I came coming back down. I didn't oh, fall, but dude. yeah, those shadows are dangerous. So, Brandon, are we clear, or, did, or am I still waffling we're for you? We're, we're, okay. we're good. No, I, uh, I stand corrected. Okay. Thanks, man. I, I understand now. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, flyracing.com's Jason Thomas uh, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. How are things at Fly, JT? Uh, Jose Boutron, Sean Simpson. Um, who else did I miss? Oh, you had an Italian guy? Rui Gonzalez. Rui Gonzalez, yeah. Uh, yeah, Michele Cervellin. Yeah, Fly Racing, uh, repping at the Destinations. Yeah, that's what we were, do. Were you mad that I was in the Fox Tower? Um, no, because I knew it was probably your only option. So. You gotta, yeah. When it comes to the viewing at this nations, you gotta get a vest. And even at the at Majoria, the viewing wasn't very well, wasn't very good. So you, um, um, so then we went pit lane, but that sucked. JT got a uh, JC, JT had a one on one meeting with Giuseppe. Wow, one on one. Yeah. And you were thinking I, he was gonna I, bring I me no up. Idea. You you thought he was gonna no bring me up, coming. didn't you? Yeah, I did. And I had no idea this was coming. So it was like I show up, I haven't showered, I'm jet lagged, I feel like a bum you know, walking through the pits because I've been on a plane for the past 24 hours. And uh, I, I speak with um, one of the press officers for MXGP, Sergio Marini, and he's, oh, you, you have a meeting with Giuseppe for, uh, from 4.30 to 5.30. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and right. Actually, no, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. It was good to get his perspective on a lot of things. And, mm-hmm. uh, there was you know, we talked a lot of business too, but I've never spoken with him before, so – you have your perceptions of what he's doing and decisions he's making. Um, and I'm sure there was some salesmanship on his side, you know, too. I would expect that. 
Uh, but it was it was interesting. I learned a lot, so it was uh, it was good. And he didn't mention me or Pulp MX or anything. He did, and that was the best part was that I was not associated. <laughs> you would have thrown me under the bus so bad. Um, I don't know that I would throw you under the bus, but I would have been very careful to make sure that your thoughts were not associated <laughs> with my thoughts. I do not. <laughs> subscribe to this man's right, theory. Right, right. I, it's like one of those Twitter handles where they say the, the opinions expressed here are my own. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Christian Craig from Geico Honda. We're going to break some news later on the show about you next year, Christian. Yeah. That's exciting. Our, our, listeners, our listeners They're will be excited. Like, yeah. This will be Very great. Excited. This will be great. If this works, <laughs> if this works and makes it to 2017, people are going to be very excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. so we'll have, talk- you, have you discussed why... Um, Christian's wife, Paige, has not brought you hot dogs at Supercross anymore? Yeah. Well, I feel because like a, I've been doing pretty I mean, decent results, so he can't really rip on me. Was that what she was doing? She was trying to feed I think so. Ida? Yeah, it was Because I was getting like 10th, 11th, yeah. and she didn't want like the <sighs> shit talking going on. So I mean, I think you're doing good. You quit the sport for a long time, so I mean, shit. Like, I quit it for a long time. I couldn't win a Supercross right now. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I think you're doing great. So... What you're saying is Giuseppe needs to bring you hot dogs, Mathis. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's do the NFAB question of the day. Let's do that right now. I got I got both of you jerkies here, and I got something very important to say. The NFAB question of the day. Alex Martin coming right up here, folks. Uh, Team USA member David Villeman later on tonight. Christian Craig in, JT on the line. NFAB, N-Fab.com. Proud sponsor of the Factory Yamaha effort at JGRMX. Although, we'll let you in some news later on about that. And the NFAB Ampro Yamaha race team, Jeep, Trucker, SUV parts, market-leading design and style from NFAB. They hand-build all their products at the 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas. Lots of things for your Jeep, truck, and SUV. N-Fab.com. Follow them on uh, social media as well. We thank those guys from NFAB for coming on. Here's a question for you. So, this kind of went more towards Glen Helen next year, but it, it still works. Um, Roger was asked in a press conference, like, do you think that, that Cooper Webb, seeing as how he had the ultimate disappointment this year, should be brought back next year no matter what to redeem himself? And... You know, this kind of works better for Glenn Helen because if it was at Glenn Helen, I think there's no doubt that Tomac and Dungey are all, got their hands up saying, I'm in. It's easy. It's in America. Blah, blah, blah. They'll be heroes. But it's not going to be in, in Glenn Helen now, so it's probably going to be in Europe. But, I mean, if you're DeCoster, I'll ask you first, Christian. If you're DeCoster, do you let those guys back on the team, quote, unquote? Or do you say, nah, yeah, Webb, you deserve it. You're, I'm going to give you another shot. You rode your balls off for me two years in a row. Anderson, you won a moto, you're undefeated, and you got landed on. Uh, you deserve it. And Alex Martin, yeah, we're bringing you back too. Uh, do you bring one, two, three, or do you completely, Christian, pick a new team on merit? Uh, I think you bring Cooper back for sure. Um, no matter what. Yeah, no yep. matter what. Yep. He has um, unfinished business for sure there, especially after this week. And he said it in his Instagram and, and all that. So I know he was disappointed and, and, uh, he felt like he let a lot of people down, but, um, you bring him back for sure. He's, uh, he's strong and he's fast and that just wasn't him. He was just a little off. So everybody has off days and, um, you know, I, I don't think that'll happen again. JT. Oh man. I think, uh, I think you bring the best team that wants to go. Uh, I think luckily for Cooper, 
No, no. Luckily for Cooper, he will probably be that guy. Uh, but I don't think – I think there's so much pressure on us after losing five years in a row. I don't think there are any guarantees about anybody going. I think we've got to take the best possible team that wants to go. So I think Cooper will qualify for that. But um, we need we need to win this thing. I, I really think we've had teams where um, we haven't had our be- – we haven't put our best foot forward at, at times, and we need to win. So – Cooper will be good. He'll be fine. And he obviously is very motivated for this race and probably will be even more motivated next year. And having seen the way, um, you know, Tomax had to handle this, I don't want to say he wants to handle it this way, but he's been forced to handle this. Mm-hmm. And Dungy's reluctance to go to this race, I think, you know, Cooper will be that guy they, that they choose to go again and, and is based on merit, too. So I think it's kills two birds with one stone. Based on merit, he will be the guy and he will be deserving of going again. All right, and I, uh, Alex Martin will not be going next year because I will be taking a spot in the MX2 class. Okay. Um, All right. So or breaking, if, breaking news. If you know there's someone better in the MX2, I will take MX3. Mm-hmm. I, I am go. pretty good on 450, but yep. I will be going. I'll put you on um, either bike. Yep. I'd, so I'd do that. Um, uh, yeah. Trainer John. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like Cooper just he always puts his hands up for these. Yeah, is it good? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at this, Thank Mike. You. Thank you, Christian. Um, I think he's always putting his hands up for the overseas races. And actually, Beebs, um, Christian's brother, I was talking to him, and he's like, you know, Cooper just doesn't like off season. So I feel like if he's motivated, mm-hmm. and obviously he'll probably be a top runner, I don't think it would be a bad decision. I don't think anybody would think it would be a bad decision. But obviously, yeah, bring your best team. Right. I agree. Marks in the corner, not working on the app anymore. Thank God, you're at least now you're paying attention. Taking a break. All right. Webb, I think, yeah, as, as long as he's still doing so well. So if Dungey and Tomac are 1-2 in the series, which very possibly could be, even though Coop Hall's ass it's a rookie next year, you tell Dunge and Tomac, Coop's got this. Yeah, I don't send Dunge. Really? Tomac? Dunge just doesn't seem, like, motivated Cooper. to go. Doesn't seem like he's ever really cared to be there. Dude, yes, he has. Sure, yeah. he has. He's 3-3 three and three in his he career. Won, he won three, yeah. I know, but... I think, I think if Dunge goes... Tits is so out of you right now. will tell That's you that okay. he wants to go. You know what I mean? Because he's already missed, what, two in a row now? Roger... So clearly, he's not scared to tell you he doesn't want to go. Roger is never not going to take his guy, either. Never. Well, if Dungey if Dungey wins the series, or if he is the Ryan Dungey we've seen, you have to take him if he's willing to go. I, I firmly believe that because okay. he knows after the performances he's turned in that he can't go there and, and ride half ass. I don't. I think that's why he hasn't gone because I think that's the effort he knows he would put forth, and he's not going to put that. He's not going to do that again because of all the backlash. So, so if he puts his hand up and says, yes, I'm, I want to do this. I think, I think he'll take it seriously. I think he would. So, so Dunge, I think his, his, own, uh, his own choice would tell you whether he's ready or not. Dunge, Tomac, Craig. Yep. That's it. Stamp it. 2017. All right, everybody. That's the NFAB question of the day brought to you by n-fab.com. Um, I, I, would ask- take Mike, I would take Mike Craig for MX3, <laughs> Christian Craig for MX3, like the Leox. Yeah. Like the Leox. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I got. I bet you. I, I guarantee know. you, Mike could still whip a bike like no other right now. Palm Avenue. Mike could get flat on any bike right now. Yeah, he could. I watched. Uh, <laughs> I watched the Montreal Supercross from 2000, like a week ago, 
And Mike and I went one, two. And yeah, it was good times. I almost blasted him on the last lap. And then when we were riding around after the checker flight, he thanked me for not blasting him on the last lap. Um, I want to ask too later if any of these losses come off, come down on Roger. There's a little bit of that out there. I don't subscribe to it. There's a little bit of like, hey, like a GM or a coach, shake up the team. We'll get to that. Uh, JT. I mean, yeah, he, he shook up the team pretty well this year. I mean, he had Amart, Jason Anderson, and Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, JT, thank you for coming on. We'll get you back on to do the uh, X-Brand tear-offs and the uh, BTO tweet at you. But, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for your analysis, and uh, we'll get you back on in a little bit. All right. Jason Thomas, everybody, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Hey, Christian Craig uh, tonight um, on the show. Um, he's brought to you by Vortex Racing. You didn't know that. He doesn't use Vortex, but Vortex. if he did, he'd probably be – Probably half a second quicker. Uh, VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer discount on a V3 performance chain, on a uh, V3 oil filter, on a V3 bar. The sprocket that Chad Reed, Cooper Webb will be using next year. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki guys used it this year. Uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki uses Vortex bars, sprockets, and chains to dominate arena cross. Uh, so Vortex Racing bringing you um, Christian Craig. Just like I said. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. And I can't tell you the discount he's going to give you because he didn't want me to because he gets in trouble. The discount is that fucking good, people, at Vortex Racing. Bringing you Christian Craig. All right, let's get to our next guest. He is a member of Team USA in Italy. He just got flew back in, uh, and we're uh, pleased and proud to bring you on the Pulp Mech Show. Alex Martin. Hey, Mart, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, hey, Steve. You know, just feeling about as good as you can after after being on the plane for 15 hours. I know. Huh? Thanks for doing this. Uh, that's, a, that's a nice effort by you. I like that. Yeah. No, that's really not too hard to pick up the phone and talk to you, Steve. Oh, thanks. You hear that, Christian? You hear that? Yeah. You know, he's, he's being nice. Yeah. Um, so a day later, how do you feel? How how's, What's the feeling like? I mean, I talked to you after the race, and... Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you were on the losing team, but uh, I thought you rode pretty well. Uh, but w- a day later, two days later, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I guess the same. I mean, it's, it's kind of nice to actually read the, the race reports and kind of what you and JT write because I think we're all, on, like, everyone's on the same page, you know. So it kind of justifies maybe the way I felt about it <laughs> just because everyone else seems to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good at least, you know that uh, we were so close and, you know, within a lap or two of, of basically having the gold and, and it kind of got ripped away. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't feel, um, well, first of all, Alex Martin on the, uh, on the Pulp Mech show, 702-586-7857. You want to talk to an American hero, please call in. He's a goddamn okay. American hero. He's on the line. Um, I don't feel like the, the story shouldn't be America choked Cooper Webb's an asshole. It shouldn't be that way. Uh, I know people will. Some people will feel that way because they're jerk offs. But the story to me is like, you guys almost won after a 15th place on Saturday, and you were down one rider, and you came within a lap and a half of winning. That's amazing. That's the story. I think I really do. Yeah. No. I think the same thing is we were so close to to having won it, and you know we all had really good rides. It wasn't like you know my my motos were really solid, and I mean especially if you look at kind of where I was where it was on the gate and, and kind of where it had to come from. Mm-hmm. And and with the track, too, like, it wasn't it wasn't an easy track to pass on by any means. Yeah, Christian, then, Christian was just saying that earlier. Like, he thought it looked tough to set people up and to get by people. No, and I was actually, I was, like, freaking out after Saturday because, 
I mean, granted, I did kind of ride crappy, and I crashed twice, and the second one, it really did scare me. Like, I didn't get much, I don't think there was any footage of my second crash, but it, it, it scared me, because mm-hmm. it was in a really high-speed section, and, like, I got back up, and, and I just, like, couldn't pass anyone, and I was just like, man, this is really going to suck tomorrow, you know, if I can't pass guys. Mm-hmm. So, but luckily, I was able to make it happen in the on Sunday, you know, but, yeah, I think between the the hills and racing against 450s in the gate pick, we definitely had a work cut out for us. So I think, you know, for Jason to, to go up there and win, I think that was hands down probably the best ride all weekend. And then with Cooper, you know, he was very, very solid up there and mm-hmm. and myself. So it was definitely, you know, it wasn't like we lost and we were like way off. Like, I, I guess when I left on Sunday, I was like, well, you know, I don't, I didn't really feel like I should have maybe trained harder right. or you know what I mean? Like, I felt like we kind of basically were prepared and we were so close, you know? So. Um, yeah, you told me, too, at the race that, the you know, the, if people don't know, there's not a lot of turnaround time for MX3 and MX2 guys. MXGP have a whole moto in between them, but there was, what, 20 minutes? 30 minutes? Uh, 35 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 35 minutes, and, and you felt it. You said you felt it a little bit. Yeah, I did, because in the States, like, I always... Like now that they don't have the WMX class racing on Saturdays, like we only have an hour, and that seems like really quick turnaround, you know. And so yeah, for it to only be 35 minutes, it's just like, geez, like you can hardly eat anything, and and you know we're obviously maxing out our heart rates for for 35 minutes, and getting roosted by the 450s. So yeah. I mean, you, you basically have enough to maybe just down a recovery drink and eat a bar, and then you're back out on the line for. And the, and the sucky part too is like at least in America like you're when you race in the second moto, usually all the guys have already raced one moto so they're tired. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we were lining up against like these guys that were fresh on right. four fifty, you know. Yeah. So that's tough too. Um, and by the way, I did some intel. Uh, Jeremy Van Horbeek, the MX two winner, you got second. He got the inside gate both motos, both of his motos, which you had the outside gate thirty fifth pick, both motos. So. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to say, too. I was thinking about that, and I was like, man, not only did I put the outside on the gate, but then all the 250 guys that I was actually competing against, most of them, I think, were on the inside. So yeah. that, did, that really didn't help matters. But Did did you feel pressure when you were there? I mean, it's your first time on the team. Um, seriously, there's there's 80 people running around with Team USA shirts. Uh, I don't even know who, who some of them were. But um, did you feel did, – did you know everybody on Team USA or no way? There had to be some dudes, Amart, that you had no idea who they were. Um, well, I feel like I know everyone, and yeah, there's a couple people that I didn't really know, but you get to know them by the end of the weekend, yeah. you know, but, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I don't, I thought the, the Team Puerto Rico experience would maybe help me a little bit mm-hmm. more than it actually did, because I think it helped me in terms of, like, knowing the schedule and, and being maybe familiar with Europe and stuff and how the FIM works, but, right. I mean, in terms of pressure, it's, like, not even the same, it's, it's, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's not even comparable. <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't see how it would be. Like seriously, it's such a big deal, right? And you guys are so. I mean, second place sucks for USA. You have to win or nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah, I right. mean, with like Puerto Rico, it's like yeah, you know, we're going there to race, and it's like they, they, people don't really care. Like, oh yeah, Team Puerto Rico made an A main. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, with Team USA, it's like, hey, you're going to win. Like, yeah. you're expected to win. Let's bring that, that trophy home, you know? Right. So, I mean, when, when I was on the team in '03, we got second, and no one was happy 
No one smiled. It was like a funeral in our pits, in the Honda pits, in our pits. Like we were throwing, there were people were just packing shit up and not even talking, you know, and we got second. Just it wasn't, no one was happy. That's the way it is. You know, Ricky right. won, but yeah, other than that. It was, that. Kinda, it was I think, like first for me right away, it was a little bit like that. Um, and it was it was tough being up on the podium because Coop is, you know, obviously extremely emotional and distraught. And my my other teammate Jason's in the hospital, and you know, <laughs> I'm sitting up on the podium. And I have this champagne bottle. There's actually three champagne bottles, and you know Holland is or the Netherlands was it Netherlands or Holland? Yeah, know. they're both the same thing. I say Holland, but it's called Netherlands. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they're excited. They're they're cheering and on the podium, and then obviously France is 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 uh, chanting their national anthem or whatever on the podium, and then Cooper and I are just like. <laughs> Know, yeah, like it's like a cemetery over here, and I just took the champagne bottle and sprayed the crap out of Fevra, you know, try yeah. to get a little revenge. Yeah, I try to be like, yeah, let's let's celebrate a little bit. Um, Alex yeah. Martin, everybody, brought to you by Roost MX. You know, uh, Christina was there helping out the team from from Roost MX, uh, a cycle trader at Rock River. They they use Roost MX for their uh, graphics. Pulp Nation saves you twenty percent. You got a whole Pulp MX section there, Christian. If you need graphics, you can go Pulp MX section on their Perfect. site. Perfect. And Thank maybe you. maybe run some stickers on your helmet oh, next year, like Weimar. Oh, okay. Look look what happened to Weimar when he put on a Pulp. We're gonna talk about money or contracts. Uh, yeah, we can. It's a free yeah. deal. No, we can. We can talk money. Okay. Uh, Pulp Nation saves you 20%. Um, yeah, maybe I'll try to get Amart and Christian Craig and lock down the DVD. I got a spot on my helmet. I right, my visor. Because right, Weimer was difficult yeah. to deal with. I need I need easier. I need riders Not that are easier. Not a 450 guy. 250. Yeah. Uh, Roost MX bringing you Alex Martin on the uh, Pulp Show. Uh, and again, thanks for thanks for coming on, Amart. I'm sure you're tired like I, like I was yesterday. Um, how about my advice, though? Uh, keeping the gear on. That was so money. Right? Come on, Amart. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie. I actually was thinking about you after the moto. <laughs> you know, I was like, I should just keep my gear on. And honestly, I, I, I was, I was, and I kind of pride myself in being in fairly good shape. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I was so done after that second moto. And <laughs> I went back and I was sitting here in the chair for like three minutes. And uh, one of the TV guys came over and he's like, hey, you got to go up for live TV because we did that interview with me and Roger. Oh, I didn't even know. Really? They had to fill like 35 minutes of TV time in between the motos. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, I literally just wanted <laughs> to lay there for an hour. <laughs> You're like, and let me just lay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they dragged us up to the to the TV booth, and I was just in my gear. And, and then I think it went from there to Alpine Star. I watched the race and then straight to the podium after that. So We were talking, yeah. Christian Weimer was in, and we were talking about like, there's American guys, the MX2 guys change, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're on the podium in their jeans. And it looks, I know. It looks yeah. janky. It looks like, like you know, like you got to be there with your team and, yeah. and, and keep your gear on. So. Just, just look like you just came off the track. Yeah, so. yeah, because all the photos, you're going to be in jeans like yeah. Weimer. You look like, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so that was my only advice to Team USA. Keep the, keep the, uh, it worked. Keep the gear on. Uh, trainer John is here from uh, Geico, and he's got a question for you, Alex, about your time in Italy. Oh, hey, oh, Alex, dear. how's it going? <laughs> Hey there, trainer John. <laughs> uh, no, I was just curious. I was asking uh, Steve, but what did you think diet-wise about the food over there? How was your diet over there? Mine was great, by the way. But yeah, and actually, that's kind of funny. Is so I, I obviously you're in Italy, so I had a couple pasta dishes and stuff because actually I flew over Tuesday, so we we had a lot of time in Italy before the race and. You know, being in it's Disney nations, it's a pretty serious race, obviously. And like, I couldn't just go eat ice cream or 
have too much gelato, which there's like gelato shops everywhere. Um, so <laughs> the temptation no was there. So I, no, I was pretty good with my diet. And then actually with Alpine Stars, like they had a full on like catering for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every mm-hmm. day. So it made it pretty easy to eat healthy, but I will say like, was it two hours after second moto? Like I went into Alpine Stars and I literally had six pieces of lasagna. I just totally bombed it. I was like, <laughs> off season is here. And I'm just carb-loading right now. <laughs> ah, I was carb-loading, too, the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, food's good in Italy. I don't normally like it, like Europe food, like at Lille. Like, they have spreads for you after every night, and it's just disgusting. It is. Sorry to anybody who's listening to this. Okay. It's just disgusting. I don't know what to expect yeah. now. Bring your own food. Yeah. Really? Oh. I didn't even actually eat a pizza until Monday after the race. Oh, I had three. I like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I had three in three days. It was great. Um <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, uh, it's tough to go except for Italy. Italy's good. Um, so what's your next deal? We all know what you're doing next year. When do we talk about that? Um, October 1st. Okay. All right. So yeah, four days or whatever, whatever, four days and you'll be, the deal will be done and you'll be on your new bike. When do you start on the new bike and the new team, which we can't talk about, but it rhymes with Schmielschti. Well, yeah, so I've, I've actually I got to ask that question a lot for some reason over the weekend. <laughs> but um, I'm you... actually going to go try and get some LASIK surgery done next week. Oh, yeah, we talked about um, that. Yeah, yeah, I've worn contacts since, like, fifth grade, so mm-hmm. kind of over it. Can I get going for LASIK, and then I'll probably take a good two or three weeks off just because it's been kind of a long a long year. And then with September being added on, that was a whole month, another mm-hmm. month of training that I don't normally do. So. Right. I mean, I probably won't be riding the new bike until, until October, I would imagine. Yeah, it takes some October. time. Yeah, it takes some time, for sure. You deserve it. Um, 702-586-7857. We don't have, I can't believe we don't have any calls for Alex Martin. Where is it? The Tuesday, is this Tuesday show throwing people off, I bet? I think so. Bro, dude, Team America lost, man. Like, you know? Well, yeah, trust mad me. At him. Believe me, I've been there when Des- when America wins, and that Alpine Star thing is so much fun uh, when USA wins. And when they lose, it is not fun. I don't even go in there. I'm just like, I got to yeah. get out of here. Actually, you know, like, a lot of the guys are in a pretty good mood, I feel like, because we've lost now five years in a row. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, you're like, we're kind of almost getting that attitude. Like, oh, like, afterwards anyways, like, coming into the race, it's like, we're going to win. We need to win. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not first, you're last. But then there was a lot of guys that were like, oh, you know, we got on the podium. Like, we still got on the podium. Like, that was, like, the consolation prize. You know, it was like. <laughs> things, have, things have changed. No, um. Well, look, just look at Coop. I mean, he declined an interview for me after the press conference. He just, I just, you know, I mean, him and I have a decent relationship, and he just was like, nope, I don't want to talk. He looked like he was, you know, tearing up a bit on the podium. And, I mean, that race really meant something to him, you know, and you, you really got to see that. And, and there's nobody else, no other country that, like, is, like, uh, that upset over not winning than, than, like, Cooper. And Barsha last year, Barsha looked like he'd been in Nam and been shell-shocked by, by bombs. He was just, like, didn't know what happened. He was just looking at, like, I can't believe we lost, you know? That's what it means that much yeah. to you guys. So. Yeah, I think, like, the worst part about about this whole deal this year was just that, like, we all, we were, it, was, it was so close. Like, we'd almost already kind of started celebrating. Yeah. In a way. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, we got in the bag. And then, you know, then yeah. it was over. No, I, I, I sent a text on our group text that said, I can't believe America is going to win this. And then Coop fell. And then JT blamed me for jinxing the team on, on a text. But... Because I was just like I can't because you guys had a two point lead before Coop crashed, it was two points so you had some some room to play with you know so right um, hey that track you didn't ride the third moto but 
in your second moto, that place started looking like a like a Beirut. It looked so fun in the morning, and then it looked nasty. Oh, it was like a to- totally like a war zone. Um, <laughs> and I, I just couldn't figure it out because, honestly, like I wrote it in practice on Saturday, and even Sunday morning it was the same thing. Like the track was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it just was like a totally different track come the afternoon for the motos, and it was just choppy and, and like a lot of the ruts, like for some reason they weren't smooth around the corners, like they just had big kinks in them. And yeah. It was just really hard to kind of get a flow going, and and definitely uh, I don't know if that's the typical Euro track or whatever. Like I was actually talking to Hurlings after, and, he, and he, even he was like, "This this track is shit. This dirt is shit." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, really? Okay." Yeah, it got hard pack, man. It got rocky. You got? Didn't you get? No, you did. Someone got roosted right in the lip, like all cut open on their well, lip. Well, my problem is I made the mistake of, and I don't know why, but I didn't use handguards in the first moto. And it was like, I mean, I, I think a lot of us know, us racers know what, like, going up horsepower hill at Washougal, like, mm-hmm. how bad that hurts. Yeah. And it was, like, I would have to say it was it was twice as bad as that, if that's even possible. It, Jeez. It hurt so bad, and I felt like such an idiot. Like, for, for the first four laps of the, the first moto, I was just like, why did I not put handguards <laughs> on? Oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. we got some phone calls for you now. People people apparently do care that even though you lost, there are people who want to talk to you. Um, Luke, what's up? What's your question for American hero Alex Martin? Hey, Steve. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I know you like to take credit for things that happen to riders. Yes. Um, yes, I do. things happen. Yep. Um, a few winters ago, I got to go on a bike ride with Alex, um, buddy from Minnesota, mutual friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Now that Alex had a great ride for Team USA, I'm wondering how much credit do I get for him being on Team USA and having a great ride? Because you rode bicycles with him once? Yeah, I went on a great training ride with him. It was a great day. I mean, you probably get 2 or 3%, you know? I mean, honestly. like I feel like, to me, his career took off when he put on some X-Brand goggles and was able to see clearly. To me, that's when it really started, you know? But that's just me. Uh, But 2 or 3% for you, Luke, if you want, sure. Yeah. Hey, I'll, you know what? I'll take it. That's fine. I'm All good right. with that. Thanks so, for um, thanks for calling. Alex, thanks. Oh. Great ride, Al. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it, Luke. All right. Uh, let's go to Randy. Randy, what's up? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's happening? Hey, thanks. I just wanted to tell Alex, thank you so much. He didn't get any TV time. He had to ride an underpowered bike against all the other ones, and he had to come through the pack. And he just took rocks all day long, and he was the sacrificial lamb for the team. And I think that's just incredible because he took all the punishment and. He always had a smile on his face every time I saw him on TV. He wasn't wearing glasses. He wasn't upset. He was just thankful to be there. And I thought that was just well, a great way, great way to represent America. Wait a minute, Randy. Maybe you can flip it around and say that Coop cared and Alex didn't care. Huh? Yeah. What about that? I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm you hanging out with Phil too much. What's that? You've been hanging out with Phil too much. What was your first text from Phil after the race? Um, actually, it was like, I think he texted me, solid effort, mate, solid effort. <laughs> That's about all you're going to get out of Phil. God so. bless. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Randy. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, nice call. Thank you, Randy. Okay. Take care. All right, thanks. Uh, and uh, and uh, Sam, what's up, Sam? How are you? Hey, what's up? I just wanted to give Alex congratulations on his ride, and uh, you didn't let me down in my book. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. That's a so. Did, was there somebody who did let you down, uh, Sam? You're leaving the Yamaha. Um, well, 
I wish you luck on the, the Schmaytm. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, boy. Thank you. Yep. See, Alex, some people don't care that you let the country down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> I, I do feel like the – and I never really – I guess you don't know until you race the 250 over there, but it's like you kind of are the – you're like the sacrifice rider for the team. You know, like you take all the roost, you get the shitty starts, and as long as you have like – you know, as long as you don't totally throw it away, you know, it's, mm-hmm. then, then the team wins or you, yep. you put them in a good position. But you don't like really – that's what I realized this weekend. Like, you don't get TV time. Because I was actually like, man, top 10, like, maybe I'll get some TV time. And then I watched the races, and I'm like, nope, nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, there's, and you just eat rocks the whole time. Purcell, Purcell told Weimer, like, you will hate it. You will not go. You eat rocks the whole time. <laughs> Weimer's like, wow, I thought it would be fun, but I guess not. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's remarkable. Actually, with Christian here in the studio, like, you two guys are one of the two of the better stories in American motocross. I mean, Christian was at a real job for like a year and a half, and now he's on Geico Honda and won a Supercross last year. Alex, you were a privateer that really no one ever thought could ever even hit the podium, never mind win a race, to be honest. And both of you guys are incredible stories. I mean, what kind of gives hope to any, anybody who's listening that's a rider, like, like, don't give up. You never know. You never know. Work hard. You know, yep. train a little bit, and, and you can want to ride for Team USA or win a Supercross or whatever. You yeah, know, come on. So yeah, I think like when, especially for Christian and I, like when we were growing up, it seems like you had like Ricky and Stewart and Pastrana, like all these guys. It was like if you weren't successful from an '85 on, like you weren't going to make it. So it is. I think it's refreshing to kind of have nowadays like some different storylines. You know that you can. You can yeah. be at it for a while and then have a good year, or you can stop for a couple of years and come back and have a good year. It's kind yeah. of refreshing, really. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's a, it's real cool to see that, you know, yeah, you just never give up, man. It's amazing that you were on Team USA, and, and, and it's something you'll never forget, win or lose, and, and I think you did a good job. I think that first moto ride was phenomenal. You were, geez, 25th all the way to, to, to 8th, you know, 9th, I mean, like pretty good. Pretty good ride, second 258, yeah, so... I'd- it was weird because I got somebody gave me results after the first moto and it said I was eighth, and then so I was like thinking, yeah, I'm eighth, okay. And then yeah. everywhere else I look, it says ninth. I, I agree. I saw eighth, and then I wrote eighth in my column, and I checked the results today, and it said ninth. So I don't know what happened. I don't know. So like, where? Who is that extra rider that's in there? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Uh, maybe it was Canada. Maybe it was Moffenbier. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Amart, we'll let you get get some sleep. Thank you for coming on. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, great job in Italy. Uh, thanks for hanging out. And, um, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, th- thanks for having me on. I uh, appreciate the, the tips for the good tips you gave me. Yeah, no, the gear is the, good. Yeah, the gear on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's what I'm here for. So. so, All right, well, you guys have a good night. We'll thanks. Talk to you later. All See right. you, Alex. See ya. Alex Martin, everybody, Team USA, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation Co. saves you 20%. If you don't want any janky Pulp MX stuff, they got a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, regular uh, T-shirts and graphics and everything else, hats and things like that. Pulp Nation saves you on all on everything. Uh, Cycle Trader Rock River, Yamaha, next year will be Tommy Hahn and Luceno Lucenzo. What the hell is that guy's Lorenzo. name? Lorenzo. Lorenzo? That Lucurcio. guy's on the team? Yeah. What's, what is it? Lorenzo LaCurcio. What are you doing over there? I'm trying to fix this coffee machine. What What's going on? I think on it's with it? broke. It's not broke. It won't get the water. All right. 
gets the water? I just want to hit a motocross stop. Yeah, let's talk about motocross. We're going to go commercial. First commercial break of the night. Trainer John's here from Geico. If you got a training question, call in. If I don't He's have the doctor, answer, though. if I don't have the answer, he can help you. But I, I, I know everything <laughs> about training anyway, so... Uh, Christian Craig from Geico Honda. David Villeman still to come up. More JT. A little bit more Travis Marks. Uh, commercial break here on the BTO Sports Fly Racing Pulpamex Show. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulpamex Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. 
providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiff is that you have when you come in the corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market 
Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Enticknap, Mick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com works connection in your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. 
Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. W-USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX show.
Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Geico Honda's Christian Craig in studio. Christian Craig, last time he was here, he had a real job. Him and his wife were chilling in Vegas, probably partying and drinking and not worrying about training or anything. We were, actually. Am I, am I right? Yeah, spot on. I was probably hungover from the night before. That was one of my more expensive uh, in-studio guests, because didn't your flight... It was like 400 bucks. Yeah. I don't usually spend that much on co-hosts. Yeah, you, you should fly be... people from California, which is like $80. Yeah, yeah, I had to fly you from Minnesota. So, right. yeah, yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, I'm worth it. Uh, Christian Craig from Geico Honda in studio. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Trainer John's here, too. We're going to talk training with him in a little bit. Geico Honda guy. Um, we're going to do a lot. I'm going to talk to him about stuff. JGR check-in still coming up. Gear Ally cold call still coming up. 
uh, NFAB, uh, not the uh, BTO Sports Suite of Travis and the X Brand Tariffs. All coming up here on the show tonight. Alex Martin's already been on. He's an American hero, and uh, he was part of Team USA. They got third, but they were a lap and a half from winning the more Costa Nations. Still, though, that's uh, heartbreaking. Documentation. Five years in a row, Team USA has lost. It's amazing. Uh, you know what's not amazing is you not having Michelin Starcross Fives. That's not amazing. If you want the ultimate grip, the ultimate traction, Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. Four versions, hard, medium, softer, sand. Michelin Starcross 5 contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. MichelinMotorcycle.com, uh, Randy Richardson uses a Michelin Starcross 5 to do backflips. And Travis Estrana uses Michelin Starcross 5s. And a brand new tire for Michelin. And they know how to make tires, people. And this thing's been getting great reviews on Twitter. So, um, yeah, we've been thanking those guys for coming on. And uh, Christian, uh, we got to get right to the important stuff, the real super important stuff to talk to you about. Ridgelines. Ridgelines. How do you like your new one? I love it. It's you good, know, right? Yeah, we're brothers outside. I was actually going to take a picture when I came in, but I think I got you covered. Um, the asshole in the corner over there likes your truck better. Yeah. I got the picture, too. Don't worry. <sighs> there it is. Yeah, he's got to tweet that out. And but he won't let's get, get a vote going. Hey, he won't get the picture of you two for Instagram because he doesn't do that, even though he's been ordered to. <laughs> let's it's, get a vote I think going. I was asked nicely, too. But. Um, yeah. Uh, but you like it? It's good. I like it, yeah. How do you deal with the haters? I, I block them block them i block them yeah yeah i didn't have very many when i first posted it so and i get like random people when i'm at eating lunch or something that ask me about it more than when i had like a ford f-150 yeah they're like how do you like that here's the thing to the jerk offs it's not a truck to match against a ford f-150 or tundra it's not that it's a mid-sized truck tacoma frontier uh i think an avalanche what is the shit colorado Colorado? yeah um that's the 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 the, the market for it not a full-size truck. Yeah. Uh, it tows 5,000 pounds. Yeah. I mean, it rides better than anything. The thing rides, like, just amazing. And it gets good gas mileage, so. I know. The other one didn't. No. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. That's you didn't why. have one. The other one yeah. didn't, bro. That's kind of, when, with a Honda, you're like, uh. Yeah. Uh, it's a mid-sized truck. And, uh, hey, by the way, speaking of Ridgelines, uh, the guys at uh, Downey Honda, Honda World there, uh, they are at the 5 Freeway and 605 Freeway. It's right where they meet. I got That's where I got my truck. And if you go down there and you talk to Steve, uh, mentioned Pulp MX, um, like the last guy did last week. He drove from Redlands to get a Ridgeline. He got a killer deal. It was the best buying experience he ever had. Uh, that's what he said. And he had a bunch of Hondas already that he had bought. And so uh, over a 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Uh, what they're going to do, Pulp MX listeners, get a free first-time oil change if they drive a Honda. If you drive a Honda, you want a free oil change, make an appointment, mention Pulp MX. It's free. Sorry. I I did not get my Honda from there. So no, you did not. Just you got it from uh, Metro Honda. Metro, yeah. yeah. And the same thing. Sealy got like that's yeah, a Honda. Yeah, me and Cole thing. And the same yeah. thing. He has a white one. I have a black one. We have yeah. the same rims. So. Um, you have 17s on. You put 17s on. They, it came like that, but yeah, yeah I yeah. think it looks clean. Yeah, it's a different look. Like I, I the guy hit me up on Twitter uh, from there, and he said, "Hey, we'll hook you up. Same deal as you." Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I like I the 17s. Like it. Okay, it's good. Well, apparently, you're trying to go way jerk too. off in the corner there. Likes the 17s. Yeah. So. Let's see. Get get a picture out on Twitter. Why you have to be Twitter. so mad? Because you said his truck looks better than mine. Uh, you'll get over it. It's uh, true. true. I have 18 stock, stock. He's got 17. He went smaller. But you still like his Bigger tires. Yeah, bigger tires. Yeah. Right. Bigger tires. I'm not trying to crush cars, bro. I just want a smooth ride. <laughs> okay? I just, I don't, I'm not trying to be Radshaw here. Wait. You want a smooth ride so you got bigger rims? No, I don't. I have 18s. So I'm just... That's backwards. You're going bigger rims, though. So bigger rims are for a ride. ride. Maybe. Um... No, but, you know, more aggressive tire. His 17 is a more off-road aggressive yep. tire. 
That's what I mean. You don't have to defend yourself to me. Honda World. <laughs> Downey. Free oil change. Contact Steve. Call down there. Say, hey, I want to talk Steve. Don't look at Steve Strava either because he kills it on there. Uh, he's actually uh, killing it uh, on Strava. But uh, we thank Steve. We thank Honda World. They give me a great deal on Original Line, and they'll give you a great deal also. And uh, Christian Craig's got one. Cole Seeley has one. I have one. What other um, what other proof do you need? The Original Line's a rule. That's right. Get Original it. Um, all right, Christian, let's talk a little bit uh, about you. We're going to have JT. DV's coming up. More JT, more Designations talk. Uh, uh, but let's talk a little bit about you. So coming back from the broken leg, you'll be ready for West if you get going. When do you when do you start ramping it up? Like, obviously, you've been biking, you've been training. Um, but when do you start, like, or are you now? Is it start now? No. Like 20s and all that. You know what I mean? No. Like, no, okay. No, I'm still outdoor. Uh, I'm going to start Supercross next Monday. Okay. Uh, if I was racing Monster Cup, I would have been ramping it up yeah, already. Of course, but right. I'm not racing Monster Cup, so I'm gonna wait till uh, mid October to early November to start a pretty much like a boot camp, and that's when you start with with your trainer and, yeah. and put in the moto. So okay, yeah. Until then, just kind of feel things out. When does uh, when does Geico get ready to test? Uh, I'd say like October, November is our, is major testing days. So, mm-hmm. um, we're kind of doing that right now. We're just getting the chassis set up and we're getting to, to choose a couple things with suspension and, and getting that all figured out. So when we're ready to go supercross, you know, it's all done. Right. Um, you know, it's not all, uh, wine and cheese. I'm thinking of wine and cheese cause there was a bunch of it in Italy this weekend. Yeah. It's not all wine and cheese on the Pulp Mix show. I got to ask you the hard questions. So your team, Geico Honda. Yeah. Didn't have a good outdoors. Struggle. It wasn't good. Struggle. RJ Hampshire, Jordan Smith, uh, you were out. Um, uh, Tristan Charbonneau got, came, came in hot, got hurt, came back a little bit. Um, Dakotas. God, Jimmy didn't have a good outdoors at all when he came. I mean, it was tough to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, look, Jordan's, Jordan and RJ have talked about not happy with the bike. Jordan's leaving the team. We thought he had a deal. He's going to t- TLD KTM. Um What's your take on, like, you guys are such a powerhouse. It's like you and PC for so long. Stars come on. TLD's doing great things. Um, um, you guys had a down year for your team. What's your take on all that? What do you think about that? I mean, surely you heard about some riders not being happy with the bikes. Yeah, and I think it's easy to, to point at the bike when, when the results aren't there. Um, but it could be the bike, too, so you can't just sit there and blame the rider. But mm-hmm. um the team was so dominant for the past however many years, and it's just like PC. You know, we they would win so much, and they hit a couple. You yeah. know, year. have they gotten a championship in a while? Uh, no. The last championship so, was uh, was Baggett. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a while for them too. Yeah. But it's just like when those championships stop, um, people just start asking why and yeah. what's wrong with the bike or what's yeah. wrong with you and are we doing all this right? So it's easy to start pointing fingers, but um, we won an East Coast title. I mean, yeah, outdoors didn't go our way, but um. We had some good rides in the beginning. Our first moto of the year was, I mean, I struggled, but we had, what was it, Jordan second, yeah. fifth, and uh, a sixth. And until so, uh, uh, Jordan got hit by Alex, actually, yeah. at Hangtown, he was right up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was riding good, and I, I struggled there. But um, Do we blame the trainer? Yeah, I mean, you, we all point our fingers okay. at the trainer at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, okay. uh, when you get tired, yeah. you have to just point your fingers. Right, it's, right. Not, it's not your fault ever. It's Sorry, not the rider's John. fault. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, there's... No one was really pumped over there. You know what I mean? But, okay, so there's that. And I'm friends with RJ and Jordan, too. I like Jordan, too. So, you know, I just look at it from the outside. Like, I don't really know. I'm not in the team everywhere. But you guys signed Jeremy Martin. He rode uh, Glen Helen USGP. Now he went 2-2. He didn't beat Hurlings, but looked pretty good. Only was on the bike for a little while. 
yeah, I think that uh, brought the whole team's morale up is when he got signed and, and he wanted to race right away. Mm-hmm. So um, he rode good. I was there watching him, and, and he just got to learn the team, and I think he saw a side of a, a dirt bike team that mm-hmm. he's never seen before, and uh, he had a lot of support, and I think he likes Ouch. it over here. So you have that little shot there? Star? No, no. Jam, jam. I, my my brother works at Star. I'm not shooting them down at all. But uh, uh, yeah, he seems to f- yeah. to fit in really well, and and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, racing him next year. I, I do believe. Look, I was a mechanic for a long time. I do believe, like, like here's an ex- like Barsha doesn't like his bike. Okay, this year doesn't like his bike. Not happy, and, and you know the Yamaha does have a bit of a stigma on it and all that. But look, last year, 12 months ago, you're catching and passing Ryan Dungey in winning motos. So when we give you that setup, you know, whatever we've tried, whatever we've tested, it's not working. Here's your Red Bud 15 setup. For you to come back and say, it don't work, I'm not buying that. I'm just not buying that. I'm sorry, I'm not. The, the bike is the same that you kicked ass on. And you guys always talked about riders being these fragile little flowers and, and testing and all that. So in a sense, like, you guys didn't with Charbonneau and RJ and Jordan and Jimmy D., you, and you didn't have any results for the team to go look at. But there is some of that. Like, J-Mart will be there, and he'll probably do pretty well, and you can go look at, look at the bike. Yeah, exactly. You know, there is a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's easy to, yeah, like I said, you point fingers whenever the results aren't there, but um, riders are so, you know, mentality. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of yeah. mentality. Oh, you God, know, at yeah. the end of the day, it's you. Yeah. So, and it, it I'm pointing at myself too it's, it's yeah, not, yeah. i'm not just pointing my fingers at all these riders but um when the results aren't there it's it's tough and it's tough on the team and yourself so um i think signing jeremy is going to bring everyone up and and he's a two-time national champion so um uh, i'm looking forward to racing i'm like and and he's just a good teammate he's a good person to be around yeah and, i think he's a good dude yeah and uh you know always uh positive so it's good um what's Larocco like What's the rock? You ask like? this every time I'm I on know. the show. That's okay. People and you people ask all know the riders. No, he's he's really good. I mean, uh, I like him. He's funny. It's when funny. You get to know. Yeah, it's cool because uh, you know I'm like, why do you always put off this front that like people don't like you? He's like, I like doing that. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I want them to be scared right. of me, but uh, you know, you get him behind or you get him in the semi and he'll joke around and and just you yeah. know he he opens up. So uh, we had some good conversations and and he believes in everyone on the team. So. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a good guy to to go to when you're when you're struggling or when you're winning. Uh-huh. So he's been through it all. Um, you said you want to ride west. Why? I do. I want to ride west. If you prefer, yeah. Why do you prefer? It? I live out here full time. Um, a lot of the traveling will be tough if it was east coast, but I'm gonna have to do that in 450s anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything comes up and they need me to do east, should, I'll do should, east. Yeah, you should ride 450. Like I know, that's what everybody year. says, but no, I need yeah. to win a title. So. Nah, screw that. Become, go buy a pickup truck, get a 450, be a privateer. Yeah, <laughs> great idea. <laughs> Scratch all your salary out. I'll just, yeah, yeah. Uh, go fund me. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, that seems to be the new the way to, it to is. do it. So go fund um, me. No, I'm I'm half kidding, but um, I mean honestly, like you have great style on a bike. You're very technical. You're, you're you can put the front end seemingly. You're a little bit like Tomac when he rode, like the bike's underneath you and your legs and you're working it and you're putting the front end and the rear end where you want it to be. It's almost like a little toy for you. East coast, ruddy, shitty dirt, your technicality on a bike. Is that a word? Technicality. Yeah, That's a word. I think so. 
I think you'd be maybe better on the. Uh, but your throttle control is good too, but which is what you need on the west. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I think you'd be great with ruts and all that because you can just be like, "Hey, I want to put the bike there. I want to, you know, I, wanna, I get it out of downside this. I got to pull a wheelie up over here." Yeah, I've never rode an East Coast track Supercross. Yeah, um, yeah interesting. I've, I've all my years West Coast. So uh, if I have the opportunity, I've I've yeah. wanted to like yeah. even after this year, I'm like I want to ride East next year. But um, it just makes sense to do West. But more attention too on says, the West. More attention on the West. Yeah, uh, there's bigger whoops on the West. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You don't got to travel as much. You're, you're yeah. home. You sleep in your own bed three or four times. You know, yeah, uh, at so. the series. So, but uh, yeah, end of the day, it's the team's decision. I'll be ready for either coast. Uh, absolutely. All right, let's get some phone calls. Um, raining yellow. Hey, I uh, I only had a question about Stu. I'm I'm really I'm shocked. I, I who's that? Well, I, feel, I feel bad for in. Christian. I mean, uh, Chris, okay, Christian. Uh, you had a lot of um, honestly a lot of bright spots last year. You really it was a good story to hear. Uh, how, how com- honestly, I put you as one of the front runners for the series, uh, for the title next year. How good do you feel about it? Uh, I feel really good. Uh, last year, coming in, I had two years off and I didn't know where I belong. And once I got that first podium of my career, it, it kind of shot my confidence up. And then I got my first win and and rattled off rattled off the five podiums. So. Um, I think I have a lot of confidence going into next year, and I expect to win this time. Where last year I had some doubt and and didn't know where I belong. So um, I expect to win, and, and I will win. So um, yeah. absolutely. Um, and that, what's your real question, though? Any yeah, y'all? let's let's hear it. Well, on, honestly, though, before my real question, honestly, though, Christian, you're honestly, you know, honestly? the situation you had with the injuries, great to hear. Pump for you. Good job. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, obviously, my, my heart is uh, as we get closer to Energy Cup and everything else, what do you know, Steve? About Stu? Oh, come on. Love this guy where, right here. Where, where's my heart and soul at? Bro, I, I have no new news about Stu. I don't know. Oh. He doesn't talk to me. I don't know what he's doing. I, I've written it. I've said it over and over. Get some factory parts from Honda. Get some 16 stuff. Buy some bikes. Go race your own. Rebuild yourself like the 2-2 did. Have Have you heard on Vital? And honestly, I've not heard on Vital. I don't know what, what it is. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, about people saying like, what if he just went out like stanky style and busted out the two strokes? Okay, those people are idiots. Like yeah, those people are idiots. It's not gonna happen. Well, I know it's not gonna happen, but it'd be kind of cool, like a. Uh, Classic stew, two stroke. That's dude's badass. Gotta go. Thanks, Randy Yellow. Appreciate it. It's great. Uh, Steve, what's happening? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Steve, you there? Oh, Steve. Hi, this is Steve from St. Paul. My question is actually for John the trainer. Trainer John. John, yeah, he's there. What is it? Hey, hey. Um, Sean, what? John. From an outside perspective, it looks like uh, just a Geico Honda is a class act to work for from the top management. Loraco, a legend manager. You got great athletes, plus Christian. Can you just talk about the best and worst parts about being part of that team? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, the team is class act, top to bottom. Um, just flying. I think flying to almost every round with Loraco this year, and just trying to take in as much knowledge as I can. That was probably the best part. Um, he 
has a lot you of know, knowledge and a lot of experience. Other, other teams have tried a team trainer. JGR did. Uh, I think TLD. Everyone has to use Rattray. Rat everyone has to use Rattray. Yeah. How does that go? Do guys fight you? I mean, RJ left Red Dog to go, to work with you, right? I yeah. Mean, do guys say like, I don't want to do this. I'm forced to do this. I'm not happy. I don't like you. How does that work? It's a little bit of a forced arranged marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it is for sure. And I think too, like a lot of it is. Um, since the writers don't have to seek me out, it's a little different relationship than, mm -hmm. say, like a baker yep. where the writers seek them out. Yep. Uh, so the relationship is a little different, I think. But they don't pay you or the writers pay you? The team does. Yeah, so the writers are free. Yeah. So these cheap-ass writers are, like, sweet. Exactly. I don't know yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. Free trainer. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, like, I think the best part for sure is just being around LaRocco and just absorbing everything. And then um, the worst part, and I'm kind of a baby i'm not now but i was a big baby with flying west to east coast like three rounds in a row oh, um Jesus. so <laughs> so that that like there's a couple rounds where i was just monday morning like going on a bike ride with christian who wasn't flying all weekend yeah. i'm just like dude i don't even want to get out of bed right now um so i i had to harden up a little and you know put on my big boy pants so that's that's the worst that's the worst part. so that really isn't a worst part right He's got the dream Thanks, job. Man. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. You got an awesome job, and, and you're complaining about flying to the race. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> if there's anything that's bad, that's my, there's nothing bad. Yeah, well, good point. Um, okay. Uh, Brandon, what's happening? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hello. Hi, Brandon. Hey, so I was been hearing you talk about your idea for the Supercross Nets. Yeah. The last couple of weeks. Yeah, they got them in Australia. Last couple of weeks, this has been a two-year thing for me, Brandon. Well, yeah. Well, but I don't know. I I think it's a good idea in theory, but I don't think it's going to work out. Cause, so I think it'll make it safer for the spectators, you know, the people in the stands. But isn't it going to make it a lot more dangerous for the riders? No. Like, why? The nets are behind the, the – generally speaking, no one's going to go over the berms into these nets. I mean, it happened one time with Matt Gerke, you know. Well, but aren't they, wouldn't they have to be there, like, because if the rider and the bike go over, you're going to have to have a net that's going to be able to stop, like, a 250-pound bike and, like, yeah, well, bro, slamming into the, that. The net's going to be mounted with, covered with dirt on poles, and, I mean, it's not, it doesn't have to, like, stop a bike. Like, who's hitting the berm wide open? You know what I mean? Nobody. It's going to be like something in a very freak accident um, that would the guy's not going to be going that fast. And if the if the net flex, you'll build some flex in the net, so it's not going to be this thing that just knocks over and it just absorbs the energy of the bike. The rider probably won't be on it. I mean, again, that's happened. Like Matt Gerke is why they did this for the one time and that a rider jumped into the stands. So, well, I, I know because I know you referenced like Davalos or whatever. Yeah, when he did his thing, but didn't he like? fly like head first diving over the top of the berm yeah like, if you would have if you would have had a net he would have been better off a net would have stopped that some be a, of it. like a spinal cord injury though almost because he was like flying right over the top oh the it's berm. a net it absorbs you think about think about jumping into a hammock it's beautiful it's awesome <laughs> you're gonna jump head first into a hammock would you rather jump into a hammock or would you rather hit the concrete well i mean at least you have some like runoff area right doesn't moto gp and all those areas they try to get as much runoff area as possible right because it's safer than hitting like a wall but or you're, a big fence. we're talking about building a berm so now the berm is not flat so it's a berm so you're hitting you're going to get air when you hit the berm 
So the runoff area doesn't really matter. The net is what saves you because you're going to be in the air, Brandon, because you, cause you're flying off a burn because Christian Craig like, took you out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just think it's – I think it – could work, but I just think it caused a lot of problems. Brandon, do you want to set a sign, Christian Craig, alias gear? Yeah, that'd be great. Tell me about my net idea. Tell me again about, <laughs> about my nets. <laughs> Tell me again, Brandon. I, I mean, if you can prove it to me, but I don't know. I'm asked, does Christian, would he rather just fly off the edge of a berm, or would he rather hit What kind net? of question is this? Christian, would you rather fly off a berm 40 feet, 20 feet in the air and land on the concrete and probably kill yourself, or would you rather fly off the berm into the, a soft net and slowly fall to the ground? Net, for sure. I mean, Brandon, I'm not giving you the gear now. I'm not giving you the gear. I'm not saying... I mean, that's fine if you want to be that way. I'm just saying, in what area are you going to be able to have this like trapeze net that you're setting up in the corner where the big berm is two poles with a net all right like okay. a foul ball the baseball net look if, if well yeah if, but those are anchored from the ceiling okay well you're going to anchor these with tons of dirt from the supercross track and look if the poles happen to fall over from a bike and i, I mean a bike's gonna have to be going very fast to knock these poles over the first what 10 rows of supercross seats aren't sold anyways so you make sure that the height of the pole doesn't exceed the length of the seats that are not sold so if the thing happens to fall down it falls on the seats that are covered that with a with a tarp that are not even sold all right okay all right. Now tell me about my nets again. Tell me about my idea. Uh, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear that? You want some gear? I really think it would work. You want some gear or not, Brandon? I mean, okay, I want the gear, but well, I still don't think what do you work? Well, then you're not getting the gear. Bye, Brandon. See you later. Trying to give away your gear. Trying to give away a set of alias sign gear. I mean, he doesn't want to think they're going to work. Fine. I agree. I'm not an engineer. Shocker. Shocking. I'm not an engineer. I have not mapped these nets out on paper. But it seems like a good idea to me. Australia's putting them in. If I'm such a whack job, why did Australia put nets in for the Supercross series? They got to test them out. See, that's your... Thank you. It's coming. Tyler, what's up? You want to talk about nets? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that the other guy. Uh, if you're going to give him the gear, and he's talking about how nuts aren't great. So now I think nuts are great. So uh, you Get some alias gear from Christian Craig. Tyler, you have a set of alias gear from Christian Craig coming. It's a beautiful blue and pink set. Actually, I like that set. That's a nice-looking set. Uh, oh, yeah. That's great. All right, so you love nets. Nets are good? I do. I think it's great. Let's put them out there. All right, stay on hold. Travis will get your information. Congrats on the gear. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, Travis, thanks. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the gear. Alias gear. Signed by, is that, call because they think they're going to get that, gear. Uh, is that race wear? Do you know anything like that? Or is uh, it just, 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 I mean, did we, did we win a Supercross in that stuff? I, that was the same colorway I wore in Phoenix, which I won. So that might have been my practice gear that day. Ah, there we go. Practice gear from Phoenix win. How about that? Right? Hey, that was a good race. It was. That was a really good race. That was, the, that was entertaining. I know. I like to keep them fun. And, uh, was that the one Webb charged up and crashed near the end when he was on you? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, good. And those whoops. Oh, my God. Those Ridiculous. whoops. So big, dude. A2 whoops, too, though. Were big. Were they bigger than Phoenix? You think? Around the same. About the same, huh? Yeah. yeah. Big um, whoops. I love the Glendale track just going outside the, the stadium. It was. It was really cool.
but it was long. 15 laps, and you're care. leading each I, every I lap. I was like, all right, can yeah. this go a little bit quicker? Come on. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Um, are all these people calling just to try to get free gear? Because they're not getting it. We gave them. It's gone. Tyler's the one who said the Nets were great. Tyler wins the gear. Brandon is uh, super bummed. Um, and you know what? That's fine. I don't care. Uh, Christian Craig from Geico Honda on the show, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at Vortex for a great deal. Uh, we got something. We got dropping news about Christian Craig's program for 2017. Big news, Travis. You know the news. It's big. I feel very special and honored. It's pulp big. It's big. For pulp. And pulp has a lot to do with it. I mean, kinda. It kind of yeah. started it. Were all those assholes calling because they want to free gear? I'm, I'm sure tell me the nets were, were good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is some sure bullshit. That, I'm everybody, sure this is another. One. <laughs> you're not gonna, you can't just call and say the nets. Like you know, to no, get. Yeah, as soon as you said that, like tell me about the nets. Of course, everyone's gonna call and be like, <laughs> Mathis. The net. gobble gobble gobble. Hey, the let's, nets are great. Let's call. Let's call. Let's call. Call right now. Let's call. Uh, um, what's his nuts? The guy in Australia. Will Hahn. Will Hahn. Let's call Will Hahn. Ask him about the Nets. <laughs> what time is it in Australia? I think it's afternoon there or mid-morning. Probably like, probably like two or three. Gear Alloy, cold call. Gear Alloy. I didn't really plan this. Sorry, Trav. The number you have oh, reached God. is not in service. Oh, uh, he only has like Wi-Fi there, I think. I don't know. Let me see what I did here. He told me his phone works. I've been texting him. Yeah, it should work. Oh, well, maybe I didn't dial the right number. He's an Australian now. I know. Is this going to cost him a lot of money? That'd be Cold great. <laughs> Will Hahn, everybody, calling in Australia. This is the it's best part. The beginning? Yeah. <laughs> Dagger? I feel like there's 50 50. That's when you didn't pick up. I know. I think, yeah. I know. I was eating dinner. Hi, yes, Hello? it's Jagger home, please. Will Hahn! You're on, the gear, you you're on the gear alley cold call. <laughs> but we didn't really plan this. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Hey, this is costing you, by the way. This ain't costing me shit. What do I care? I'm calling an American well, you'll number. You'll get the bill, prick. Um, how's it been going down there? Fuck Will uh, Hawk. Uh, I can't really complain. Yeah, really, right? How's it? Uh, have you met any yeah. Sheilas? Have you hooked up with any Sheilas? No. Oh, okay. Christian Craig's in studio here. The sheep, the I will. Sheep count? Sheep do not count, no. Trainer, hey. sheep. trainer John's here, too, from Geico. Geico's got a trainer. His name's John. Hey, Will. Ask John if he wants me to bring him some of that breakfast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to stop sending me stuff when I'm hungry. That, that looked good. Yeah. Um, hey, welcome. listen, we just had a big discussion about nets in Supercross. It's something I've been talking about for years. Um, uh, because of Jerkoff Gurky jumping into the stands at Indy, uh, they've taken away the berms. And that hurts the racing. And it's terrible for the Supercross yeah. series. It's been brutal. Um, it makes it makes the tracks just not fun to ride either. Oh, no one wants dude. to do a flat ninety. No. So I got a bunch of tweets, emails about your first round down there in Australia, and you guys have nets set up by the beer gardens. Well, for two reasons. <laughs> but uh, no, I think that it makes sense. Luckily, no one tried it out. Um, to find out if they worked or not but i mean yeah i think it makes sense right you can still i mean part of me is like on board with it and part of me is not i mean i i have a feeling that if we hit that berm i'm going way past that net so well okay maybe, uh, maybe we can redesign that but the idea is there the net idea is there right right it's a step forward into uh bringing the kind of corners that we all enjoy to hit you guys enjoy to watch we enjoy to hit so christian um, likes the christian likes uh, the race on as well yes 
Yeah, it just makes sense. No, I mean, no one likes a flat corner. No, so, no one. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun to ride. So, yeah. That's all the way. Nets, bro. Set them up. Bury them in, 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 in uh, mud and dirt to, like, lodge the poles a little bit. You're not selling the first 10 rows anyways. And if some goon yeah. happens to go wide open over there uh, off the net, which is about a zero 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 point two chance, then there's something to stop the guys. But otherwise, the nets will work. And they, and they will be able to make a big berm, which will help passing, which will help racing, which will help everything. Yeah. Yeah, which that that berm that you saw the net in was like where the, the one of the only places to pass that night. So, um, yeah, it makes sense. So fifth at the first race we had Brayton on last week on the show, um, he won. Yeah, you got fifth. Yeah, I, I mean I didn't ride that good. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's been a while, so it felt good to get off the gate. Uh, felt good to just go through qualifying process, and I feel like a, a broken record by saying it. But yeah, it's just been a while, so. Um, starting to get acclimated yeah, that's here. That's your and first feel race. Good and feel better. That was your first race since uh, yeah. God knows uh, when. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. A long time ago. So. True. Uh, but still felt good. Got a good start, and um, I mean, these guys are fast here. You know, everyone wants to make it sound like it's you know some kind of like B series, but yeah. No, Chris, Christian was saying that right before we got you guys. on. Right before we got you on, Christian was saying it was like basically like a C series, a C level series. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Nah, I figured it. Figured. <laughs> Never get any credit. No. Never get any credit on that dude. Hey, um, ah. um, you meet any Pulp fans down there? Anybody? No, just two people told me that Pulp sucks, and I agreed and high fived him. <sighs> Assholes. Um, what about the Seven Deuce Deuce? How's he been? Uh, I only saw him at the first round. Um, it and? didn't look like it went that great. Uh-huh. But I honestly haven't talked to him, so I don't. I don't really know. You didn't. Uh, he didn't high five you. That, he didn't like, hug you or anything. I mean, we said what's up. Okay. But I mean, I didn't talk to him like post race or anything. No. Okay. All right. I uh, do you know that. So, like, basically everywhere I've gone down here is like, you know, beware of this, beware of that, beware of that. Like, in, in as far as like animals <laughs> or you know anything that things that could eat you, basically right. kill you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah eat me, kill me. You know. <laughs> You might have 10 minutes to live if you get to the hospital, um, oh. all the above. So it's like snakes and spiders and all the above, which I knew I knew that coming here. But then, you know, um, all the road bikers have all these, all the cyclists over here, I guess, would have a bunch of zip ties off their helmets, like long ones, right? Okay. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the hell that's for. Uh, well, apparently, uh, to add to the equation of near-death experiences down here I'm experiencing, uh there's a bird called a magpie, and uh, they will swoop down and they will peck you, and they will peck you really hard until you either fling them off you or whatever. What? Um, but apparently, Jimmy, yeah, <laughs> apparently it's a real thing. Uh, I thought they were messing with me, and then apparently yeah, it's, it's real shit. So um, you have to ask Jimmy D about it. I guess he got swooped down by one last week. And so the zip ties do what though? It like scares them away. They hit it first, and it like flicks them off. Or I, I I don't know. I'm not really sure what it's about. <laughs> But then uh, I went on a bike ride this morning with Reardon and a couple of his buddies, and we went out, and I heard this, like, ah, and I'm, like, looking around, like, freaking out, right? Like, I'm like, fuck that. Like, I do not want a magpie, like, coming down and, I mean, I don't need my eyes pecked out. No, nobody does. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, we just got to be aware of everything. We were at the track last week, and I'm sitting on the edge of the track, and they're obviously telling me, like, red belly snakes, brown snakes, yeah. and, like, Kangaroos can, kick, hey, ca- kangaroos can kick you and kill you. Uh, sharks, alligators. Yeah, it's just everything. And then, so tell me about the snakes at the track, right? Well, it makes me kind of nervous. So, like, yeah, the red belly's fine. 
Uh, I mean, it's poisonous, but the brown snake will actually come after you. So I'm like kind of on high alert, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, a dog had ran by at the track, and I jumped like a little girl and just ran. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on such high alert here, dude. Like I don't even know. I don't know what to trust anymore. No, no, I, I'm with you. Maybe don't leave the house. Thanks, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? No, right? What are you I'm, doing? I'm, I'm in that process. What are you doing right now? I just got uh, Troy's truck washed. Oh, okay. So I've been I've been driving the team owner's truck all over. And, Troy Carroll and last week. And Troy Carroll. Yeah. Troy Carroll and I were teammates, bro. Yeah, you said you sucked, though. Ask him. Did, did you uh, ask him if he remembers me? I was a mechanic on this German team that he rode for, the German KTM team. Yeah, I'll ask him. I'll ask him tonight. Yeah, and he came over uh, and he rode with uh, the French guy and the Finnish guy. I didn't work for him. I worked for the Finnish guy, but he was. Uh, we were teammates. Troy Carroll and Steve Mathis. Awesome, awesome. No, I've been I've been mud on his truck, so I felt like you should wash it. You there? Uh-oh. Yeah, can you hear me? Sorry. Oh, now we can. Yeah. Um, where's where? Hey, pretend Christian Craig's doesn't have a headset on right now. How do how do you think he does yeah. at Supercross next year? Uh, I mean, I don't see any reason not to see some wins out of the guy. I mean, he's got nothing but potential, and uh, we saw that all last year. And I mean, I can say it with him listening and without him listening. He he knows what he's capable of doing. That's and bullshit. Obviously, with, with John and the team, and it's a, it's a proven team and bike, and Christian's a proven rider. So I think that combination makes him uh, pretty dangerous coming in to be a threat to the championship. I mean, uh, it kind of goes without saying. Mm. I paid him to say that. It sounds like he's really like. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like Wilbur's really high on the team. Hmm. It's weird. He's a good dude. Strange. <laughs> um, Travis, any questions for Wilbur in Australia? No. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> You already That's asked him how the girls were doing, right? <laughs> yeah, I asked him how the chicks were doing. Yeah, Tinder game slacking. Well, yeah, but you guys—I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. Did you guys already knew that answer to that? I don't understand, dude. You are a Supercross champion now. Okay, you have braces. Okay, I get that. But, dude, Supercross champion, Supercross star—you're in magazine at. I don't understand how swiping right can't be just like chicks raining down on you. I do not understand nah, that. I, I was a star, and then I, I was in magazines. I don't know if I've been in one for a while. It doesn't matter. They don't know that. Bring out some old issue. <laughs> like, listen, dude, I was a me- listen. I was a chubby mechanic, and I felt like I, you know, there were chicks on the road. There was chicks on the road. And never no, mind rider. I mean, riders get, you know, like you're Will Hahn, bro. I gotta remind myself of this sometimes. I need to look in the mirror and have a talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wh- what's he doing wrong? Yeah, I don't Christian? know. I don't know if he's trying. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're a little bit of everything. You're not available. No, but but you certainly know the game. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, just not trying. You have you have signings, don't you, Wilbur? You have signings for your posters and stuff. Yeah, we did it the first round. Yeah. Okay. So when chicks come through the line. You say what to them? Hi. <laughs> and then they say bye. Good day. They say good day back. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going over here? Uh, not too bad. Um, but it's pretty nice. Everyone's pretty friendly. Hey, I do got to point out though, like, and this is off subject, not to like just the girl subject because I mean, you know what? Dude, I, I don't remind myself daily enough of that shit. I don't need to deal okay. with it anymore. All right. I'm, Never, okay. I'm already like, All right. you know, you get to the point where it's like you're like a virgin for so long and then you get this pressure on you to like have sex and then like all of a sudden it's like it's harder and harder to come through with it. That's what you're putting me at right now. 
Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. The um, harder you try, the worse it goes. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to just, you know what, whatever. One falls into my lap, let's do this. Yeah, um, I, I hear you. No, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would I point out, though, like, as a as a writer and, um, you know, meeting new people pretty much every weekend and, and uh, in the autograph line, like, I just noticed that the kids here are, like, I don't know if it's just a culture change or, or, or what, but, like, super friendly, really polite, mm-hmm. and, like, able to talk to you. It's like this – I'm stuck with this funk in, in America right now that it's, like, the kids only know how to talk socially, and I mean socially by, like, apps or phone. I don't mean, like, in yeah. person. Right, right. Um, and I really struggle with that. And then I met these kids here, and it was so refreshing to hear them, like, how's it going? Like, how are you doing? Oh, thank you, sir. Like, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know, maybe – Maybe I'm like overanalyzing it, but yeah. that was actually like a really refreshing deal, like to see. Um, you mean they're not sco- change, they're not you know? screaming for your goggles or your jersey? No, and you know what? If I asked and I said sorry, I can't do that. Oh, no problem, thank you, and walk off. You know, not right. like put me the bird and run uh, off. I know. Okay. Huh? That's interesting. Uh before we let so you, I, I don't know if it's okay. different okay. or maybe yeah. I just caught uh, on. I don't know. Yeah, great radio. Hey, before we let you go, uh, what about your thoughts on the and motocross the nations? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was great racing. I, I stayed up the, uh, for the first two motos. I couldn't make the third one, but um, oh, nothing much, happened. Nothing much happened in that one. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Um, but I mean, just seeing like the, you know, Jason get landed on was like, I couldn't even move or talk. I mean, I was by myself, obviously, <laughs> but I, I couldn't even. I just sat yeah. there like, dude, I know, right? Like, what? <laughs> I, I was like in disbelief, like. The high to a low is so quick. I was yeah. like, I, I don't. There's no words for it. It just sucks. But um, uh, I don't know if you just have your eyes that glued to the front fender that you didn't see a guy celebrating, or I mean, I don't know. But I um, I saw a video today on, on uh, Pro Motocross. I think on Instagram, the straight on video of it, and it was scary how much I didn't know he got clipped that hard. Uh, I was watching it from the side. Yeah. And oh, he was out cold yeah. right away. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I honestly, I think that he's extremely lucky that that's all he walked away with. Um, you know, it's, I don't know. Yeah, just a shitty thing that happened. But mm-hmm. obviously the guys that did, I, I think from how they qualified to almost not even making the program to almost winning the thing, I think that um, that says a lot for uh, yeah. how good the guys are. Um, you yeah. know, it should have, could have, would have. There's no way you're going to look back and be like, oh, well. You know, could have done this, could have done that, could have just not crashed or whatever. But you know what? That's the way it is. Um, yeah, Canada got ten too. By the way, good job by Canada. Dude, they were riding. They were riding good, dude. Yeah, Kevin Benoit. Yeah, where, where did that come from? I, I don't like, know. Guy, he, it's the he real did, deal. He did better than I thought too. Kid was on it. Honestly, I thought Ferris rode really well too. Nah, he was all right. No, I'm kidding. He rode good. Yeah, Ferris rode well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was impressed with a lot of people. Um, so did Tonus. Yeah, yeah. No? Yeah. No? Yeah, well, we, we kinda, uh, that was like, didn't really yeah. see, you know, I think that sold on that, but whatever. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Benoit was great. Okay. That's all I know. Okay. Um, hey, we're going to let you go. Please, please, don't, please don't get eaten or killed or magpied to death or anything. The only thing I'm, like, focused on is the driving here is, just making sure I'm on the right side of the road. Dude, that's got to be crazy. I've never done that. I've never driven anywhere like that. It's it's pretty weird, and then I've I've only gotten in the wrong side of the truck about eh, 20 times. <laughs> well, I feel like we should call Will. Like, I, I, 
I feel like we should call Will every week with an update from Australia and what's <laughs> and what what new adventure has been going on, what new happening, Dude. you know. Just tr- yeah, trying to survive. Did you, have you eaten in an outback yet, yeah. or do they just laugh at you when you say that? Don't they? There's no outback here, bro. I know, but I've been told it's right from Australia. That's what the commercials say. <laughs> yeah, they do sell it to you pretty hard, but yeah, I haven't asked that. But I have ate at some really nice steakhouses and other places, and yeah. Uh, pretty much tried it all. I remember last year when I came here, I tried kangaroo, and then the guy I was with was like, dude, I can't believe you just ate our native animal. <laughs> You're like, oops. I can, like, fully guilt trip me. Like, yeah, he, like, he sold me on trying it, and then was like, bro, I can't believe you just ate that. And I'm like, dude, you told me to try it. <laughs> nice. Um, thanks, so, Wilbur. Thanks for picking up. Yeah, take care, guys. Uh, good luck. Uh, no what, next weekend's the race? Next next weekend? Uh, no, two weeks, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, that's gnarly. Yeah, it's a long break. It's a weird, like, you do one round, and then a month off has been, um, Yeah. it's definitely different than our schedule. Yeah, no doubt. All right, buddy, thank you for picking up. All right, see you guys. See you. Yeah, well. Will on, everybody. Somewhere in Australia. Gear Alloy Wheels, since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Better than Craig's wheels on his Ridgeline. Seth's the Ridgeline wheels. What? <laughs> they don't make Ridgeline wheels. They're, they're making them. Okay. They're making them. <laughs> design and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with the design and source worldwide. GearAlloy.com, uh, NFAB, Ampro, Yamaha, GNCC team of Randy Hawkins. Big time uh, Gear Alloy guys. If you need uh, wheels for your truck, GearAlloy.com. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge Ram, Toyota, Nissan. The Gear Alloy wheel style for you to choose from. Uh, 20 different styles, actually. Um, so we thank the folks at Gear Alloy. We thank Will Hahn for picking up. God, Travis, we're, uh, we're killing it on the uh, pickups on that thing. Even uh, from Australia. Even from Australia. Yeah. yeah. Can't beat that. Magpies attacking you. Never even heard of those. I've heard of them, but... you never seen videos of it happening? No. Uh-huh. I'll show you one during commercial. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Tweet it out. Okay. Tweet out a link, everybody. Paul at Pulp Mech Show and uh, and Travis will work out a link uh, for a magpie attack. <laughs> Christian Craig from Geico Honda uh, in studio here. Uh, let's talk to Connor. He's got a question for you, Christian. Uh, Connor, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Christian Craig? What's up, guys? Hey, Christian. Congrats on last season. That was uh, that was awesome, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So I got a two-part question and then a ridgeline question. I'm ready. Sweet. All right, so the first question is uh, kind of backpedaling to what you guys were talking about with Barsha and how he won last year on that bike, and this year he's got the same bike and he thinks it's a piece of shit. Well, I, and then I always thought it was mental, but then you see a guy like Norin and he hops on a factory Honda and starts killing it, and, and maybe that's mental too. But something I've always been curious about is, one, Christian, do you ever uh, – Hold on, Connor, hold on, you ever, hold on, Connor. Going from a production-based bike like Norn was doing to a factory bike, that's a big jump. Barsha's already on a factory bike. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right. Continue on. Yeah, and that makes sense, too. I mean, but I've always been curious about, one, if you ever start testing with a stock bike, and then even if it's not stock, when you're testing and you take lap times, I mean, what's the biggest difference you've ever seen lap time-wise between a bike maybe you're a little less comfortable on and then a bike that's just dialed that you feel, like, awesome on? Um, well, the first one, I'm, uh, we don't usually start on stock bikes. It's usually we have a, 
uh, a base kind of start on with the team and it, it's pretty much a race bike it's it's done up motor and you have suspension and and all that so you don't really start testing until you're on that bike and and then you get comfy and, and you start suspension testing and and chassis testing but uh the second one i mean you know i did think it was interesting this year rch started with kenny with a bone stock rmz that's what yeah. they started with. I haven't heard that too much, but yeah, I, I, they, they gave him a bone stalker and said, "Let's start." Maybe he's just how he wanted to start, though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Anyways. yeah. And then the the second one, uh, lap times. I mean, they can range from two to three seconds a lap. It's just it's all comfortability and and how how your suspension and chassis is working with you. So um, you know, it's if you start off the day not comfortable and end of the day you finish with a, a strong lap, it could be up to two to three seconds. So. Um, it's a big difference uh, when you get comfortable. So, yeah. There you go, Kyle. I will. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And then, yeah, because even, like, thinking about Tomac, I was always wondering if that was bike set up or, or what. But um, my Ridgeline question, mm -hmm. so I got a 92 GMC that dies, and I've been looking at trucks. Steve got me looking at Ridgelines. But yes. now that I know that Christian Craig is driving one, I My sold them. So go to is, yeah, go to metrohonda.com. Downey Honda. <laughs> you can go to Metro. Hey, listen. Either. Call Metro, okay? Call. Let's em. see which one gives you a better yeah, deal. Yeah. I guarantee you. Tell them my name. Go ahead. Tell them Cole Sealy. <laughs> go ahead. I guarantee you Steve at Downey Honda will hook you up with a better deal. But uh, I've Jeff been looking at, at Metro Honda. You said a bike in that thing. You can absolutely put yeah. a, the bed is four inches longer this year than the old style. Uh, you still have to put the uh, tailgate down. Yeah, but you can't put the tailgate up. Absolutely, the bike fits fine. No problem. Word. All right. Well, thanks so much for taking my call, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Dude, we're selling ridgelines. <laughs> we are selling ridgelines. <laughs> this is sweet. Commission. <laughs> uh, you, I couldn't believe I sold one within a week yeah, of that, that deal. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That was cool. That was uh, Dalton, what's up, man? You want to talk about the Nets? Yeah, can I be completely honest with what I think about the Nets? I'm not giving you a set of gear. We're done with the gear, bro. Well, I was going to just tell you how fucking awesome of an idea it is. God damn it, I, I wish I still had that gear. Um, <sighs> it's a good idea, Dalton. The racing, Supercross racing has been hurt since they took the, the bowl turns Don't away. Don't bro me. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen uh, local arena crosses, people go, I mean flying and it's it's a scary thing to see and whenever you said it the first time a few years ago i was like thank god somebody said it i'm gonna give you something okay i'm gonna put you on hold we'll get your address i'm gonna ship you something dalton because uh from your lips to god's ears i hope it happens so <laughs> all right stay on hold thank you all right sounds gay uh lips what's up lips hey guys how you going lips did you go to the first round in australia I don't know where you live, but did no, you? No, mate. A little bit far away from me. Oh, some fan you are. Australia is not exactly the smallest place, mate. Oh, really? But that's all right. Canada is the biggest yeah, country in the world, so suck on that. Yeah. Um, but they will be coming near me soon. Are you going? Yeah, are you going to go to? Are you going to go to one? Oh, yeah. We went, I went to Sydney last year. It was awesome. Okay, well, I'm just saying, because you got to go see the Seven Deuce Deuce. I think he might be staying at a mate of mine's house, actually, so that'll be interesting. Hey, can you yeah, get out of the wind? Can you get out of your wind tunnel? What are you doing? Sorry, mate. Sorry about that. I'll just um, step out of the wind for you there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you want to talk about Mookie? I apologize. 
What's up? Oh, I'd like to know, like, who's going to take on Mookie or Jake? Dude, I don't know about James. Mookie has a – Christian can't talk about it, but Mookie's got a Geico Honda deal that's been on and off more times than Travis finishing my app. It's been on, it's been off, it's been on, it's been off. Um, I mean, every time I talk to the guys at Geico, they're like, we don't want to do a 450 team. And then Tomac's there. And then they say, we don't want to do 450 team. And then Bogle's there. And I think they're saying the same thing now, but then Mookie is available and he won a championship for the team. And they've always been very gracious with guys who win for them. So, I mean, let's ask Christian. Without What percent do you see Mookie on a Geico 450 next year? Like a big percent. Well, well that's, I need a number. I don't know. No, a I'm not going to put out a number. No, because. What do you mean? Just give us a number. I'm part of the team. I'm not going to. A big percent, though. I mean, I hope so, because he's a good rider. He's a great rider. Keep him. Right. He won a championship, and I think he's going to be good on a 450, so. Right. I don't know why anybody hasn't jumped on him yet, so. Yeah, I agree. No, I hope not. I've got a question, though. Is he, like, obviously, James is probably a bit of a. Pain in the ass, but is does he is he like that as well, or is he completely a different personality to his brother on a race team? It's a different personality than his brother, that's for sure. But yeah. I've uh, but I've heard lips from team managers that tell me they don't want to deal with the dad, Big James. Big James has been cool to me, oh, yeah. but I don't. But I've heard teams be like, I don't want to deal with that with that dad. Um, yeah. So I can't speak for that, but I've had managers tell me that, and I don't know if it's true. I don't know how bad he is, but Mookie's a different personality for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, Mookie's a good guy. It's fun to be around, and yeah. he's a good rider. So, yeah, a good teammate too. So, yeah. I'd, I'd have to say James Stewart's name in Australia is pretty muddy, mate. From uh, fixing us up on the Supercross a couple of times now. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much people man here love him, but no, and I mean that's got nothing to do with his brother, obviously. But gee, I don't know if James Stewart would want to come down to Australia anymore. I think everyone's been anti him now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and by the way, the bloody magpies, they are sleeping this time of year. I heard Will Helm before. You're a bugger. Magpies, bro. Who knew? Australia. All right, thanks, Lips. Yep, Gotta go. Hope you, hopefully you survive. Tell Helen Hunt we said hi. God, dude, don't call in if you're going to do that, right? Turn our ears. I mean, dude, the wind. if you're going to call in across the world to this janky show, can you at least get in a quiet spot? He didn't mean to. Of course he didn't mean yeah. to, but can you be like, hey, I'm going to call nice. in the show. What am I doing right now? Oh, look, I'm in the middle of a traffic uh, <laughs> zone, you know? Let's stay away from that. Um, all right, let's get into uh, Jason Thomas to run a couple of segments. JT, what's up? Welcome back. Oh, just struggling through jet lag. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm good, bro. Two cups of coffee, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of talk about Nets tonight. Lots of positivity about the Nets and Supercross. For a fucking tickle? Um... All right. Have you talked to Prater anymore about it? Because I feel like no. probably not as much positivity there. No. Hey, how cool was it to see RJ Osho and Bailey there? That was awesome. It was cool. Yeah, um, for sure. That was uh, that was really cool. I think the promoters were the ones that pulled that off. Uh, yeah, for Paolo sure. Paolo yeah. and Stefan. Stefano. Stefano. Like yeah, Stefano. Um, yeah. Yeah. They put him in the back of a pickup truck and like rode him around, you know, like heroes. And then they had a bunch of other dudes from old time ride around behind him. Um, that was pretty cool. Bro in casual clothes. Yeah, some guys were in jeans, riding YZ for the Fs with no helmets. Yeah, who's riding? Who? Somebody was going pretty fast with no helmet on. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was good though. Good job by having those guys. Oh, there. Everts. It was Everts. Shocking that Everts would go out there. And... Yeah, cruising around like pretty fast, jumping stuff with no helmet on. Yeah. 
It um, was at Tedesco at Bud's Creek a few years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, forgot just about carrying that. everything with no helmet on. Yeah. Um, hey, so we'll touch on this before we get to our segments. Um, Roger DeCosta, should he be held accountable for this? I mean, should we change no. things up? I mean, I don't, I don't know if we could – I don't know if changing things up is a good move or not. Like, I, I could see both sides of that, but I don't think we should hold him accountable for Jason Anderson getting landed on. <laughs> I agree. I just you've, you've certainly heard the buzz or the tweets or whatever. Yeah, but that, that's been going on forever, and I think mostly because he's not an American. I think if he was an American, you would never hear a word about it. You really it. think that's it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's part, it's part of it. I mean, dude, he's American I, now. I he's an American citizen, but yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't feel that way, but I, I, I think that's a big part of it. What do you think, Christian? About Roger? Yeah, about like, hey, like, hey, Roger, we haven't won for five years. Yeah, but it's still Roger. I think he's he's doing the best he can. He's uh, yeah, he doesn't ride the bikes. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, riders yeah. don't want to go. I mean, yeah, riders don't want to go. His he fault. can't force yeah. him to go. No, I know, I know. I'm. I don't think it matters, but it's out there. That that yeah, that's out there. It you shouldn't know? be. Yeah. So um, the only the only thing the only thing that I would say I don't love about Rogers' policies is that he pretty much has written off a few guys. Like, there's no way a few guys are going. James Stewart. And I don't. I don't necessarily think that's fair. James Stewart. Yeah, I think there's guys at times who are just like, no, nope, you're not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, I hope I'm on his good side. Yeah, it'd be so awesome to go as a team. I know. Team USA member, or even Canada, or even any janky country, it'd be awesome. Although I got asked to go to Puerto Rico. I, I you did? Know. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Why didn't you go? Mm, they asked. They they said they would pay for like one flight, and I'd have to pay for everything else, like bike. Oh, so it had nothing to do with um, uh, not being Team USA. It had more to do with expenses? Yeah. It just didn't right. seem right to me. Right. Yeah. Um, there are some guys, though, that, I mean, I think I could beat them. Honestly, they don't jump yeah. the tabletops. Really? On Saturday. Yeah, it like, doesn't show that the, on TV. No, so. this is Saturday before okay. they get eliminated. Yeah. There's now a C final. They didn't used to just be a B final. There's really? now a C final. Uh, Estonia, Estonia, not Estonia. Um, um, no, Estonia is good. Luxembourg, Ukraine, Luxembourg, Ukraine. Ukraine. These Israel. guys. I'm not kidding you, Christian. They're sea level. JT, right? They're sea level riders. Yeah, that that was the point I was making earlier. Really? Some of these guys. Yeah, they should not be out there. It's bad. And I mean, the American guys come up on them so fast, or anybody, any fast guys, not just American. But uh, it's crazy. That is. Yeah, but. Uh, all right, let's do uh, let's do expert goggles. Uh, tear offs. Can we do that, Travis? Yes. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. The twenty seventeen X Brands are now available to purchase on the X Brand store, eksbrand.com. These goggles are going to change the world, Travis. They are going to change the world. They changed mine already. Yeah. Well, where do you see the new ones? Uh, I saw him. Goggles of Champions. Brock Tickle runs them. Fast Freddy Norn runs them. Uh, Fast Freddy said, I said to him at the Disney Nations, how's your goggles? And he said, oh, yeah, they're good. And I said, do you have any problems? He's like, well, a rock broke the tear-off clip off. And I'm like, I don't have anything. <laughs> so I don't even know why I asked him. <laughs> hey, he rode good. Yeah, Freddy was good. He yeah, was. Freddy was good. Uh, Sweden still didn't beat Canada, though, so. All right. Suck it, Freddy. Right. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Use the code PulpMX16, I believe, when you're checking out. Best goggles ever. Brock Tickle, Kyle Chisholm, Fast Freddy Norn. 
just some of the stars of the sport that run them. Jessica Patterson, WMX champion with X-Brand Goggles. Uh, X-Brand Goggle, the official goggle of Travis Marks, among others. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, all right, so these are rapid-fire questions for Christian Craig, myself, and JT. They're submitted by a Corey Moser. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Perluti knows him. Yeah, Perluti knows him. <laughs> uh, all right, so 30 seconds. Are you ready, Craig? I like to take I'm some ready. liberties with the word rapid, but that's all right. <laughs> Steve. Which of the motocross, <laughs> motocross does nations races you've attended with JT has he been the most upset at? Uh, I think by far uh, Germany. Yep. No. Germany and Latvia are a tie. He was so mad at Dunge. He's just, what is he doing? What is he <laughs> doing? Who's out there? What is happening? Why is he doing that? I was super pissed at Dunge. Yep. And I mean, but. To be fair, Dunge was not riding. JT was calling it right. He was. I'm still mad. Like when I think about watching him ride out there, I don't. I still don't know what he was doing. Latvia and Germany are tied for the most angry JT. <laughs> this 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 weekend was good though because after Saturday, he just sat there with his headphones on at his computer after the races, mumbling. So you gotta get this on video next year. Yeah, he wouldn't it... talk. He doesn't answer. He doesn't. He just looks forward. He just. Yeah, it's very angry. And I'm like, Benoit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. JT, which series makes more money, Supercross or the GPs? Supercross all day long. 2.6? Good job, JT. Keep it short. Gosh. Christian. Uh, are they are they dirty, perverted it's, questions? It's not. I mean, yeah. has sleeping with the boss's daughter ever created an awkward working relationship? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Moser. All right, next question. Steve, if you swap Amart for Savachi, does he do better or worse? Nah, he does the same. Can I say the same? I mean, I know you said better or worse. I think he does the same. I mean, Amart went uh, 2-3 in MX2. Rode well. Uh, I don't think anybody's beat him. Amart did his job. We got third, and he beat the rider of the first and second place country, both motos. Both mm-hmm. times he beat first and second place the next two riders. Yeah. Who yeah. would have been better than him? Well, like, it just it's Savachi or, or whatever or Amart. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think Amart did the best. Or you put Coops on the little bike. Yeah. And you put um fill someone else with MX three. Yeah. Alright, MX one. Yeah. yeah. Timmy. Timmy Ferrer. Yeah. Two time. Came out of retirement. Yeah. This nation's champion. All right. JT, who's had a better career up to this point, Mike Craig or Christian Craig? That's actually a good question. Oh, it's not. Come on. Well, he Uh, he does have one more Supercross. Yeah, he's got a more win than you. So yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna say Mike, but Christian should and will surpass Mike. I mean, having a big bike Supercross win is man, that's yeah, that's next level stuff right there. So I think uh, at, at this moment it's Mike, but I think Christian will surpass him. Sweet. Christian, you appear effortless on the bike. Who or what do you credit your riding style to? Um, I've never really like tried to copy someone's style, but I get told that I look like uh K dub. Steve said Renard before. Um Yeah, I don't really try to copy anybody. It's just that's my style. It's uh 
I don't want to blow you because you're right here in studio, but it's it's so fun to watch. It's so if you if he wasn't right here in studio, would you want to blow him? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I, I would want to blow him if he's not here. Um, right. uh, uh, it's just beautiful to watch. It's it's Renard esque when when Robbie was on. When Robbie was, I think he looks like K Dub. Yeah, but I don't yeah, sit no, as much. Yeah, as he's, his elbows are up higher than K Dub. He stands more than K Dub. K Dub, you know, sat down more, but but the smoothness, I think. Yeah, K Dub. Steve, which U.S. track would provide the closest atmosphere to what we see at most nations in Europe? <laughs> I mean, right? I and mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think anything else is even close. No. And it's still, Red Bud's not even close. And for all you jerkies that are on Vital or my Twitter or Moto News or wherever saying, you know, it's too bad the designations isn't at Glen Helen. Let's have it at insert national track here. Never going to happen. Not going to happen. Stop it. Don't even waste no. your breath. Don't even waste your tweets. Don't waste the effort to push the keyboard. Right it's now, a cultural thing. Like those people are crazy. Like they they think differently. Their brains are chemically functioningly differently than and, American brains. And it's the, the way they approach sporting events. And there's no lawyers. There's you no know, lawyers? I'm pretty sure they have lawyers. Well, I mean, just like sue happy people. So they bring chainsaws in. Oh. They're allowed to bring chainsaws. They're allowed to bring... Uh, um, smoke bombs. Smoke bombs. Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, scooters. They're allowed to bring everything in. They, yeah, whatever they want. So. You give the like, absinthe. Uh, breaking news. I got a tweet from Tim Ferry here. Uh, breaking news. Uh, a text, I mean. Today. Uh, we haven't talked for like three days, four days. Today, Benoit looks Canadian. That's it. Thank you, Tim Ferry, for that great fair assessment. Is that not so, Red Dog? Is that not just so random tweet out of nowhere? Benoit I got a tweet. For, I got an email from Oscar in Germany that says, "Tell Mathis he needs more Benoit." <laughs> All right. Next question, JT. What was the weirdest fan? Uh, what was the weirdest fan or costume you saw this trip? Weirdest fan or costume? Uh, man, you know what? We didn't we didn't venture into the crowd too much this year. Um, I saw some. I, it was honestly more the same as every time. You just see people that are head to toe body paint in mm-hmm. their nation's colors. It's kind of always the same, but it's. What about the dudes in like thongs? You know. You see those guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. depends. It kind of escalates through the weekend. People get more and more wasted, and they haven't showered for more and more days. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that that press tent for the for, for when oh the, my god, oh, I've never it's never like a been in something that disgusting combination of piss, ass, sweat, and it was not showering. It was on Friday. On Friday, when we first got there, and they were all the people were crammed in there for the press conferences. Oh, it was at a peak. I had to walk out. It was that bad? I've never been able to see smell before. <laughs> oh I, I could literally see the Dude, smell. There was no air conditioning. It was just like a pressed room, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to move. And I went to where I saw Fro on the far end, and there was a door open yeah. by him. And I went there, and the breeze came in. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, that room had all the senses in it. Like, I could taste the smell. I could smell the smell. I could touch the smell. I could see the smell. <laughs> it was like Ren and Stimpy when the little green odor comes out. Could you hear the smell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I could hear 
yeah, like my stomach gurgling <laughs> and um, yeah, it was it was yeah. really bad. Like think of think of the most horrific thing you've ever come in contact with on an odor level. Think of and then put that inside an entire tent. That was think of Moser at Washougal after day four. It was yeah. really bad. All right. I, I heard the funniest thing I heard all weekend was these German guys come in. I think it was actually on Sunday after the race. They came in and they were talking. It was two German guys and they were talking in English. I'm not sure why. Maybe one of them was like Swiss or, or Dutch or something. But they were speaking in English to each other. And the one guy says, We go outside. These this air is not nice. Awesome. <laughs> we make it the horsepower. We make yeah, it the, the power. F you, dude. This, this air is not nice. All right. Christian, what was the best and worst part about working a normal nine to five job? Oh, Moser, except for the first one, Moser's been good. Yeah. 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 Uh best part, consistent paycheck, uh health insurance, gas card, company truck, all that in one. Worst part. Working a nine-to-five. <laughs> in Minnesota in the winter. In the winters, bro. yeah. I mean, I'm from Winnipeg, so I I know. Like, yeah. you get up. What time do you start? Uh, I leave the house around 7.30. So, like, it's dark. Oh, it's, yeah. Mornings you know, are dark. John. It's dark. It's cold. Get Car barely starts. Yeah. Uh, you're looking through a little foggy windshield that you've def- you had defrog on for a while. Yeah. 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 That's rough. <laughs> All right. That's like, my, that's like my mornings in Idaho. Yeah, you got it, too, there, right? Yeah. Yeah, wintertime. Is that it? X Brand? Yeah. Huh? X Brand goggles 2017 for sale now on EKSBrand.com. Go. Go there and buy. Does the code work for the new ones? Do we know? Should ask Swisscore. I'm not sure. Why wouldn't it? Um, Different SKUs. Uh, different SKUs. Different SKUs. F you, dude. Um, uh, X Brand goggles, EKSBrand.com. Please check them out. Christian Craig, Geico Honda team, Jason Thomas from flyracing.com. Uh, JT, we got a question for you. Uh, Dark Side, welcome to the show. I don't think JT can answer your question, Dark Side. No, I bet he can. It's a, it's a boot. Oh, I know what you're saying. Um, but first, did you say the goggles are available now? Yeah, I think so. Swiss, Swiss said so. I thought it was the fifth. Well, I'll have to check. Wait, I look, what, I look well, hold on. Travis is, gi- Travis is giving Yeah, I'm looking at the website right now. But so, can you, like, buy it and stuff? It says add to cart. Add to cart, Dark okay. Side. Wait, I'm doing it. Let, as as I got add it to cart. Let me know if the code works still for the new ones. Well, I have a different code because I picked Ooh, up the Ooh, look at you. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my question is, he mentioned something about A-stars. Now, I just got sectors. Are, are we overriding the sectors now, or are the sectors still your, your deal? No, we're still selling sectors. It's just uh, that's more of a WCS thing. So the Alpine Stars is we're a you know, distribution company, so. Um, but right, I okay. well, probably shouldn't talk about that too much yet. So, told you. Uh, okay. But now, sectors, sectors are all good, and we're still, you know, fly racing the company I work for, and we sell we sell sector boots. So, you're all good. All right, man. I just you know didn't want to make sure you weren't backing out of fly or something, bro. No, 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 no. no, no. no. He's a, he's at he's at fly racing. He he actually um, he acts like he owns the company, loves it so much. So, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I don't. Hey, can I say I own it? That's not true. What's that, Darkside? Uh, I was say if I can say one more thing for your Texas listeners. We yep. got our big pro challenge coming up this weekend at Swan. Uh-huh. Uh, Top Jimmy's going to be there. Kyle Cunningham's going to be there. Uh huh. Twenty five thousand dollar pro purse. Yes, that thing's been around forever. That's been a big race for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be giving away a couple pair of X brand. I'm going to get everybody to sign them and 
and do some kind of trivia question or something, giving away some kids. So, oh, sweet. If you're if you're in Texas, man, come to Swan. Swan, bro. Timmy, Timmy drove out there uh, 98. Tim Ferry? Yeah. That 97, 98, yeah. got smoked. <laughs> he, talks, he used to tell me man, about it all the time. <laughs> a lot of guys are showing up. Brownies come a bunch. Pastrana. Uh, huh. Raynard, of course, is close. He comes down. Right. Uh, Lessie won two years ago. So we always have some good guys come out. Hopefully Chiz will show up. It'll be a good weekend. Okay. Thanks, man. So, Thanks, Darcy. All right, guys. All right. Uh, Travis, that might not be the code, though. Check out what the code is. I could have the code wrong. I say the code wrong all the time. What's the code? I don't know. Check it. We have a website over there. Okay. Whatever's on the app. Yeah, that's what I use. Oh, okay. Then that's probably right. Yeah. It doesn't work. So the code does not work. No. AKSbrand.com. So just buy them at full retail, everybody. Suck it. <laughs> all right. They're great goggles. They'll change your life. Uh, all right. Question for uh, Christian from Chris. Chris, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, bro? Good, good, good. Um, Christian, I know that you had that nagging injury um, with your wrist probably two years ago. Um, then you moved to Minnesota for the 9 to 5. I know it must be frustrating. Um, tell me how you could be so mentally strong going through that time, knowing you had the best support from Paige and was having a kid on the way. Yeah. Um, it was hard to uh, to switch careers and all that, but um, I knew in the back of my mind that, that I wanted to race dirt bikes. So, um, you know, once you believe that you can win, it's it's uh, a lot of confidence comes in into your mind, and and uh, you know nothing changes that. So, uh, I think that made me a better person working a nine to five and all that, and it made me realize uh, how much fun racing a dirt bike is and, and getting paid to do that. So, um, yeah, that was an eye opener for sure. And when you and started back, because you're always riding in Minnesota, you're yeah. indoor, like you're racing somewhere indoor place like once or, a week. I yeah. ride. Did you ever feel like, hey, I lost it? Like I'm not fast anymore? Like did you ever, did you ever no. get to the point where you? Oh, sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But yeah, yeah, you I lost saw... a lot of my endurance. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, me, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one lap sprint. Yeah, I lost, what? I lost mine. I don't know if, since I quit racing. You can sure. still throw one lap down. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. No problem. All right, thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, we're gonna give away a set of fly racing gear because we gave away a set of Craig's gear. So it's only gear. fair we we gave away a set of fly gear. I don't know what brand that is. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Uh, flyracing.com. Can we give away a set of uh, uh, 17 gear, JT? We can, right? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Contest at pulpamexshow.com. That's the email. We're just going to randomly pick a number. Actually, maybe we'll do 48. Christian's new number. Yep. 48th email into uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you enter more than once, you will not win. One email. I look at your addresses, people. Uh, yeah, contest at pulpmexshow.com. Uh, the 48th email again wins a set of fly gear. So courtesy of the folks at flyracing.com. Fly racing, the best gear out there, bro. Uh, all right, this is the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets at Travis. BTOsports.com, great guys, great, terrific company. Anything you need for your bike or body, they've got it. Uh, Please go check them out. Use the code, or don't you? Well, use the code call down there and uh, mention Pulp of Mexico and get a discount from those guys. Um, BTOsports.com. Uh, of course, uh, Blake Baggett, Davey Millsaps, Benny Bloss on the team next year. Uh, BTO Sports, uh, KTM. Uh, great guys down there. Anything you need for your bike or body, they've got it. And uh, we thank them. It's a bit of a pain in the ass to call, I know. But if you call, you've got a great deal. All right? So just call, mention it, Pulp. You get a great deal. These questions are submitted to Ad Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Travis goes through them, picks the best one. Let's do it. Ben wants to know for Christian. Benoit? <laughs> okay. Because no. he was, I don't know if you saw it, but he was really good. I don't, 
think anybody knows who that is. Uh, Christian, several several riders say when they get injured, the phone just stops. Do people treat you different? Um. Uh. No, I mean, you still get support from a team. I think. I mean, the phone does stop. You're not racing every weekend. Yeah, I always feel like you hear that from riders, and I get it. But did those riders like? Okay. People do stop calling when you get hurt. Yeah. But did the riders think that those dudes were his friends? Yeah. Like, hey, man, my goggle guy didn't call. Yeah, he's not your friend. It's because he didn't have to build your goggles yeah. this weekend. Yeah, he's not your friend, bro. There's, there's a lot of those fake friends, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. whatever. Like, So I don't know if riders – because we hear that from riders all the time. Ah, oh, you forget me when I'm hurt. You guys got to realize, like, as soon as the money goes and the, and the, the results go, so do your fake friends. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the trainers and the, the, the no offense, and the trainers and the, the 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 goggle guys and the gear guys, like they're gonna move on, yeah, to somebody that can give them make the money. So yeah, it's true. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about these riders because I hear them. They tweet that riders tweet that, and I'm like, yeah, evil cops, evil stop calling, asking to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, unless I knew you, but yeah. So this one's from Brock. Uh, he says you might have talked about it already, but what is the reason? For JGR making the decision to go to Suzuki. We're going to talk about that later. Okay. That's a JGR infab check-in. Adam. God, you stepped all over the all whole right, I won't ask that one either then. Um, Jesus Christ. This is from the U. Does your, does your 2017 expectations of how Cooper Webb will do on a 450 change after the designations? Mm, I don't. JT? Uh, no. He'll be fine. I mean, we could ask Christian, but he doesn't want to talk about Cooper Webb. Do you well, like it's 450 him? now, so... Did you like Cooper? Did you get along with him? Okay. And you guys had some good races. I really talked to him. So. But it, was okay. it wasn't good or bad, just no. you didn't talk to him. No yeah. bad blood yeah, or right, anything, right. and he never tried to take me out. So. Uh, Jordan wants to know for Christian, what are your expectations for yourself for 2017? Uh, win some Supercrosses. Um fight for the championship, um, and then uh, just be consistent throughout the whole year. Be there at every race. So that's, uh, that's it. This one's from Todd. He said, for Steve and JT, do you guys see 450, 450s ever going away like 500s did? JT? Uh, ever? Sure. I mean, it seems like, you know, stuff like that always kind of, changes um i don't think anytime soon though i think the the manufacturers have spent a ton of money on r&d on the 450 so it'll be around for quite a while hey we got a tweet from a guy that says he doesn't see the new goggles on the websites i mean what do i tell this guy how do you feel about 450s though i mean sir i'm looking at it right here okay yeah all right philip Travis is looking at it right on the website. So sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't, sorry, Philip. I don't want to tell you. Uh, four fifty, sure. Like, I mean, did we ever think two strokes would go away? Did we ever think four strokes would go away? Um, we didn't, you know. Um, I firmly believe we could get a, if everybody started making three fifties, the racing would be better. But is that going to happen? No. So, all right, Ben wants to know for Steve Benoit? and JT. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Do you guys pay your own way to the destinations, or does the promoters pay Racer X and the you promoters cover the race? <laughs> yeah, just set me called. He's like, "Hey, I want you to come." Mathis, we need you there. Absolutely. He texted. He texted Davey and said, "Hey, where do I send this check?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. He texted MX Sports and said, "Hey, guys, uh, really want to help you come to this race." Ah, uh, no, I'm a freelance guy, so uh, that means uh, I get paid a flat amount from Racer X, and I pay my way to all my races. However, for the destinations, Racer X did chip in a small amount to help me out and you know i chipped in a little bit team canada team canada helped me out a little bit so that was greatly appreciated from courtney and uh, and the guys there uh, but i still i'm out the hook uh thousand bucks probably probably thousand bucks i've seen your paychecks you'll be fine yeah jt uh, yes you rang the question are you going to answer the question uh i was working i that's why i had meetings with giuseppe and doing all this stuff. I had meetings with another brand there and riders and all kinds of stuff. So I was an official fly racing capacity. Um, mm-hmm. it, it probably still cost me a little bit because I bought a more expensive flight uh, to get the flight I wanted. Um, but I was, yeah, most of my expenses were paid for. I did get upgraded JT, by the way, from uh, Milanda, Newark. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah, I got, the last, I got the last seat. All right. Good. Tanner wants to know for Christian, what are your thoughts on Jagger racing? And his popularity. The popularity has got out of hand. I'm ashamed to admit I follow him on Instagram. For, I'm ashamed. I've 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 uh, I've held strong. Haven't clicked that button. Oh, yet. I did. He's not even two years old. I I, I follow. It's him. not. Yeah, but it's super creepy. But um, if he wants to ride a dirt bike, that's fine. If uh, he doesn't want to, that's fine too. But um, yeah, he's gonna have a dirt bike at all times if he yeah. wants to go ride. I think it's a, it's a fun sport, and and I hope he enjoys it and has fun with it. But Hi, yes, is Jagger home, please? Yes, that's the best. All right. Uh, I guess I talked about that one already. Will wants to know, do you really think Justin Barsha would benefit from DV's coaching? Yes, I do. I do. Um, but you can't just like, uh, hey, DV, come out for like uh, two weeks. I don't, we're going to have DV on uh, next. We're going to ask him about this, this Twitter battle with, with Justin Barsha. It was great. Um you can't just come out for like a couple weeks. Like DV needs to work with him. But I mean, would the results change? I don't know. But I think a coach can help a rider out. Yeah, I mean, Barsha's worked with Budman. Last summer, he gave Budman a lot of the credit for remember when he was riding the Nationals really well. And yeah. He gave Budman a lot of that credit, um, and then he broke up with Budman for some reason. So, um, I think so. Yeah. But do there? If you're saying that it would help him, but if the results don't change, does it really help him? Good point. I don't know. Exactly. Chicken or the egg. Right? Later. Sure. All right, next question. Uh, Brody wants to know, where do you think Kenny would have placed at the destinations if he went? Uh, I think he would have won. He's... One, 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 one. Just ones everywhere. There'd be ones all over the place. <laughs> I mean, Christian? Yeah. Yeah. The way he was riding all summer. Right? He's going to keep the momentum going. Let me ask you this, JT. He would, he would have been one every time, every practice, every qualifier, every race, every time. Oh, practice though, he wasn't the best in practice. Yeah, He's also so. yeah. In practice. practice in America, he was not always the greatest. But yeah, I think on that stage though, right. he would have wanted to be. Um, more impressive, JT. Hurlings or Fabra? Or am I missing a guy? Uh, I mean, that's those two. Or am I Hurling, Hurlings? Yeah, I'll say Hurlings. He was. He was. I think Fabra. He was the best guy every time he went out. I think Fabra. What? Fabra was like fifth place. 
the second Dude, he was he was fifteenth place off the start. Who cares? Hurley was pretty much dominant, other than crashing one moto and still getting second. Couldn't beat Anderson. Okay. I, if you really think that Febril was better than Hurlings on the weekend, I, I that's your opinion. Great, but I would thank you. Appreciate call you it. foolish. That's okay. Exactly what he just said. <laughs> uh, Corbin wants to know for Christian, what are your thoughts on Sexton as far as how he will? Oh, I thought fare? this was a sex question. <laughs> as far as how he will fare this year in Supercross, Christian after dark. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chase like a little brother to me, and he's a pulp show listener. He is. Yeah, I know. I was with you when yeah when he was telling you that. But uh, pulp show listener, we corrupted him he early. Is. He's a I'm good telling writer. you, I love amateurs. I love amateurs, and yes, Whoa. you do. You're big on the amateur scene. Chase Sexton is, is well, the one. What you do in your own time is is your thing. <laughs> no, but I think he's going to be good. Um, he's my teammate, and you know, he's, I'm not going to say he's going to do bad, but he's going to be a rookie, and and he's going to learn some stuff, and hopefully, he, uh, learns quick. Okay. All right, Christian, let me, put, let me put you on a spot here. Are we talking Forkner rookie, or are we talking, like, J-Mart rookie? No, uh, he raced Forkner his whole amateur career, so... And was he better than Forkner? I mean, they switched some motos, but I think Forkner got a lot of the overalls okay. on him. So slightly worse than Forkner. Because this Forkner kid... I know. I'm Forkner's surprised good. this... All these amateur uh, experts never saw this coming from the outdoors. The task was kind of the same, too. Yeah, Forkner's surprised me all summer. Um, Chase was right there with with him and amateurs, and even in the spring nationals they raced earlier this year, he was right there. Um, I mean, I think they're both they're both going to be rookies going into Supercross, and uh, Austin's going to have a little bit more experience with having the summer, but uh, they're both going to learn some stuff, so... Um, I hope Chase does well, and I think he's going to be strong. There we go. And then from Randy, he wants to know, Christian, what are your thoughts on the Chase format? Are you for or against Another it? Chase question. Yeah. Chase Sexton or Supercross Chase? <laughs> no, I don't even really Hold know. On, wait a second. Though, wait a second. JT, Christian thinks yeah. the 250 Supercross riders getting points is fine. For my situation well, this year, it was fun. What is it? Wasn't his father-in-law's idea? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I wasn't yeah. a part of it whenever he was doing yeah, that. It happened. So, okay. Next question: Chase format. What do you think? Chase? Um, I think it'd be cool to switch it up a little bit. Uh, I don't really know exactly how those things work. I know NASCAR does it, but um, It'd be cool to change it just to keep the points interesting, especially in 450. I think 250 has a good – there's always some good fights in there, but 450 kind of gets boring t- towards the end the past couple of years. So change God, for sure. God, I hope they do it. I hope As a fan, it would be awesome. Yeah. I think they lack the balls to do it. I really do, but I hope they do. Who knows? Um. All right, is that it? Yep, that's it. BTO Sports, tweet Travis. Go ahead, tweet at him. Uh, he'll ask the best questions, uh, and some of the ones, anyways. Do it. Uh, just call down btosports.com. Say, hey, uh, I'm with Pulp Mech Show. Uh, and I believe you. someone said you can put Pulp Mech Show in the coupon code on the website, and they'll call you back. can't verify that, but that might be a way that you can get them to call you back and be like, hey, what's your order? But they'll give you a discount. You just got to call. Uh, flyracing.com, the best gear out there. JT, Sean Moffenbeier also wore fly gear on his way to a 10th place finish for Team Canada. He did? Yep. 
and he was custom, call- uh, custom red stuff. He was and calling then, you out for not making the custom Max, not making custom gear. It was we we put that color in the line just for motocross. <laughs> oh, oh, red was a red. Red was a color you were on the fence about. Absolutely. Okay. Ah, uh, all right, JT. Thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Um, uh, good thoughts on MXDN and and good traveling with you and and we had fun. So that's good. All right. All right. See you guys. See you, man. See ya. Jason Thomas, everybody from Fly Racing, coming up with David Villeman right now, the great DV uh, nine-time Supercross and Motocross winner between them. Yeah. Nine times? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Eleven? I, I got it mixed up all the time. Either it's nine Supercrosses and two Outdoors, which equal 11, or it was seven Supercrosses and two Outdoors. Well, we can ask him. Which equal uh, nine. Him. I can't remember what it was, but whatever it was, he was a bad dude. Super fast guy, and he's listening to the show, and we're going to get him in. He's our, he's our co-host. and uh, Great radio. We love having him on. And uh, so hopefully he's not at uh, Pechanga. No, or Elsinore. Elsinore. Elsinore is the one? Casino. Okay. Uh, brought to you by Hot Cams. Unleash the power within. DV is one of the few riders that can actually uh, change cams, I believe. Uh, I'd bet a lot of money on that. They want to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners 30% discount. Hot Cams 2016 is the code. Hotcamsinc.com. Just just change the uh, uh, cams in your bike. You can smooth out the power. You can give yourself some more power. I guarantee you Christian Craig has a different cam in his bike than what comes stock on a Honda. And uh, they're a proud supporter of our show. So thanks to Hot Cams for making it happen. Uh, all right, let's get him on the show. David Villeman, what's up? How are you? How are you doing, bud? Are you nine-time AMA winner or 11-time? What are you? Uh, neither. Ten. Shit. Okay. Yeah, right, right there. So seven soupies and three outdoors or eight soupies? Yeah. No, seven. Yeah, seven Supercross and three outdoors. And then a bunch of 125 Supercross ch- titles or wins that we don't count? No. Yeah, not too many because I only really raced uh, two good seasons, though. Mm. So I think four. I think, yeah, four. Okay. Can you change your own camshaft in a dirt bike? Yeah, I'm sure I can. I bet you can. Um, all right. Well, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to get you up here, uh, the co-host, but we'll take uh, we'll take your thoughts on the phone about the motocross the nations and uh, and some other things. Um, first up, though, we, we want to announce this on the Pulp Show. Um, talk to Christian about this. And big news for Christian Craig. You, DV, and Christian Craig are going to be a team. You sound very excited. You're knocking papers around and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was my notes that I need to fact check you guys. And I would listen to you for three hours. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Um, Before we do yeah. that, yeah, you and Christian. Yes. Uh, uh, now you told me you were going to meet with another rider, so you were in. No, you, because I messed I messed up. I actually messed up. I told you your last week guest. But I thought he was in last week. Oh, I was uh, week. oh so it was never going to be. Okay. Okay. No, yeah. I oh. don't even know who was on last week. <laughs> <laughs> never mind then. So um, I, figure, I figure out that way because I heard he was coming up, and I thought he did last Monday ah, or okay. la- last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I said, oh, yeah, with your last week guest. Who was your uh, guest last week? Tyler Bowers. Tyler that Bowers. Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. No. I, no, I never, I never talked to him. Um, so, so no, I, I messed up. I thought he okay. already did. Yeah, I messed um, up. Um, so, Christian, you kind of heard him on the show a little bit. You obviously know who he is, and you know DV's uh, thoughts on things. And you reached out to him, and you guys are going to try. It's a test. You're going to test things out, but you're going to, you're going to work with DV. Yeah, I've known DV for a while. Um, when he worked at Moto Concepts, we talked a couple times, and then I see him at the tracks when he was working with Bud Racing last year, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know my mechanic knows him pretty well. So 
we were listening to the show a couple weeks ago when, when Bowers was on, and and you guys cold called him. And we were in the truck, and it was me and my wife, and she just liked everything that he was talking about with with training people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just gave it full insight and, and just gave it straight up. You know, he didn't really... You know, yeah, no, he, he just really straight up with stuff. And <laughs> Paige, he's pretty straight yeah, up. He he's pretty straight up. Yeah, and Paige really liked that. And you know, she got his his number right away. And I was like, yeah, let's reach out and and have a meeting. And so we went and had lunch last week. And um, yeah, I liked everything I heard. So <laughs> the the best thing about DV is he doesn't really need the job or the money. So he yeah. just kind of tells you what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't really need. I I don't have to. You know, I could sit on the couch. So. <laughs> 80 degrees or 70 degrees ESPN yeah. sweatpants. Yeah. Why well, go sit at Milestone when you can hang out on the couch? <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's the point. That's the whole point about training guys these days. Yeah. All the trainers and all the coaches that you see, they need the money. They need to eat. So they have to be nice. They have to be politically uh, – they have to be nice to the writer. Mm -hmm. They're their boss. They sign the checks. You know, I don't care. You know, I'm going to tell you. If it hurts, I'm going to tell you. If you do something that's not good, you know, some days be tough. Yeah. They'd be fine. Right. But, but I think that's the way it should be. It's why I like when trainers are paid by a third party, you know, rather than the, mm -hmm. the, the rider, the rider right. directly, you know. So because then, you know, sometimes team trainer they kind of like uh, don't get along with the riders so it's not a big deal because they won't get the they won't fire the the coach because mm -hmm. he, he didn't get along you know right. but if yeah. you don't get along straight so i think that's that's a big uh issue i think and um so yeah i was actually i was um really happy that actually Paige texted me and um and uh, i always kind of wanted to do something with someone that's you know, that has potential to actually win and actually won before, just make them improve. I always worked with guys that were like, um, uh, I would say not, no winners really, you mm -hmm. know, like, uh, you know, top 10 guys or something. So I think it could be pretty good. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. So we got Ooh. we got trainer John. Uh, you're going to do the training and then DV, you're the riding coach and you guys will work together to get Christian to the top next year, 250 Supercross champion. Yeah, I have to uh, to meet to meet the trainer and just. Well, he's talk right about here. It and, <laughs> he's right yeah. here. Yeah, we got to meet him in person. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, hey, um, uh, he looks in shape. If that means anything, DV, he looks like he's in shape. Like he's not me. Yeah. So that's good. Um, but but I think that's that's very important uh, when there's two people, you know, uh, mm -hmm. training someone. Uh, I think it has to be uh, good communication and also, you know, the trainer needs to come to the track to, to see what we're doing and maybe I need to go see what they're doing and right. kind of like give some input. And then that's something that we have to, to work on and, and see what, you know, Christian needs to work on physically, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, but we need to wait until he, he rides, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go ah, from this, there. Is, this is exciting for the Pulp MX show. I know. This is big news. It is. It's going to be updates all the time. <laughs> and DV's Instagram just got way more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to be no no more poker Hopefully no bad videos. No poker chips and uh, the inside of his house and his pool. <laughs> it'll, not yeah. be, um, it'll be interesting. I think this is awesome. This is really cool. Yeah, I think it'll be, uh, uh, it'll be You great. know, people people think, yes, I'm retired and then I don't do much. I just kind of like live a, a modest life, you know. 
But I follow the sport. I know every lap. I see every. I saw every lap on motocross nation. I set up the alarm at three fifty a.m. I've seen everything, you know, because I'm a fan and I like to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So and then I already watched Phoenix Supercross last year when Christian won, and I already saw a bunch of stuff that could be improved, like doing nothing, you know, like mm-hmm. so easy. Easy. So stuff, I'm very right. excited. So Christian's going to be moving excited. his levers right away and putting adjusting his air pressure in his, in his bike. That's going to be ASAP <laughs> right away. Yeah, um, be, yeah. Levers down. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. I think it'll be great. I'm, I mean, obviously Christian, you're a phenomenal rider. You won a supercross last year. You challenged for wins most every weekend. So, uh, this should be good. Maybe DV and DV, you've been great. Now you guys, you're just going to start, you're going to just feel each other out. Just date right now for a couple months. What do we? What do we? What do we know? Yeah, around there. A couple months, and yeah. we'll see. We'll reassess, yeah. and we'll go into Supercross yeah. and see how it works. So. Yeah, I think I think it's tough to commit for a long time. I agree. When you yeah. never mm-hmm. when you never work with someone, it has to be like a trial period, mm-hmm. and to see where you know we're gonna go to this. We're gonna work all the way to this date, and at this date, if I'm not happy, if he's not happy, mm-hmm. or if it's not working, we say, you know what? Right. No, no big deal. It, it's not going the right way. Yeah. Just you know, let it go. It's, it's for me. I think it's better for him, and also for me. I don't, you know, it it makes more sense to do it that way. You know, right? So, yeah, I agree. Than to than to comment on something for a long time that might not work. So we need to spend some time together and spend a month or so, and, and then. So, go to the track and figure it out. So, DV, do we get maybe the pulp show? Does we get a percent of this money, or I mean, we kind of open, we give you a venue. Do we get a little slice no. of this? Okay. Nah. Um, okay, DV. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, what about this Barsha stuff? So, why did Barsha come at you? Where did you? I saw your timeline. No, and you didn't no, say. Beca- yeah, because because uh, I never said something on Twitter. I said something on uh, Vital. You know, I kind of was, so I like, was bored and I was looking okay. for it. And I saw, oh, JGR going to Suzuki. Yes. I'm like, ah, so I clicked on it and I read a few posts. You know, you know, regular stuff that from regular fans, you know, they say, yeah. oh, yeah, it'd be, so, it'd be so good. You know, it'd be so great on Suzuki. They don't, they have no idea, but they say, oh, yeah, it's going to be so good. I'm like, you know, and I said something like, you know, he's been doing the same thing over and over, like uh, <laughs> riding right. riding the same thing over and over on different bikes, setting their bikes the same way, riding the same way, not shifting, revving for the last five years, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you cannot do the same thing and hope to have a better outcome. Oh, God. You, know, you, have, to, you have to drastically change something. Uh in a good way. You know, if, if you keep doing something the same way, you know, it won't work, mm-hmm. you know? I, I can't it's believe like Barsha reads Vital. That's brutal. No rider should ever read Vital. Everybody and, should stay off Vital. <laughs> yeah, but Vital is good sometimes. Sometimes it's actually, you kind of learn some stuff. There are, yep. There it, are it's times. Fun. Yep. Yeah, you, you have to take the good part, you know? Right. So right. I, po- I post this. I post this. Mm-hmm. And then... Let, Did you see this, Christian? Uh, Did you see this, by the way? The Barsha? Less, no, I'm trying uh, to look less, for it. Less than an hour after that. <laughs> That's when he hits he you said, up with Twitter about... No, yeah. yeah, yeah. He sends me two, two tweets. He says, oh, since... But he was, he was a little uh, sarcastic. You yes, know? yes, like, he was. <laughs> and he said, oh, since you're you know, such a great writing coach, why don't you come and call me and then uh, come help me or something? 
And I'm like, dude, you don't know who you're talking to, buddy. I'm like, I'm not Roxanne. I'm not, I don't need anybody. You know, I'm like, so I'm like, one, I don't need you. I don't need your money. You know, I'm not, but man, I don't need money. Yeah, so, your, uh, I thought his tweet was a little sarcastic, and so was yours back. It was tit for tat. You know? yeah, yeah, and and I said, and I said, I don't need you. I don't need your money. Basically, why would I call you to help you out? You know, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't put myself out like this. I don't. I'm not looking for a job. If you want, if you want me to do something for you, or work for you, or help you, you call me. You ask me like Christian did, and we we make a plan and right. we talk about it. And if we agree, yes, yeah, fine, great. And I said. Yeah, I don't need you, and you, I, why should I call you? And then I said, um, I said, oh, you should have called me years ago you know, to help you. <laughs> I and can... then I put something about R8. Um, R8. <laughs> I'm like, I can buy every R8 in any color cash, you know, just to pull like him. I know. Because of that right, the, the ball with Roxanne. That was right. awesome. <laughs> and then I said, don't, don't be too emotional. It's, it's getting too emotional, you know? Yeah, you don't want to be emotional in business or sports. It's, it's not very good. No, I mean we're we're all paid to talk about him. He's a professional athlete making a lot yeah. of money. And so stay off vital. Yeah. Don't don't listen to me or DV or any. But, you know, but but then, but, but then you but guys then got into like, it. You got into like a nice conversation. It went well. Yeah. Yes. And then he came back at me like in a way nicer way. Yes. And then yes. then then he was a little more constructive. You know, and uh, it was it? fine. Yeah. But. Yeah, mm. you know, it's pretty that was, funny. That was good. It was, was good, good. Yeah, Travis, did yeah. you see, you see all this? Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was it's good. Good stuff. It was like the the rocks and Barsha baller thing was great, and then DV Barsha like this is great entertainment here. Barsha's got everyone yeah. talking about him. So what's that? And then um, and then the vital blew up. You know, so mm-hmm. that that you know that's funny, and everybody said, oh yeah, you should help him, DV. Let's go. And then the other guys. Tweeting to Bosha, oh yeah, call him up, Justin. Let's go. You know, like, <laughs> well, you can't now. Like, you have an exclusive deal with Christian Craig. So yeah, yeah, we got a, <laughs> we got a deal. Yeah, um, we got a deal. Nah, that's funny. Um, yeah, people were. It was on our Twitter. It was on my Twitter and everything else. And I was flying. I was flying back from Italy, and I just my the Wi-Fi wasn't working good. And then I. My Wi-Fi started kicking in, and it was all Barsha DV tweets, and I'm like, "What's going on? <laughs> What's happening?" <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, you've written a lot about him on Pulp MX, the, the, your race columns that I uh, was getting you to do after every yeah, week. Yeah, but and, you I, know. I have nothing against him. No, no, great, yeah. I think yeah. it's a great writer. I think he takes it too personal because I take him as an example every time. Right. You know, it was supposed to be the next big thing. You know, and I told you, you can go to archives when he was riding in 250. I told you I don't believe in Borsha the way he rides. If he rides like this, it would not work in 450. I told you that five, six years ago. Yeah. No, you, you, know? you really did. And, I, I got to say you called that and, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because there is a way to ride a 450. It's way different. He does, know, he, so, he's, he does, he's very mad at me for things that I, I don't even know what I've said or whatever, but he's very mad at me right now. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, dude, like just but don't worry about it. Jody Wiseau talk shit about me all my life. You know, when I was winning, talk shit. When I was losing, he talk shit. It doesn't matter. You know, you shouldn't be too emotional about right. who says what. You know, just do your job. And people's you can't please anybody. I'm I'm in a good spot to know that because people either love me or hate my guts. Mm-hmm. So, but you cannot have everybody that likes you. It doesn't or Oh, if you do, you're not doing something right. 
Mm-hmm. Basically, um, you know, Christian, how much do you pay attention to that stuff? Vital Instagram. I mean, I run through it, but I, mean, I never, the, yeah, you know, get on it or like, like if someone reply to anything. Like Kenny, Kenny calls out fans like he told them one of them to suck his yeah, balls. Yeah, I never like, do that. Yeah, I, I I'll block someone if they say something really bad. Yeah, but that's it. Right, right. Try not to ever interact with those people. Yeah, you can't really win, and no. you'll never. I've learned it with this. With look, I'm a small-time guy in the industry compared to a rider like Barsha or, or you, Christian, but I've learned one thing. You'll never please everybody. I could have a show with uh, James Stewart, uh, Chad Reed, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, and people would be like, that's a, that's a stupid show. Yeah. And, and you just can't, you'll never please everybody, so just yep. do what you want, do the right things, and, and let it happen. Exactly. You know? but, but, but when you start, like, if you start talking about it, and then or posting, then don't be mad if you get hit for it. Right, for it. right. You, you know, yeah. like you have to, you know, agree with the consequences or accept them, you know? So that's important. Well, me, I don't care. Yeah, well, we know that. Uh, this would be good. So when do you guys start? Monday. Oh, wow. What? One, One week. week from now. Yeah. Monday, we have first day on Supercross. I almost wish Trainer John, like, tra- no offense, Trainer John, but I wish DV was training you for the Rocky footage and for the extension cord uh, 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 skipping ropes. <laughs> well, you never know. That could be part of the on-the-bike training. I hope that's part of the contract where there has to be more Instagram videos. Right. Dropping Christian off. I really off enjoyed them. At the park. At the park and saying to him, ride to the, run to the shop. <laughs> that's, no, man. That's a, the thing with riders and kids, you know, you drop it, like you're done with the uh, riding. You go to the shop. You say, "Oh, go for like a, a six miler right now." Right, go. Um, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna run all the way until the end of the parking lot, and then they're gonna walk for a little bit. You don't you never know. <laughs> so you drop them off six miles from the shop, and then no matter what, you know they're gonna either run it. Uh, walk it, but they're gonna do six miles. <laughs> I like it, uh, Travis. You so, okay. so when I had those guys, those racing guys, I yeah. said every time we go ride, you take uh, running gear and running shoes, and uh, we did that. Come back from milestone or for from anywhere, drop them off and say, okay, see you guys. <laughs> see you later. Um, but at, at least you know they're doing it. Yeah. I saw this thread title on Vital when I went there and posted the, the show PR or whatever. Dick Cheese. Yeah. You said, Travis, Kenny called somebody that? Kenny called someone Dick Cheese on his Instagram. <laughs> Welcome to Honda, everybody. <laughs> Honda's going to be so excited to have Kenny there calling guys Dick Cheeses. That's pretty funny. That's <laughs> crazy. That's that's going to be a revolution at Honda. I know, dude. They're going to freak out. I think it's awesome. People's going to... They're gonna lose like Dan Bentley. He's gonna lose hair. <laughs> he's, he's gonna be he's gonna be bald as me by the time Vegas. <laughs> he's gonna dick cheese and uh, baller videos and oh god, gotta love Kenny. Um, so DV David Villeman brought to you by Hot Cams. Uh, Hot Cams 2016. Big news: training Christian Craig. Big news. I hope you guys make it to Supercross. I, I see be us great. doing that. Yeah. I, I think I think it's gonna work. But DV, here's the thing. Christian's a very good, naturally talented rider. Yep. So what do you do? Uh, I have my ideas already. Okay. All right. I know. <laughs> All right. Take me out of my I'm, comfort I'm, zone. I'm, I'm doing my homework right now. <laughs> I actually uh, watch um, Phoenix Supercross. It's always good to watch like the best races or the the race that that you win, and to yeah. see like right. oh you could be look you actually won. Yeah. Look here, here you're not doing right. 
Here is not good. Here, look, that turn was horrible, mm-hmm. and he still won. So you know, I think it's it's good. I'm just kind of like going through videos right now and just trying to to see what uh, would help him. And um, that's it. You know, I think everybody can can ask, even Bubba at his peak. I thought you could have helped him too. Mm-hmm. You know, so on some stuff. You know. So are you gonna and, are uh, you gonna travel to the races if this goes through? Are you are you flying DV to the races? Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm back. Um, yeah, I'm flying. I still, I still have a, a gold, uh, uh, gold status on American Airlines, so I'm uh, happy. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, so I really wanted to get you on here before I knew this was happening. I, you were coming on the show, and DV, you were coming on, but I didn't know you guys were working together. Yeah. I, I was just having I you up, anyways, and then DV was gone for Disney's talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, give me your thoughts on on Dis Nations DV. Let's talk about that. Um, first up, I guess the big news, Anderson. You heard us discussing it earlier. Like, wh- where do you stand on Anderson? And I mean, he's got to accept some of this blame for getting landed on. Um, but what do you, what's your take on it? Um, I love Jason. Is is maybe my favorite writer to watch in four fifty now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and seriously. I cannot say that it's not his fault. I think it's a hundred percent his fault. You know, you don't roll. It's like if you start first in a supercross race, would you roll the first triple? No. I'm asking you. Okay. No. And that's the pretty much that's a blind spot. You know what? Oh, it is. The face is really tall. You know, and he goes up and down. The guy comes. I don't think he saw him. No. If he if he saw him, he would have wouldn't have jumped. So, I, you know, I think it's it's fault. Like if he was coming and and uh, if he did a whip to celebrate his win, we wouldn't talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, and maybe the U.S. would have won. But I think it's you know, it's it's not bad. I think he's okay and stuff, but. I think that's his fault. Finish line jump, just just uh, go for it. And yeah, I mean, stop later. I I did watch the finish to the third moto, as I said earlier. I don't know if you heard me, but uh, it, it ninety a lot. Ninety ninety five percent of the guys jumped it. You know how uh, what happened? Also, like um, this happens in uh, sometimes last, last chance qualifying Supercross when the guys are dicing for like the last transit spot spot, and always the the guy that's maybe winning he goes inside and he's going to roll the first jump and the guys behind they race until the finish to get you know the the third and fourth place spot mm-hmm. um and sometimes they come very close you've seen it you don't remember it you don't remember it because it did not happen yeah but that's sketchy right you know I, and then did you see <clears throat> you have to time it like uh real time to see from the top of the jump, and then how much it took for him from the top of the jump, the finish line, to when he got hit. It took a while. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Rolled, he, he really rolled went slow. So, yeah. So slow. Yep. And, you know, it was terrifying because I was actually watching it live. I'm like, what the heck just happened? Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, but, yeah, I think it's, 
you know, sadly, is uh, that's his fault on this one. Right. Well, congratulations to you, French bastards. Three years in a row, not their best performance. Uh, not a no, good score, it was, but it was, it was, yeah. it was horrible. It was other than uh, Romain. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other guys that did. I think uh, Paturel did okay because. He's only a top five guy mm-hmm. in MX2, which is a European championship, like under 23. So that level of the level of the championship is not that great. He got third because Ferrandis was her, and then um, Jonas was her mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, and then the only I think out of I counted because I had to write something about it. They did 36 races. He only podium six times, and three of them. Where when Erlings, Jonas, Ferrandis were not there, so he's not that good. I think he he, he did the job, mm-hmm. you know, and he got a top ten. They got him for like a, a tenth place, so that was good. And you know, I think yeah. if you do a top ten and you're not so good at a two fifty guy, it's not bad for this nation, you know. And uh, but Poland kind of blew it in his last model, mm-hmm. and uh, Fab was. Did great. Like, yeah, February was good. He, yep. he, he won it basically, yeah, yep. to, because he passed Searle. So, um, yeah, I think it's twenty nine points is huge. It's, it's the most points ever. You know, so yep. the, the the performance wasn't very very good, but you know they got it. Heartbreak for Cooper. Jeez, Christian was yeah, saying like. Christian was saying, like, you know, Farber was giving him heat. He didn't know whether he had to uh, let him by or could. And, you know, like you said, you Christian, like, you don't know. You're getting a little nervous. Even the people watching the screen in the P-Lane, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what how many points or this or that because it updates pretty much every lap. You uh-huh. know, like, yeah. if, Goch- if Gauthier in the back lose a spot or gain a spot, then you it changes up front. So it's tough to have the 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 live virtual finish, you know, with all those points you have mm-hmm. to take one score away, and basically you just have to go for it, right? Unless you you know before the the last model that what you do like yeah, yeah. You, you have a huge lead, you don't want to mess it up. But when it's close, you just have to race, just like Fever did. You have to race until the end and just pray that's enough, right? But, when you raised the nation, that's what we did. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, when you raced, did you ever do any math? You're just like, hey, I'm going 30 minutes no, as long. Yeah. You can. When, when we won, I saw that we won when I went the last time in front of the pit. Lane? The pit. Yep. Yeah. They told me, yeah, France win. Or, you know, yeah. I was like, and that's the only time I knew. Because it changes all the time. It's tough to follow. It's tough to follow in your couch in front right. of the TV. How right. can a writer, you know, know? It's tough so, to get the right word on the pit board, too. Did you see Eric give Webb a pit board that said break him? B-R-A-K-E? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> break him. Yeah. About Faber. I'm just like, no. No, America. Uh, um, no, that, um, but, yeah, that's um, – it's, it's tough because – even last year, Cooper kind of uh, messed up in the last model. He stole, yeah, he stole the bike. it. Yeah. Um, you know, that has to be tough on him, though. Oh, he was broken up at the press conference, man. He was crying a little bit in the podium, apparently. So, yeah. yeah. I need to fact check you. I need to fact check you. On, okay. Uh, Go ahead. Anderson had to do six or better in the last model, not seven. Uh, well, are you counting 
he's going to knock Goche back one spot if he gets seventh. Yes, yes. He's going to. Yes, he's gonna, I, I counted that too. Okay, and he's, and he's going to, and they're going to lose a tiebreaker because of Fabra winning, right? Or no? Because yeah. Anderson wins. No, they win on the second. They lose on the no. second tiebreak. No, they, they, on the second tiebreak right. because Gucci got got third. Yep. And the sec, the second best uh, moto result was, was four. Cooper with a fourth. Yeah. So he has to he has to do six. Okay. No matter what. All right. Do you think he would have got yeah. that? I think he would have got that. Uh, eh, who would have started uh, inside though? That's the point. Yeah. Hey, DV, <laughs> it's nine thirty four right now. By the way. Yeah, I just actually I watched. I looked at it. I looked at my TV box and I just saw it. Yeah, just before you said it. <laughs> um, Great radio. What else, Fat Check? Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. No, no, I, I don't remember. But okay. Uh, um, JT said uh, earnings was first all the way until that moto against Anderson. It's wrong because in practice he wasn't the fastest. No, he was not. No. Nope. Um, That's another fact check. Do you, you. more impressive, Faber or Hurlings? We just argued about that before we let him go. No, I'll, I'll say uh, Feb for sure. That's what I said. Yeah. What did you think, Christian? I think Hurlings because it was his first race in the 450. And uh, can you st- can you guys stop with Hurlings? He's <laughs> 22 years old. He's a year older than Cooper Webb. If you ask anybody in Europe, Hurlings is 16. I know. And, right? came up. <laughs> and, then, and and two years ago he was riding 85. No, it's not. He's it's older. He's it's, a man now. Okay, he's not 16 anymore. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. people grow. No, know, I, 22. I agree. He's, I, a year, he's one year older than, than Cooper Webb. So stop saying he's been riding forever. You know, the, the experience with the uh, 450-250, it's the same bike. He has he's, 200. He's, he's, a six, more. he's a six-year pro. Six-year pro. Seven. Seven-year pro. Yeah. Um, that's seven, seven season. Right, so, exactly. I know. And also, too, I heard seven season. I heard that Pitt had to, like, personally convince him to ride this race because he didn't want to be – he wanted to be 100% ready for his 450 debut. But I got news for you. He rode that 350 in an open class at Nations before. Yeah. Like, big deal. I, I, like You know, people were saying that because, like, I was saying something on Facebook, uh, and French people, you know, they love Erlings. I'm like, and they say, oh, you're jealous of Erlings and this and that. I'm like, guys, at his age, I was racing with Jeremy McGrath, the biggest Supercross name there is. Yeah, I mean, at his age. And, oh, so, at 22. So, DB. At 22, you, I, was, I was a rookie. I was a rookie in the U.S. in the 250 class. And I was racing with uh, – I'm not jealous of Erlings that stay in a under-23 yeah, class. Wait, DV, you didn't ride in a class where anybody who came up to challenge you got moved out? You didn't ride in a class like that? Where anybody I who did, got – I anybody, did, anybody I did who the got, opposite way. I did the opposite way. Yeah. When I, get, I got second in a 125 World Championship, I moved right away. I did not stay for no, a time. No, it's all those and, wins for Hurlings. They're empty wins, bro. Empty wins. Yeah. That, and then that's yes, he's a great rider, but people need to stop. Let him go in the 450, see how it goes. And if he has balls, he can come in the US too sometimes, you know, and show that he's the best in the world. Right now, he's the best under 23, you know, 250 guy. That's that's <laughs> uh, the only thing. Uh, I mean, he wrote great. He wrote great, but I agree. Uh, Fabro. And, and he won, he won this nation. But news flash, Erlings. News flash, guys. At 18 years old, 
Ryan Vidopoto went 1-1 on a 250 F. Yeah. First Creek. Yeah. He was, he was 18, four years before Erlings did. And Erlings, you know, go 1-1. So, yes, he's great. But Vidopoto is better, and Bubba is better, and Ricky is better. So, Timmy. I'm, I'm over this, this talk about Erlings. Let him go to the big boy class. What he does, he might be world champion. Yes, yeah. it's great. No, he, but, I, he, I think he wins a world championship down the line. I think he does for sure. Yes, he will. Yeah. Look, Geyser did. Geyser wasn't as good as Erlings last year, and he won the 450. Right. So, uh, yes, yes, he has a good chance to win. But they need to stop saying all this stuff. You know, let him do it first before he right. does it. You know? Yeah, uh, I agree. Febber was better to me. What's yeah, that, because what's wrong your cat? Like I'm, <laughs> what's wrong with your cat? Yeah, I have a cat. I, I hate that thing. Every, every day I wake up, I wish it was dead, but it's still alive. <laughs> Come on, DV. Get that drop of what I hate that thing. <laughs> yeah, I hate that thing. No, but she likes to, she likes to go out at night. So, uh, Only DV would have a cat and then hate it and wish it was dead, but still keep it. <laughs> <laughs> my kids cat. <laughs> hey, uh, DV, what uh, what do you think about like? Hey, we talked about this earlier in the show. Like Anderson Webb's gone two years in a row. Anderson stepped up this year. If Tomac and Dungey are like, hey, I'm ready to go. What I mean, what does Roger say? Yeah, I'll bump Cooper and I'll bump Anderson. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Whenever DV says listen, it's always good. No. This nation is easy. You get the best rider available on D-Day. For that day, whoever is the best, you take. Okay. You know, All right. That's easy as that. That's why I was pissed with the French uh, idiots that did not take Marvin. Right. That was easy. The French thing was, you know, Ferrandis 250, and then Marvin and, and Favre. Mm-hmm. When uh, Dylan uh, got hurt, then you take Marvin, you put it on 250, because he knows he's been there less than a year ago. And you, then you call uh, Gauthier to ride open class. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you have a guy like Marvin that can do like a top eight, top five, like uh, Van Orbeck. Right. Van Orbeck did great. He did. He came up from, yeah. So I think that's a, good, that's a very good thing. And in the U.S., they don't do that enough. They don't no. pull people down. No, they don't. Roger no. did it like in the 80s, and he's never done it since, man. I mean. Yeah, but yeah. you have to take risk. At one point, you have to, yeah. you know, you have to go for it. What, what if uh, you have, uh, I don't know, Tomac. Let's say you have uh, Tomac, Viropolo, Dungy. Yeah. And then you're going you're gonna to leave one in the U.S.? No, uh, you say, you know what? There's one of you guys that are going to ride 250, and, I know. and that's the way it is. Tomac yeah. told me he would do it. He said he would drop down and ride 250 DF. He directly told me that. So whatever it takes yeah. to go. Yeah, Yeah, whatever it takes not to go, to win. You take the best available. Uh, you know, if it was the case, they share with, like, big guys. And in a 250, you, you only have uh, – Safachi and Alex Martin available. Don't you want to bring one of the top 450 guys in the 250 class? Well, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't you don't you think it's a better fit because they're gonna ride with people 
from that class on a smaller bike. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as, Car- I think the dro- are Caroli's dropped down. And, uh, and, I, uh, I dropped Hobie, down. You, I did. You, okay. I you did do? a full-on 250 uh, season in GPs, and I raced 125 in Brazil. It sucked. <laughs> it, it sucked. It, it's the worst. Riding this nation on a small bike is the worst thing you can do. Uh, you eat yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. You eat rocks. But, you know, you got to do it. Do it for the team and to win, basically. Yeah. I mean, Christian, you probably – I mean, wouldn't you ride anything? Yeah, for sure. I want to be on the team. Yeah, you want to ride to the DF? I'll do it. Yep. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But wait uh, until is a three-time champion. Yeah, he makes all this <laughs> money, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he makes he makes five million a year, uh, like a dungeon and something. And then they're gonna tell after uh, uh, Indiana is gonna say, "Hey, Christian, you made five million this year." Let's go ride 250F as the nation for free. He's gonna say <laughs> for free. For free, yeah. he's gonna say. F no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish that we didn't get to be like that. I supported Tomac's yeah, decision but, to not go, but yeah. I, 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 no, I, but I think, you know, if you want people to go and we kind of like exchange on Twitter today, yeah, it has to be the, the factories has to see it as motocross nation is the biggest motocross race in the world. You know, it's live for four hours on CBS sports. It's there's a ton of people watching. It's just not only for U.S. market. It's not only for U.S. Kawasaki or something. Right, right. There, there has to be on a global scale. I think Japan needs to chip in. Kawasaki Europe needs to chip in. And when you sign a guy for two million bucks a year, at one point you, you tell him, you know what? When you sign this deal, you say if you select it, eh, you kind of have to go because it's a big deal. We mm-hmm. want to sell, you know, KXF for fifty in uh, Luxembourg and uh, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you you have to go to Europe and kick ass, and so we can sell bikes because we paid you two million bucks a year, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think the factories need to to <coughs> to put in, in that deal. I think it's – I think Morocco's nation is more important than Monster Cup. I agree. Oh, yeah. Global, I don't know what's happening. Globally. But yeah. Yeah, uh, but, yep. but globally, globally. You know, mm-hmm. as, yeah. as a, you know, the world stage and people say, oh, I can't, I need to, to, to pray for Monster Cup. That's the worst excuse I've heard in my life. <laughs> I agree. The thing. I know. I don't know what the these guys thing. are. I, it's, but D- Dungy, then, Dungy is getting no heat for skipping this nation. He's racing next weekend. He's been riding and yet nobody gives him any heat. I don't get it. Yeah, but that's horrible. You know? But it, the thing is, you're right since Colorado, so maybe he's out of race shape to go to this nation. You know, there's a lot of things. Well, sure. He was but... here. So, but, you know, it's tough to uh, get a guy he hasn't raced in a few months and put him right away in these nations, you know? Right. He yeah, should, no, I agree. He, uh, he should have raced maybe uh, Glen Helen, you know, uh, yeah. just to prepare or something or just right. do like a warm-up race before these nations. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think... It, uh, the problem with Americans, the Americans market, I think they see it as American market, but this nation is world market, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I'm sure iPhone star gear wants to sell gear in Italy. You know, I think they might sell gear, more gear because Tomac is there. Right. You know, so yeah. um, I think it needs to be changed. And, and I don't, and I said on Twitter, I'm like, I was pissed when I was not selected in, at this nation. I wasn't, uh, selected in 2000 um, after I had a 
one of my best season ever. I was pissed off. I was pissed off to go to the nation for free. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, and the JGR guys were honestly they were exhaling a little bit that Barsha didn't get asked to go or anything because it cost them twenty thousand dollars. Why? I don't know. I know we got into this on Twitter today, but shipping of the bikes and the teams and the tickets. The AMA gives you two tickets. That's it. Coach tickets over there. Um, but like I said, you don't I need know. 300 people to go. There's I agree. People that 90% of it, 90% of them, you, you leave it at home, the race still go. Yep. And the, the guys still go to the line. And we, you don't need a go. We a went. Goga guy, a sock guy, a boot guy, a gear guy, a visor guy, uh, <laughs> you know, a shoe guy, right. a watch guy, an LG drink guy. Just we, stay, leave, leave them at home. You know, you need to be focused. You need to send less than 20 people for three riders. That's way enough. You don't need to ship, uh, you know, six bikes. You can use bikes over there. They use stock bikes in the U.S. all year long. But they need to ship bikes. They have a stock bike in Europe. They sell stock bike in Europe. You um, know that? Yeah, you know we, that? we went with Yamaha so, with uh, me, the suspension guy, Hutter, and Gothic J. Three people. That's it. That's all you need. Yep. You go there. You go. They're all factory riders. You use a factory truck. You use a stock bike. That's what they use here. They cannot use something else. You put your parts on it. You you ship uh, a couple boxes of parts, a couple engines, and it's uh, never gonna and happen. Let's go. It's never gonna happen, DV. I get it. And, and, I'm with you, but it ain't gonna happen. So so you take you take two bikes in Europe, right? Yep. You take two bikes, mm-hmm. and so and you ride three motos, a twenty and two thirties. But in the U.S., they've been racing with one bike for twenty years, mm-hmm. and it's all good, right? It's, yep. it's fine. It's good. Nothing happened, you know. You did not see Tomac no race second moto because you broke something, right? It's fine. Like, but you know, all of this add to the budget of things. They need yeah, to, yeah, no, they ship all, way too. Yep. They ship like way too much stuff. Like the stuff they ship, uh, I could do like a full season of uh, Loretta Lynn with <laughs> what they ship. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think it's they need to rethink all the the U.S. program. Seriously. Small crew, focus, you go there, get the job done, and then, you know, I think it's important. Right. I agree. It has, since I I was there in 03 for Team USA, and and there was nobody there. And it's grown so much that those podium shots are a little actually disgusting. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you're like, come on, guys. Um, If if you have an American passport, it seems like you have a team shirt and you can go on the podium. (laughs) It's basically what it is. Trainer John, you're on Team USA. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, DV. All right, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, Good thoughts, as always. And I'm excited for this Christian Craig, David Villeman, Team Travis. This is this is good news for our show. This is good stuff. It's good stuff for our show. I, I, I might not be able fan, to come though because now. I might be on the track on Monday. No, no, you're still coming up. up. Uh, you having to come up next week? You got to come up. <laughs> um, I'm I'm coming next week. I don't. I, I need a co-host next week. Yeah, come on up. Uh, that's my first day. I can't say oh, I have to go to Vegas. The, 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 the show got you this deal, so you can Christian will understand. Um, I'm gonna say, hey, uh, dude, it's uh, it's noon. I got a bail. I gotta go to Vegas on the first day. Yeah, later, bro. Gotta go. Um, 
thank you for your insight to the Dis Nations. Um, thanks you for coming on Hot Cams, bringing you David Villeman and uh, Christian Craig. Hey, hey, right. Do I get a percentage of uh, Hot Cams? No, I get a percentage Money? of this deal with Craig. We hooked only because he heard <laughs> no, you on listen. this janky show. <laughs> Okay, so don't don't give me Art Cam's money, uh-huh. and I don't give you Christian Craig money. Is that cool? <laughs> I got to feel Christian Craig money is a lot more. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, you got to actually seriously. You should probably be paying us monthly because we've brought you out of this out of the couch to come co-host, yeah. to come call. You got riding jobs now, all because of the Pulp MX show. Nobody cared about you anymore. You were the guy that beat MC. You know now. Look what we've been doing for you, bringing you back in the they spotlight. Don't, they don't care about me because I'm never at the races. I just go and watch practice and come back to to see the race on TV. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't hang out. Well, all right, yeah. Um, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. No worries. All right, Have a good all one, guys. All right, see you later. See ya. David Villeman, everybody on the on the Pulp Mech show. He's good stuff. Ah, he's good. When he goes, listen, <laughs> you just know it's something good's coming. You just know it. All right, last commercial break of the night. We got to get Trainer John and Christian back on the road, back home. Uh, so we, but we still have the JGR NFAB JGR check in. We have voicemails coming up. Pookie's going to name her Pulp Mech's Whack Pack. Uh, what else we got going on? Anything else? More question, more questions for uh, Craig and Trainer John. Maybe. Come on, nobody wants to hear us. Maybe. Stick around. Uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? I definitely need some work. And from who? 
Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Racetech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Racetech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And 
The good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium is a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercar Series and rock up Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. 
may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. say they're the same yeah i see him at the tracks here and there and he'll see jagger but yeah that's about it it's mike craig he's just on the go at all times <laughs> is it get irritating for people to tell you mike craig stories or ask you what i kind of do get yeah sick of it but i mean I mean, every supercross where's your dad where's your dad oh i train with your dad uh um your dad did this with me so i'm just like <laughs> all right cool i don't know what that would be like man like to be honest like i mean yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. You probably don't want to talk about it, but. I mean, a lot of people, like, love him for, I don't know, he's just crazy, but. Yeah, you kind of just, I mean, you just accept it, I guess, yeah, right? You're just, you're like, just like, yeah, all right. Does it almost feel like it's not your dad, it's just a guy? <laughs> like a guy you know really well? Kind of. Like a friend, like a friend uh, that you kind of just shake your head at? And you're like, yeah, most of the time. Right? You're just like, really? Yeah. I kinda but have, I'm just used to it now. I kind of have that with my dad. Yeah. Where I'm like, he's my dad. I have a better relationship, but probably maybe than you do. But sometimes I'm like, I can't believe that guy. That's my dad. <laughs> Same thing. And I just shake my head. I'm just yeah. like, it's like your your buddy that like is on a goes on binges and disappears <laughs> for days, and you're just like, what are you doing, dude? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Christian Craig, everybody, Geico Honda doesn't want to talk about Mike Craig. Nah, I don't talk about Stingray. Stingray though. <laughs> do you think Stingray could hold it together enough for me to do a podcast with him? <sighs> Over the phone? Yeah. Maybe. How long are these podcasts? They're usually about an hour. Yeah, no way. No. I get 30 minutes max. Oh, that's funny. No way, no way. Uh, hey, Race Tech, uh, I know Christian likes factory connection suspension, but believe me, He'd do a lot better if he had Race Tech. Race Tech, uh, fantastic guys down there. Uh, check out their helpful guides on racetech.com. Pick it, pick up your do-it-yourself gold valve kit. Maybe you should do that. Hey, I used Race Tech when I was an amateur. Yeah, 
good you like stuff. it? Yeah. You good stuff? Yep, they treated me well. Uh, uh, race tech uh, suspension, uh, proven lineup of uh, suspension components and services. Take your Air Forks, turn them into Spring Forks, dude. Uh, technical Edge seminars as well. Uh, they got those coming up it's November 5th to 11th. A lot of guys in the industry started up with uh, Racetech. And, uh, so you should too. Racetech.com. Use code PulpMex16. Just look, you don't need to get suspension that like Christian Craig would ride with, but just get your oil changed. How about that? Just get the right spring right. You know? If you're all buff like Trainer John here, all massive, <laughs> get the right spring right. All right, here's a couple emails. Uh, Brian Schultz sent this in. Um, so I was listening to the podcast archives, and during your brother's episode, he told a story about flying down to L.A. to see a supercross on a private jet. I was on that jet, and my dad was the pilot. It was a Citation 5, not a Learjet, but same difference. I was about nine at the time, so I don't remember your brother, but those were fun times. It was funny to hear the story totally out of the blue. I'm glad we had a good time. Thanks for putting up these shows up. Keep up the good work. Brian. Brian Schultz. The grandson of Charles Schultz, who created Peanuts. He listens to the show. He's into moto. Uh, Brian's, I talked, I emailed him back after this. Brian's dad uh, raced moto when his dad, the Charles Schultz. Remember Charlie Brown moto uh, cartoon with the pumpkin as a helmet? Kind of. By dating myself? Do you remember that? Really? It's all you. God. Yeah. Youngins in here. That was a great episode. He's he had a dirt bike race and he had a had a helmet made out of a pumpkin. No, uh, Snoopy. You know Snoopy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Brian showed something, and my brother uh, met a guy up in NorCal and in '89, and they went down to a, a Supercross race. My brother in a private jet in a Citation Five, which I don't know what that means. It's a private? Is that a prop? Plane? No idea. Okay. Anyways, uh, so yeah, kind of cool. Brian Schultz is on the show. Thanks, uh, Brian. Appreciate it. And uh, and he also corrected me last week, Travis. We were talking about um, the guy in in Peanuts that walks around with a cloud of dirt, dust around him. Dirt, you know? Right. And I said Linus. Linus is the person with the blanket. He's the blanket. This was Pigpen. Uh, and so Brian is like, how did you get that wrong? And I, I feel ashamed. I don't even remember that. I said, oh, yeah, Linus. Somebody on the phone was like, remember that guy in Pina and Charlie Brown? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Linus. Dude, Linus has the blanket. <laughs> and nobody corrected anybody about No, that? no. Weird. We're all a bunch of idiots. We all know it's Pigpen, <laughs> right? Linus has the blanket. Pigpen is Pigpen. I don't know pa- if I would have known it was Peppermint Pigpen. Patty is the androgynous boy Andro- girl. <laughs> Gosh. Right? What was Peppermint Patty? I don't know. See? Androgynous. I know Linus. Snoopy. All right. Thanks for the email. Appreciate it. Uh, next uh, email uh, from Steve. Uh, good afternoon. I want to let you know that I received and installed my steps. Uh, NFAB steps this week. Appreciate the help with the discount. They look great and installed easy. Lance was awesome to deal with NFAB, and I look forward to sending more business their way. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Lance. Uh, get discount at, uh, at NFAB, n-fab.com. If you email Lance there and mention Pulp Mex, they'll give you a good deal. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. And with that, we'll go right into the JGR check-in, n-fab.com on Instagram. And uh, we thank the NFAB guys. Uh, they've been hooking up a lot of people with a lot of things, and uh, they're coming up with the Ridgeline steps real soon. We've got to get Craig some. Uh, yeah, come on now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you dialed in, bro. Um, and uh, so the NFAB JGR check-in, again, very uh, – very low key at JGR over there. Not not responding to a lot of texts, um, <laughs> but I've managed to uh, find out that uh, they're going to Suzuki next year. I don't know if they're going to go with that second team. And I think on this show, Travis, did I not say that wasn't going to happen? The Suzuki deal. I think I did. I think I said I didn't think it was going to happen. I think you. S- yeah, I don't remember because they were telling me 
that their deal with Yamaha is good and looking good and we're good and we love Yamaha and we're good. I don't know if that was. A I think s- I think that's where we left off because you asked Pookie, she was sitting right here, and you said, "Should they go to Suzuki and should they have a second team?" And she said, "Stay on Yamaha, no second team." <laughs> really? Yeah. Pookie said that. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um. Well, I trust my sources on this, and they're going Suzuki. So, Barsha and Phil on Suzuki and another second guy. Christian, do you know who that is going to be? That full time second guy. I thought it was Pike. Yeah, that's what I thought, but there's no... If it was going to be Pike, I think it would have happened yeah, right now, right? they would just say he's re-signed. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a new guy, um, but... What do you think of that move to Suzuki? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you're you on Geico Honda, but... They've just been with the Yamaha so long that that's all they know. I know. So, I guess it is time for, I mean, they just want to change. Yeah. And I guess it's... When you want to win, and you're not winning with that equipment, you want to change. So. yep. yep. Uh, I think they gave their time with the Yamaha, and it just hasn't worked out for them. So, um, yeah. Yeah, pretty interesting. You know, um, the JGR team, when BTO was on Suzuki, they did their motors in suspension for Burner and JT. So they have some experience with Suzuki. Yeah. Um, they're going to do everything in-house from what I understand. Yosh will be doing the RCH, guys. That's going to be Tickle and Bogle, right? That's what I hear. But there's still nothing out. I know, right? I, <laughs> I don't know. know if they're waiting for sponsors or what. It must be, yeah. But we got four more days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, JGR and Suzuki, what is that going to look like? Does Barsha get better? Does Barsha get worse? What about Phil? How's Phil going to look on a Suzuki? How does, does Suzuki like rev out pretty good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, what the fuck are you doing? I don't think that's a valid question for JGR. I, I'm interested to see. You know, I don't think they were stoked with Yamaha over the years. I really don't. I don't think they were happy with a lot of things. I don't think they were pumped that Yamaha took Cooper Webb, paid him a lot of money when that was a North, North, uh, North Carolina guy. And I just don't think it was a great relationship between those two. So maybe they're, you know, getting more money, more bikes, more parts. I mean, let's face it, JGR could do everything in-house, whatever they need. So yeah. they got the ultimate idea, you know, ultimate uh, machine shop and stuff there so they can do whatever they want in his house but god if you look at johnny and dean the suspension and motor guy that is so much work to get a brand new bike and just start like okay start from scratch here we go everything we learn at the yamaha doesn't matter <laughs> anymore i mean right yeah so i think they'll uh adapt pretty quick it's yeah not, it's they're nothing smart like crazy no, they're smart guys for sure yeah so nfab jgr check-in is uh no check-in because they're not getting back to me that's okay i did some digging and they're on Suzuki. There was a tweet question. Okay. About the Suzuki deal. Suck it, J-Bone. I found out anyways. Uh, is there any conflict with Toyota going to Suzuki? I mean, Toyota owns some of Yamaha or Yamaha owns some I of Toyota. I think so, yeah. yeah. Something like that, right? One of those ways. I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty sure. Those guys have never told... They like the tie-in. Like, it's cool. But they've never, ever told me that that's, a, that's a, something to stop them. From 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 traveling, so um, from moving over, I should say. Huh. So, n-fab.com. Please check them out. Jeep truck and SUV parts. Trainer John, what kind of truck you got? Uh, I don't have a truck. <laughs> you should have a Dodge Dakota though. Got a car. Got a car. What kind of motocross SoCal guy are you with a car? It's pretty. All right, all right. We got I, some pictures. I had of to it. sell my truck. Oh, I didn't have to. I sold my truck to move here. 
Got yeah. Why would you need a truck to move somewhere at all? That's that's yeah. That's a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah. All his friends have. Trucks, hey, I'm so he just I'm moving. Yeah. I got to get rid of this truck. I'm moving across the country. <laughs> Wouldn't want a truck. That's kind of how I feel now. We're trying to get a ridge line. Yeah, Ooh, I need a ridge line. You know any place? Uh, yeah, I do. Downey Honda. Actually. Metro Honda. Yeah, uh, Downey. Metro. Downey. Downey. Metro. Downey Honda. Yeah, it's fantastic. Might so have to turn his mic off. So. Oh yeah, I might have to call. Him. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, call Steve down there. Free oil change, Jeff. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the N5 JGR check-in. So, Travis, what's your thoughts of JGR switching to Suzuki? It'll be weird. Thanks for that. Thanks. I mean, I mean, they've been on Yamaha forever. Yeah. You know, they've done everything. They've done all their R and D. Everything, like you said, it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see how the transition goes from one bike to the other, and how yeah. the, how the riders adapt. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely interested in Barsha. I think everyone's talked about his riding style, and um, it'll be interesting to see if mm. it suits the Suzuki any better. But you were riding Yamaha, one of those new uh, ones before no. before you were on Geico. You mean like I know obviously no, not such a sign, none of the yeah, new, yeah. no, not the four fifties, okay, or the two fifties. Right. Um, I heard they're fast, but that's about it. Yeah, they're they're fast. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah. all right, that's the NFAB JGR check in uh, from those guys, and uh, yep. We'll try to get Koi on the Koi's supposed to be coming in. Uh SEMA show. Uh Koi and uh Thomas from NFAP supposed to be coming in studio for that. And Eddie Ray. The great Eddie Ray. Dang. Love Eddie Ray. <laughs> he is. He's a good co host. He is. Yeah, he's a good co host. Uh all right. Uh seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call anytime, leave a voicemail. These are the best of the best that was. What uh... Yo, this is a shout-out for Randy Richardson from Michelin. Uh, I got some Starcross 5s. I haven't even mounted them and rode them yet, but I'm sure they're going to kick ass. But I just heard his little segment on the Pulp Show from last night, and that dude is so freaking cool that I'm pretty much Michelin for life just based on that alone. So props, Randy. Keep it up, man. Later. Just wanted to say, uh, listening to the Tyler Bowers uh, Mix show episode, and you guys talking about two under. I've uh, been meaning to say for a while, I've, I've used that code probably six or seven times um, to, uh, to get a good deal on the underwear. There, you know, people see the price, which is typically 19 to $30 a pair, and they say, holy shit, no way. Well, look at it this way. First of all, chicks spend like 40, 50, 60, 70 bucks on one bra. And you can hear a girl go on and on and on about how it's the best bra ever. So, but here's the way I look at it. You spend your entire life uh, in your underwear. And when you compare how two unders feel to a pair of Hanes or Fruit of the Looms, shit, Fruit of the Looms feel like a burlap sack compared to two unders. I've tried two unders, uh, Stan's underwear, and the uh, pair of thieves also. These pair of thieves for work uh, quite a lot, but two under jelly patch, can't be beat, and then all that microfiber and modal and all that cloth I put on the inside of it. Ah, and dude. You guys need to get, uh, if you get just a little bit better of a deal, I'll probably order it twice as much. So, anyway, keep up the good work. Two under, the best two, the best pens underwear out there. The number two, UNDR. Go there. Use Pulpamex 2016. Pulpamex 2016 is the code. 20% off. It's great underwear. Are you? Do you have an underwear sponsor? No, I buy Lululemon uh, underwear. Wow, that's T- good. TMI. 
Um, uh, maybe I'll get you some two under. Uh, we might have some here. You can try them out. They're best Ben's underwear out there. All, All right. right. Keep going, Jeff. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Hopefully Christian Craig made it. Steve, you're packing for MXDN right now. It's Wednesday. Just got done listening to this week's show. A uh, couple things. The Dune Goon going to Pastrana Land would be awesome. Sounded like you were talking about maybe sending him down there with some cameras and kind of filming the whole thing front to back, which would be killer. It would be great, um, a great little side video for us to all check out. I hope you guys do that. That would be awesome. And then regarding Tyler Bowers, as much as I respect his riding ability and the things he's accomplished, to me he kind of comes off a little bit cocky in regards to what he expects to get uh, as a contract. Uh, we all know he won a lot of titles, but those were in arena cross, not in supercross. And he's, you know, he's come into Supercross before, and his results were okay, and he went back to Arena Cross, and then he came, now he's back again, and we know he was injured, but he's kind of acting like, look, I got the goods, somebody pay me, but I think it'd be wiser if he were to just produce some better results so that people would want to pay him. I know that's easy to say, harder to do, but I think he's coming off a little cocky, and I've heard a lot of people say that. Um I wish the best for him, but I think he needs to rethink his approach to these people offering him contracts. That's it. Great show. Hope you had a great time in the MXDN. Uh, the outsider from your favorite place, Canyon Lake. Apparently, Lars also loves it here, too, because he can't ride a street bike in here, I saw. Anyway, take care. Bye-bye. Um, Bowers does have a chip on his shoulder. He does. Um, but people got to understand that, that contract talk with Albertson last week. I mean, that I mean, that wasn't really serious. So he can kind of say whatever he wants. I mean, Alverson didn't offer him a deal. So, um, but Bowers has a chip on his shoulder. He rubbed some people the wrong way. Christian, maybe you. No, maybe. never me. No, but I'm just saying. Like, I, I get it. I like him. Yeah. But yeah, is is Arena Cross winning the way they kind of act in there? Maybe a little bit. He's a little bit. He's a he's a good showman too. He's a good interview. All that you know. Mm-hmm. So the, remember the fight with Webb and all that? They're fine now, but it's say hey, different strokes, different folks. So, um, yeah, and is so what about that, Dungoon? What about you backflipping at Pastranas? What about it? Let's do it. Do you want to do it? Yeah, I think you. Yeah. What'd the wife say? I mean, everyone's pretty much seen that I've got the front flip down, so we may as well yeah. go for the backflip. Yeah. <laughs> What'd the wife say, for real? She said, if I really want to do it, I can do it. Because I talked to Randy from Michelin, yeah. who is BFFs with Pastrana. Right. He said Pastrana would do it as long as you sign the waiver. I'll sign the waiver. And we'll get somebody to film it. We'll get you out there. That'd be good stuff. We're trying to work this. We're going to try to do it. So you'll do a backflip. Yeah. Yep. Into the foam pad or dirt? Both. Both. Yeah. Randy says you got to start with the Yeah, I know that. You eventually do the dirt. Yeah. I mean, we're not sending you if you're just doing the the foam foam pad. No. No, I want to go dirt. Okay. (laughs) This would be great. I'm I'm working on this, bro. I'm gonna. We gotta I find. Like, I feel like nobody thinks I can do it. Can you? I, I can you get so. time off to go? I'll fly you out there and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Get a video guy there. Yeah. Yeah. How many days do you think he's gonna uh, need? I mean, two. Yeah, two days max. Yeah. First day foam pit. Second okay, day fly, stomp it. Fly in at night. Get there at night. The next day, wake up. Go to Pastrana's house. Foam pit. Train, train, all train, day. train, train. Next day, train, train, train. Pull it off. Catch a flight Leave. out that night. Right. Done. Boom. Done. Dune goon back flipping. Foam pit goon. Foam pit goon. No longer. (laughs) 
I'm gonna work on this. So okay. don't, yeah. don't. Nope, no waffling here. Don't back out. I'm excited, babe. Travis is gonna backflip. <laughs> what? Ah, she's on board with it. She said that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mathis, Brian from Michigan here. Um, just wanted to call and make a point or two about your take on this whole uh, 250 Supercross points um, counting towards national numbers or your you know, your opinion that they, they should not. And I think JT shares your opinion as well. And uh, I just want to say I, I think you guys are spot on on most things, and I agree with you 99% of the time, but I think you've got it wrong on this one. And, and here's a couple things, reasons why I think that is. First one is um, you make the argument that if somebody in the 450 class finishes 10th place, the guy in the 250 East round who gets a 10th place should not get as many points. And my rebuttal to that would be that there's half as many regional rounds. So a guy that finished 10th in all eight to the East rounds would score half as many points as a guy who finished 10th in the 16, 450 rounds. So they're already um, the points for the 250 East and West regional series are already discounted by 50% because they have half as many races. Does this make any sense to anybody? And then my second point is I'm lost. Okay. No one gives a shit. I don't think, Anybody cares whether Dakota Alex is number 64 oh. and Nick Schmidt is I think 79. Nick Schmidt cares, buddy. Or vice versa. I really don't think. The, the guys who got cares. fucked out of a number Matter care. Fact, I doubt. Those guys Dakota care. Alex and Nick Schmidt care. You got Alex but, Ray making Supercross mains. Screwed up a number because some dude got 13th at St. Louis and fucked Alex Ray. He cares. Honestly. I wish you were smarter, and you could get this dude's IP address off the voicemail. I would block him from listening to the show. I would block the IP address. Can I do that? Would that work? Can you go on a server and block IP addresses? You can do that, but I don't know if you can get it from the phone. No, you can't get it from the yeah, phone. I was going to say. But I'm saying. But yeah, you can definitely block from the server. Yeah. For sure. I wish I knew this guy's IP address. Maybe he'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> He's banned. For 64 and 79. I could be wrong. You but, are. Uh, I think the average viewer or the 99% of the viewers of Supercross really could care less. So anyway, just some food for thought. Curious if uh, has any uh, effect on your decision. Nope. Keep up the good work, boys. Talk to you later. Christian Craig likes it, though. Yo, Steve, this, yep. is, uh, this is the call that Pookie said she liked. I was I was laughing about the uh, whack pack comment she made. So uh, who's your pulp and mix whack pack? I say me, Randy Yellow, Sinjin, that uh, just want to hear the motocross guy, uh, motocross stuff guy. Uh, who do you think? That's uh, Terry, your whack pack. And uh, if uh, if Berluti hears this, tell him South Louisiana. That's where I'm from. He got the uh, he got the accent right I'm from the South. But uh, yeah, it's here your whack pack. Uh, Pookie is gonna uh, think about it and put her whack pack, Pulpomex whack pack, out on Twitter tomorrow, at some point. I got a message from Sinjin on Instagram. You did? Yeah. He's alive, or what yeah. did we say? He said, hey, listen to the show, but couldn't call because I'm on a fire. I'm working for the U.S. Forest Service as a wildland firefighter. I still love Jimmy, but on top of being busy, I have no reason to call. He has not been performing well, which has led me to depression. <laughs> still listen to all the shows. Hopefully, when the fire season slows down, I'll call in. Kisses, uh, boys. <laughs> Sinjin. 
Top Jimmy letting him down. I forgot he sent me that. Fireman, yeah. Alright. Steve, Roger from Mass. I'm uh, listening to this week's show, and dude, Perluti is absolutely on fire. You gotta pull like all those drops that he's dropping today. Uh, really enjoying the show. Get that guy on more. Uh, fucking tickle. Later. <laughs> For a fucking tickle? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Took you a while there, though. A little bit slow. I didn't have it pulled up, sorry. Yeah. Like the app. Hey, it's Tyler from Pittsburgh. I just finished the last show, and I just wanted to comment that Berluti has been killing it the last couple of times he's been over. He's starting to turn into one of my favorite co-hosts. Uh, I definitely like to see him on there more. Keep up the great Do you think the Guinness has anything to do with it, Trev? Maybe a small part. Robert in Texas. I was just calling to see. I have two questions. Uh, one, how long is Cooper Webb's contract with Factory Yamaha? How many years is it? Did it get released? And how two, many years? On the new app. Did it get released? I don't know if it did. Uh, did you know? Did you know? That was four years. Four? Really? I thought. That seems like a lot. Okay. I mean, sure. Maybe not. Two? I'd sign up for four. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if it was me, but. Maybe two. Right, I mean, Rox's deal was three. Really? I thought it was four, too. No, it was three. We all thought it was five. So that was four. Yeah, rumor. All right. I see where this game's going. Will you be able to stream the archive off the new app? Uh, appreciate everything you do. Thanks for all the content. What does he mean by that, Travis? Of course you can stream the archive, right? Yeah. You can do it on the old app, too. I know. That's what I mean. Like, I was, but no, did, it's, Do you it's, know if he's missing something? Or? No, I I don't know. Maybe... Uh, the, the new app, when you close out, will still be playing. You can still... Yeah, it'll still play. You can, you can open on, other apps and everything else. You can other apps. Yeah. You can do whatever. It'll still play in the background. Yeah, that was a big problem um, that we had. Yeah, you can download them so you can listen okay. offline. Does Christian Craig have to buy it? Or do we, could we have a code for him? Um, yeah, where's my code? Mm, all right, we I just we download them on... On your, on your podcast app? I do, yeah. Yeah. Easiest. But you're not going to get a sound drop of for a fucking tickle. Yeah, yeah I That'll guess. be on the app. I'll make you sound drops if you buy it. <laughs> Christian Craig sound drops? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. I don't have any. Mathis, it's Adam Pancoke. I have not called in in a while, but have no fear. I am still listening. But I called in because this this is just too important. I'm looking through Instagram and fucking Adam Cincerello. It looks like he has a girlfriend now. And dude, it's not just any girl; it's a Cali girl, and we know we know how this is going to go. This is not going to go well. We need him to be focused and prepping for Supercross. And with the pussy on his mind, dude, it's just it's I mean, not it's it's just not going to go well. Is that it's really, not going to go well. I don't know, know what we need to do. I don't know if we need to like tell him that some Blink One Eighty Two member has a crush on him, and I'd rather him date one of them. To be honest, go gay. And just do that, dude. Cali girls are no good. This is bad news. It will only bring trouble. I, you need you need to have a conversation with them. Sit down. Have Kiefer talk to him. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Hit, hit the panic button though. Panic button all the way, dude. Just 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 press it. All right, that's it. Hopefully, I'm calling. This is the night before MX donations. Qualifying did not go well. Let's hope that uh, I foresee the future and USA has uh, did okay for your, you know, for your own being, but, but yeah, but not for mine. For JT's right, um, for everything you do again. And, I mean, uh, yeah. 
chicks have brought down dudes. They've yeah. brought them down if you have the wrong one. Yeah, but are there people Trainer still John? really freaking huh? out about this? Yeah, for sure. He's, he, like, we can't talk like, to him about it. He's Yeah. No, yeah, no, no like I down. see it. What? No. Paige it's, brought me down. Oh, God, yeah. She's dragging <laughs> you like an anchor, bro. Jeez, bad. Um, just in general, it's just a distraction. I mean, not, it isn't necessarily bad, but at the wrong times, it can be a dude, distraction. Honestly, it's it's more bad than good, but if you have the right one, yeah, it's cool. But I don't, the right one is hard to find. Yeah. I don't know this I mean, for sure, but I he's think... He's married with a child. He almost doesn't count. Yeah. I think the girl that Adam's dating, her dad... Is a badass mountain, mountain bike racer. Gnarly. Okay, that's okay then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she kind of gets the so Adam, lifestyle. You tell the call, call, tell the caller, maybe calm down. Yeah. yeah. If that's, I think, dude. But there are some SoCal hoes that are not good. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> dude, I wish I could get, hang out with SoCal hoes. In noops on your yacht. In noops. Yeah. Noops. You get a lurk. Pookie, can I get a SoCal hoe? Can I get a SoCal hoe? Like a Southern California whore. Okay. I'm in. She said it was good. But yeah, I mean, dude, these guys, they got money. And they got these chicks. And I mean, Nico Easy, Austin Stroop, Jason Lawrence. I mean, it goes on and on. List goes on and on. Ben Riddle. Stop it. Like, just... Swipe right and just move on. Like, that's it's, it. I think you it's know? so much harder than that, though, for these guys. Like, they come out and they're kind of, like, maybe they don't. I don't well, I first don't of all, they've been like, raised homeschooled their whole life. They have no yeah. interaction with chicks. Then when they finally, like, some of these dudes, like, they don't really have the looks or personality to get hot chicks. But because of who they are, they do. Yeah. And then they just lose their minds. Yeah, unless it's like talking about dirt bikes. Christian's, like, like, nodding. Like, yeah, he's seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's gnarly. A lot of like people. I, I don't blame the riders. It's like how, how do you say no? Yeah, you're 18, 19. <laughs> yeah, you got to go through it. You got to lay pipe and then just hopefully survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's like Nam. Like lay pipe, bury yourself in a foxhole. When you come up for air, hopefully you still have a career and you can get served and you can get busy. Like you know, you can really get focused, right? Just get it out of the way. Yeah, like because it's gonna happen to everybody. Yeah. So just yeah, that's right. All right, Kiefer would know. <laughs> yeah, Kiefer would go on for half an hour right now. And now, see ya. Just watched the second moto of the motocross of nations. I went from ecstatic to fucking furious. I just I don't know who that lap rider was, but if he ever sets foot on American soil and I find him, I will fucking beat him down. Ah. This can't be real. Turns out we better win, and that rapper is a fucking idiot. To listen to this. Oops. Hey, Steve. uh, Thanks for all you do, man. Just getting caught up on podcasts, maybe from a couple weeks ago, the whole baller thing that was going on. You know, while I was listening to all that, all I could think of is, is, isn't anybody, somebody, just giving these guys that sign big contracts? The Warren Buffett guide to investing. No, and instead nobody's of giving these guys anything. on that car, like turn that into a couple mil over the next 15, 20 years. Um, it's crazy. I really man. feel like Geico. Now I'm not just Ken blowing you. <laughs> uh, just when you're not here, I dream about it all the time. But uh, <laughs> I like that. But uh, Geico, like I feel like Geico with The Rock, Trainer John, uh, um, 
Jeff. Jeff, Ziggy. Like, I do feel like Geico is a team that doesn't just sign you to deal and say, see you at the races. There are a lot of teams that do that. Yeah. Is Geico better than that, do you think? Or I mean, you're a little, you're not really, you're not really wrapped into it because you're married with a kid and, and Jeff's your father-in-law and everything else. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, these guys sign riders to contracts and they're just like, hey, get a trainer and, and, yeah. and, and here's a bike and let us know what you're practicing. Like, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. You got to be like, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing today? What are you buying? Why are you buying that? What are you doing? Like, all the yeah, time. Yeah, but there's got to be some freedom, too. Of you course, know? yeah. The rider wants to do a train with some guy or yeah, yeah. ride in Florida instead of California. You got to let yeah. him do it. So. I, I don't I kind of go with Mitch's theory. Like, he'll let you go if you're doing good. If you prove it to him. Yeah. yeah. If, you know, otherwise, you're like, you're staying in SoCal. You're, you're going to yeah. pound sand at, at Glen Helen every <laughs> Thursday. You know, so. Yep. All right, hey, that's it for voicemails. we got to get these guys to go. Before we go. Though, Kevin Benoit. Perhaps you heard of him. French guy? 812 MXGP, sixth overall MXGP class. I was going to call him up tonight. He's still in Italy. I got to give him his props. Uh, Kevin Benoit, a Canadian guy, 10th overall for Team Canada. I caught up with him after the race to talk about it. It's a a short interview. And uh, and here's Kevin Benoit right after the race, after he had his career best day in the sport. Here he is. Kevin Benoit, hey, uh, um, look, I'm Canadian, I'm biased, but I think like I had everybody, all my journalist buddies, being like, what's the story with that guy? Who's that guy? Uh, great day for you. You really put yourself on the map. Good starts. Road up front. Uh, you got to be stoked. Oh, yeah, I'm really stoked. Um, I was confident coming into here. I had a good season at home. I feel really good on the 450, and I felt that it was going to be a better donation for me on the big bike mm-hmm. than it was on the little bike uh, a couple years ago. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the weekend started off pretty good yesterday, good qualifier and uh, good starts all weekend. And, uh, yeah, I mean, doing a top 10 in that first moto, I mean, I was really happy about that. Yeah. So. And, uh, uh, yeah, yesterday you were running second for a while and then, you know, crashed. But it was still like you, you were – your lap times, even after picking up, were – the start helped you, but your lap times were right in with everybody else. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, I belonged up there, I think, and I had to tell myself that I belong up there. Yeah. And, I mean, for sure there's lots of people that were probably asking themselves who, yeah. the, who I was. And, I mean, that's cool. It's a great feeling. And, uh, yeah, I mean, looking forward to next year. Hopefully uh, I'll be able to make it again and uh, improve our results. And that's it. Did you get the inside gate positions both times? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, hey, how was the last moto track? Pretty rough? Yeah, it got pretty rough. And um, I mean, I didn't did get like the greatest starts. My my other motos were yeah. better, but still was top ten. And uh, uh, I tried to, I mean, run the pace with the guys. And when uh, Goti Poland passed me, I I stick with him and I try to pick his lines and. I followed him for a long time, and at the end, I, I didn't have much left in the tank. Yeah. Um, mentally, I was getting tired, and physically, too, and just making mistakes the last two laps, and lost him, and uh, still, I got a 12, so it's yeah. respectable, and I'm happy. Um, you just mentioned the intimidation thing. I mean, those big names all around you, in front of you, behind you. Faber was, you know, where you were giving Faber some, some business. Uh, did you have to tell yourself, like, holy shit? Yeah, I mean, yesterday, I was uh, holding my lines a bit more. Uh, uh, today in the first moto, I I did open the door uh, at some point, but I mean I was thinking about the overall picture. I didn't want to go down with any of these guys, and it was just I wanted that confidence booster to just try to get a solid finish. And yeah, sometimes I maybe should have hold my line a bit more, but I mean overall I'm, I'm happy. It's good confidence for me, and 
That's cool. Uh, tenth place too. The team uh, Moffenbauer, Tyler, uh, Tyler had chain come off. Moffenbauer put in yeah. some good rides. So I mean, tenth overall, uh, you were a huge part of that. But that's an awesome finish. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's our second best finish from yeah. what I heard. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've improved a lot from our last couple years. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer that uh, Tyler's chain came off. Maybe we would have been a bit better. I don't know. I didn't yeah. see the points, but uh, yeah, all the guys rolled awesome and. Uh, it was a fun trip. Thanks to Courtney uh, Lord for uh, organizing all that, and uh, it was just an awesome trip. Yeah, it seemed like I've been coming to these for a long time. This is one of the better Team Canada tents, personnel, camaraderie and all that. Oh, yeah, for sure. We had so much fun this week uh, at the house. Like We were just hanging like a family every night, having dinner, and... Uh, it was it was really cool. I mean, it was my best uh, donation so yeah. far for sure, result-wise, and just just the atmosphere too. We we had so Galdi Galdi was bad. No, Galdi <laughs> did a great job, and uh, I just think like everybody was, I mean, saying bad things about Courtney's idea about the house and stuff. Yeah. But it, it it was a big difference. I think we cool. were just as a group, and yeah. we had like some sort of a house right. to be at our home yep. and uh, it was good yeah. like we, we had an awesome week and looking for the next year well awesome man I'm, I'm super proud of you and your ride and everybody's asking me and talking to me about it and uh, you were great so uh, nice work thanks to you right. I mean we're going to try to get him on the show he's still Sean in Italy so uh, that's where you stop it and um, um, the kid rode great he had the race of his life he was up front let's give him some dues you know props right I mean come on Great starts and all that, so it was awesome, to, awesome to see, uh, to have him on and uh, and all that. So, uh, Kevin Benoit, everybody, Team Canada. All right, everybody. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, New Goggle available now. Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross Five, Atlas Neck Brace. Hey, Jason Anderson had an Atlas Neck Brace on when he got nailed by that bike. I bet you that brace probably helped. Just saying. FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Two Under, and a Nitro Circus all on board with us, NitroCircus.com, coming to a city near you. I feel like I didn't do a very good show tonight for plugging our sponsors. Trav? I thought it was okay. No, I skipped some stuff, but oh. I mean, hopefully they don't listen. That's what commercials are for. Yeah. And hopefully they don't fire us. Um, thanks to Alex Martin for coming on uh, straight from uh, Italy. And thanks to DV. Always good to have DV on. Jason Thomas, of course. Uh, Swizzcore. Moser, thank you for your contributions. Travis? Thank you. Good job on that app. Thanks. Yeah, it turned out good. It'll be out this week. Yeah, it turned out great. Christian's, you liking it, Christian? Yeah, yeah. love it. Good, Go download good, it. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Trainer John? Right. I tried to download it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks to trainer John. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, I wish I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about training and all. I really did. Uh, we just ran out of time. That's all good. My bad. Come back in. Yeah. Just you, go on you, mountain bike rides, Steve. Yeah. I'll just come over here. We can go ride your training plans. Uh, weren't we supposed? Weren't me, you, and Swap supposed to go? He was going to yeah. come out. What happened to that? Yeah, did flipped. you ever ask him? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. And he's he like, I he can't go. Got a date with his daughter tomorrow because she's in college. Okay. All right. Um, so he flaked. Yeah, he flaked. Um, yeah. So, um, well. Too bad on him. So thanks for coming up, man. You can come up anytime. And uh, Christian, you too, man. Thanks. You actually said, hey, can I come up? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool when someone wants to come up and we're not, like, begging them. Yeah. Dragging them up here. So I enjoy it. Yeah. Thanks thanks for having me. Um, Good luck with everything, man. This DV news is great. This is going to be great. Should turn out pretty. And good. if you guys get in a huge fight and break yeah, up, it'd be, be even better. better. It'd be even better. <laughs> uh, but no, man, I think it's going to work. I think, I think you'll find out. Like, wow, this dude does know what he's talking about. Now, whether yeah. it helps, I don't know. Who knows? But 
But the guy knows what he's talking about, and it's going to be great, and I think it's fantastic. So, and um, to it. And also, too, before I go, uh, my buddy Mark Robotai up in uh, Manitoba uh, suddenly passed away like uh, a week and a half ago. And I wasn't, they had a memorial for him last week up in Canada. I grew up with him. He's a little older than me, but I certainly became pretty good friends with him. And uh, I miss him. I'm going to miss him. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped that the. I did a couple of podcasts with him, and you can listen to him. Steve Mathis Classics, Volume 1. Uh, he's just a local guy who had a passion for moto. We only talked about moto, really. And I used to work with him at a Honda dealership back in the day when I was a kid. And uh, the guy loved moto. Went to Redbud, went to Vet Mammoth, went to High Point, went to SoCal World Vets a bunch. Did a podcast with him, and I guess they played it at his memorial, and people were laughing. And I got some really cool notes that it made me feel good that, that they were hearing Mark's voice and all that. So... Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I'll miss you, Mark. And uh, so, everybody, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsor uh, deals on uh, PulpMixShow.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I don't know if we'll be back next week. Are we back next week, or are we going to do a show after that? What are we doing? I have no idea. Okay. As far as did I, know, did I tell you or no? I don't remember. I don't. As far as I know, we're having a show next week. Okay. But... We're going to skip next week or the week after. One of those. One of those. And okay. then we'll be back for the Monster Cup show. Cool. And uh, will you be up here for the Mo- Monster Cup just hanging? Yeah, probably. Stay for Monday's show. Come in. Stay for Monday's show. Possibly. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And we will see you next week or in a couple weeks. Bye. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>